Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roll Better Podcast. Hey. I, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm really surprised. I didn't even realise we were going. You caught me entirely off guard. I'll continue. <laughs> um, I'm going to say my name very slowly. Okay. Because we have learned from SteamCon that the Americans haven't got a clue who we are. Yeah, there's one person with three personalities on this show. <laughs> yeah. They understand that Dan is a different person. Yeah. But they do not understand that there are three other people. Yeah, I know. I'm so confused, the fact that they think me and Matt sound the same. Apparently, I sound the same as you as well. We all blow into one. So, for our American what? chums, <coughs> I am Barry Gingell. I am John Parrish. I am Matt Doran. And Dan's not here today. And as far as they're <laughs> concerned, that was one person saying three different names. <laughs> yes. Dan is Philip Schofield. No. <laughs> Dan is in Birmingham for MCM. Yep. Doing yeah. cosplay things. MCM Birmingham. So welcome to Roll Better, as I'm calling it, High Level Bands, Minimal Strats. <laughs> <laughs> Seems strong. Seems strong. Uh, the reason we can tempt you into staying is because we've got a lovely interview. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, this will be our SteamCon UK review slash postmortem. <laughs> <laughs> but the end of the episode... We're going to scuck it up. Yeah, uh, we've got a fantastic dare I say, interview with Russ Charles, the lead sculptor for well, Steamforge. Yeah, I think it was brilliant. I think we did, I think we nailed it. I think it was a really good interview. And Russ such a nice chap. So please do stay tuned for that. Um, but let's start with our usual hobby progress. I actually have done some. Oh, well done. Shit but, off. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't involve any painting, any gluing. It just involves finding. Is that hobby? Yeah, because I count? have an intention. Right, okay. All right. I found all my god tier. Oh, well done. Oh, Because nice. of how much I enjoyed god tier at com. Hmm. So I found it, and I put it on the side. Then I played WoW. <laughs> 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 so I think I'm going to be painting, I think I'm just going to be playing god tier while I'm painting models again. That's my hobby. Yeah, cool. Dan would have been so happy with the level of hobby progress this week because I've not been great either. I've I've sprayed my terrain pack from Skuck. I've sprayed my broken toad hunters bases. I've base coated my hunters and I've done like a little bit on one of them. But it's got fucking showing off, eh? My, yeah, right. my plan for this weekend is to get get stuck into my hunters ready for the um, ten sixty six game. Uh, sorry, not game. Um, tournament next weekend yeah 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 but yeah apart from that I've um, I've not done a great deal really if I'm honest no well I've done sweet FA because I've been working <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I've bought a lot more things standard oh, did you look at the email that I told you to look at um, I haven't looked at the pledge manager yet for that that fucked me up was it eternal war by yeah. Little miniatures yeah. yeah I went in quite heavy already like over and above the basic pledge. No, no. So I dis- disciplined myself and was like, "No basic pledge this time, John. Don't be a moron." And so I did it, and I went for the core game. Now the late backer pledge things out. I've been a moron again. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought like four of the seventy mil models. I bought all of the add-ons for the game. It, oh yeah. Yeah. Postage for that's going to be bad because it's Australian. Like down here, I've got the box of transformers that aren't transformers. We're not allowed to call them G one transformers miniatures. And it was Transforming like, robots. I've done three orders that 
equal about 500 US dollars. I don't know more than that. But each time I get a box, it's another 30 quid from customs. Ugh. I could deal with 30 quid. I was hearing horror stories of Australia. That's not postage. That's just... No, that's customs fees. Yeah. I just yeah. thought you meant you heard horror, horror stories about Australia because I've heard lots of those. Yeah, they've got spiders and snakes and shit. Swimming knives in the water. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. But in terms of hobby, yeah, that's it. I bought things. That's yeah, it. I bought more stuff. Hopefully, December 7th, I finish work. I'm going to paint some things. December 7th is a good day. Do you know why December 7th is a good why day? Why is it a good day, Matthew? Because that is the day that Smash Ultimate is re- released. <laughs> right. So and I still won't have my Switch. You still won't have your Switch. And I've got to wait for probably Christmas. No, I've got to wait for it to fall off the back of a lorry. Oh, okay. Are we allowed to say that in something we're going to put out for release? I'm no not, I'm not stealing it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let, let's see how many Switches turn up. <laughs> can I have one? I need a spare. I can ask. So, shall we look at our SteamCon review? Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's cut this now, bitch open. I mean... It was a hard weekend. It was so hard for us. Just just to preface this entire section, because people have been heard heard bitching from Gubs, from just their mates who've been at the event, from other podcasts, quite rightly, (coughs) not going to go at anyone. I'm just saying, (coughs) our our little bit of bitching, we will try to to sort of minimise? No, I think it's fair to say, everything you've read online, we echo. Yeah. And therefore, we will try not to touch on. Yeah. We will just add in the bits that we feel affected us. What about the bit where I fell in the toilet? (laughs) (laughs) We'll review that one. So. Because that was hilarious. We travel up on Thursday. Yep. Uh, We get there and we decide to go to the Forge. Yep. Yep. Which I must say was brilliant. Fucking brilliant. It was even it was. Yeah. Everyone was in there. It was really cool. Uh, Games galore. All sorts of people. I did some hobby, because I had to put a drill a hole in my belt. You did? <laughs> is that, is that hobby? Yeah. I was, you used I hobby sat, material. I, I sat at a hobby ice. table, I used a drill, shit got real. Um, sure. I had a game against Zach Gray. Out uh, of, off of Chicago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Breaking play fame. Yeah. What a nice fellow. Really nice guy, really nice game. It was a weird game. He was out, because I was blacksmiths, and... I went up, went to try and score, missed the goal, missed the nice goal. He held the ball, I tackled it back, went back to iron, back on my line, and it was like, we've just done this whole mad lengthy turn and nothing's happened, no one's died. And we were playing for ages and nothing had happened. But it was really fun. I'll tell you what, I really enjoyed that game for, for two reasons. Um, one, it was our first uh, running with Lance off of the pitch. Yes. Super nice guy, who we will come on to mention them as well. Two, it really highlighted the difference in our play styles because <laughs> Rich Keeling and I were watching that game and you'd, do, you'd be like about to take an, acti- uh, um, an activation and he and I were going like, this is probably the play, right? Like, you do this? And he's like, yeah, I'd do that. And then we'd watch it and you'd do something wildly different and we'd be like, well, whatever's fucking working for him. And it was working for you. You were doing, you were doing all right. I think that's what I scored. Own. Yeah, that I was think that so. One. We were yeah. like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Yeah, do that. If it's, if it's working. Yeah, you don't predict what Barry's doing. No, you don't. You don't try to predict <laughs> it. I've been through this before. I was telling the Americans the stories about him kicking the ball off the side of the pitch and, and they were like, no, shout no, out. No, I don't do and that. And then they watch him activate and go, yeah, all right. Who the fuck is this guy? Playbook's all out the window. I mean, I love it. Yeah. 50-50, um, I'll take that. <laughs> so the 50-50, it goes to me or it doesn't. It's all 50-50. 10% chance? You're telling me there's a chance. chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, really nice fella. So my hat's off to him. Really fun game. Um, you played Lance that night, but only a, <laughs> so, a short one. 
<laughs> we both realised we were free for a game. We went, oh, go on, then, yeah, do you want to play? And it was like, yeah, great. And we started getting stuff out, and people were like, oh, guys, by the way, we close at 11. And we're like, oh, okay, and we looked at our watches, 10 o'clock. We can get some of the game in. And then my, my food order arrived, so I'm frantically trying to eat, set up a board, get miniatures and tokens out for Lars because he didn't have any stuff on him to borrow. Mm. And yeah, we, we had, we had a, a little, um, what do you call it? He called it a slug fucking. <laughs> it's, it's slug fucking if it's, or slugs fucking. I'm not really sure. It was either slugs fucking or slug fucking. Sure. But it's two grindy teams going at each other and fuck all happens. And it's just like... I wonder if he's actually observed slugs fucking to make that analogy. Or if he's just imagined. I know the male slugs have a love dart thing they can use like and they and they use it occasionally and it's like a, it's like like a like an actual dart they shoot out of what like <laughs> i mean doesn't sound very slow doesn't feel very slow and sloggy though there's a mollusk of some kind i mean let's move on um but i like thursday night was fucking brilliant the yeah. atmosphere in that great room crack. was fantastic I, everyone I there yeah i chatted so much yeah here. it was great like i was going up like hugging people high like High-fiving people, <laughs> shaking hands. <laughs> I'll tell you what I really enjoyed was catching Lars off guard with that, the difference between mates and chums. Right. Yeah. What a chum. I was speaking, and I don't think he quite understood what I was saying. Sure. But basically, he was just like, we said something about mate, and then Barry called me his chum, and he was just like, well, what's the difference between mates and chums? And I went, oh, I've seen his bum. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. was just staring at me like... How the fuck do I react to this? I'm not sure how I progress with this conversation. So, so I just walked off. Rather fortuitously, <laughs> literally the second we're doing this, we've just had a tweet from uh, Daniel White. Oh, lovely. The other one off of the pitch. Yeah, he says, Robert, now that we're labelled as being the American counterpart to Robert, yeah. I'm interested to listen more closely and discover who is British Lance, who is British Dan. Ooh, interesting. Well, Dan would be British Dan, wouldn't he? I don't know. I don't oh, think I'm just so. going with names. To no. be fair, I think I actually don't know yet. But I yeah, think I, John is Dan, and you are Lance. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'll I'll take that. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I think you're Lance, you're Dan. I feel really rude. I haven't listened to him. <laughs> well, listen, and then you'll go. Yeah, to be fair, right. I actually do think that he and Dan do have there's some similarities there. Yes, but yeah, which no, Dan sounds like a stellar chap. I he strikes he, me he's, as a ca- fantastic. He strikes me as a casual cunter like you. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think you'd get on. That's good. But yeah, they, yeah. I was talking to Lars, and we said basically they're they're the the American Robert. We're the British pitch. That's, that's, oh, no. I mean, there's very much except they get like well, four times the listeners than we do. Yeah, then we'll catch up. Well, um, four they, times the listeners, and they don't get the fucking harassment in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think because they've labelled um, the firm as the British Rage Quit Wire. Oh, okay. because because you know the firm had that whole thing where they were getting really sorry about but it was about, about Smith and they got annoyed about something Is else. That after Barry basted and punched. No, the I don't think it had anything to do with that. Well, I'd like to. I know. I I want to lay. I want to take credit for that. Do you? Okay. okay. So sorry, Alex. Barry's taking credit for any any salt that your podcast might produce. Barry's now taking credit for. No, only on blacksmiths. Oh, okay. I think I broke that particular camel's back. Yeah, and I'm that, proud of it. That was amusing. Don't call him a camel. He loves it. So. The Thursdays when we got the team together, we were up there and it was good banter. Yeah. Good fun, good night. Everyone was chatting shit. Everyone was just having a good time. Yeah, really, back to the, back Played to the some hotel. Perudo in the hotel. That became the, uh, the week. Perudo the... until 2am. Perudo. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was good fun. Yeah, yeah. it was. And, and, then, and then in the morning we went to the venue. 
And then Saturday oh. occurred. Friday. Oh, fuck, yeah, Friday. I just forgot about... Yeah. I tried to blank it out. So, I mean, after you? <sighs> well, we turned up, we were optimistic. It was a big fucking warehouse. And we were like, this could be good. Yeah, lots of space. Yeah, lots of space. Could was the emphasis on the word, but, you know. Um, and then... Read online, I think, is probably the nicest way to put it. Listen was, to what everyone else like, has said. Everyone else has covered it. Yeah, I don't want to go on about it. It was everything that everything that you read online and then we had our own personal stuff. I feel that a lot of the stuff that we had, we took one of the biggest groups. Ooh, kebabs! That, that was quick. This motherfucker meat has arrived. So we're back from kebabs. The glorious, glorious oh, meat filled. Oh, goodness. Filled with meat. Goodness gracious. That was a lot of meat. Mm. Strong. Um, John was saying something about the size of our group. Yeah, we back to Steamcon. Steamcon was big. Steamcon was us going up there with. I think. I think collectively, as a single club, like an identity, we had the biggest group. I think so. And well, one of, if not, what was really challenging, I think, for us was the reason we had the biggest group was because we'd pushed so hard about how cool previous Steamcons had been. Yeah, which. Me and Dan as well, being to the first the one. The super vets. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really pushing to be like, oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Including our foreign contingent, we had 13 Spartans, I believe. Yeah, I can't, we can't include our foreign contingent anymore, I don't think. Can we not? No, I don't he think He was so. representing on the, on the yeah, Friday. He had shirt on. Did he? Yeah, yeah he, he played in the RCQ with, the, with his shirt. Okay. I retract Food my Belgian, whose surname I cannot now. He's my boy. Yes. Yeah, so we yeah we had all those people, and the hardest thing for us was like even on the Friday, Barry's in the roses. Uh, even on the Friday, I had guys coming up to me being that were commenting and even saying like, "Was last year like this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's so hard to say no." It's no. really tough to because, go. Yeah, last year like, was so much better. You got to be honest with your mates. So you turn around and go, "No," and then like the toilet. <sighs> I mean. So, we, everyone's already gone into the toilet, the fact that it was, like you said, a narrow corridor with a trough here and all down one wall. But the fact was, because nerds, nerds is big, if someone was using the toilet and wasn't as far towards the end as they could go, you couldn't get past them. Or indeed, you got trapped if you had gone as far as you Yeah, could. yeah. So if you went all the way into the end, some, someone comes in next, you're stuck there waiting for them to you're, And they're like, is this dude staring at my penis? Well, and, also, and nine times out of ten, I wasn't. Well, because the wall was staggered, <laughs> because the wall was staggered as well, so part of the trough was further back than, than the other part of it, if you're pissing in the bit that's further forward, the dicks are in your peripherals. I mean, they're not in your peripherals. That's full on... The dicks are just there. They're f- you're being flanked by schlong. You can't help it. <laughs> I can't disagree with you. Um, yeah, and the toilet, like, the, the seat didn't... Well, it was aligned. Uh, it was aligned up, right. The cu- the cunt wouldn't lock. Let's just yeah. Be there was no there was no lock on the door. Yeah. But then yeah, the toilet seat wasn't fitted to the middle of the toilet, so you had to keep your weight on your right ass cheek, or it would dip into the loo. And at one <laughs> point, I, I I'd finished my shit and I was I was wiping and my weight shifted, and and the the front left of the seat went into the bowl, but only like a couple of inches at most just dipped in. But I wasn't ready for it. And it was one of those moments where you drop and your heart, li- like, I shat my entire heart out. Because I was just like, well, where am right, I going? You're in the right place. I was just, where am I going? Where am I going to end up? What if I fall, hit the flush, and then just, I'm off? <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I can say is, 
I've been to nightclubs with better facilities. Yeah. And nightclubs are grotty as fuck. <coughs> I was surprised then on the Saturday night there was nobody trying to convince me to buy aftershave they and do... We needed a toilet, man. Yeah. We needed a toilet guy. You couldn't fit a fucker in there. <laughs> Just one bloke crouched on the sink with lollies going, yeah, man. <laughs> the fact that it was like 300 of us, whatever, and there was one cubicle Yeah, was cray-cray bonkers. Yeah. And then the girls told us there was 12. And... Go- and the guys started using the girls, which I think is, is not necessarily cool. No. I understand it in situations like that, but I still mm. don't think it's alright. But we just started sneaking across to the one we weren't supposed to be using with the. I wasn't with fucking, fucking sneaking, I was with just the fucking. No, exactly. Walking just walking across, across just going, well, I'm fucking using that. But come Saturday night, that wasn't an option. No. We'll, but, get, we'll get to that bit. So, yeah, Friday. Well, let's just get stuck into it, man. No. Well, no, I, we'll get there, we'll get there. I'm Friday, Friday go through the day. So yeah, I Friday. wanted to say how much I enjoyed Sherwin's um, seminars. Oh yeah, we had great fun. Yeah, really did enjoy Sherwin's seminars, as always. But it did feel, I've got to be honest, I felt bad for him, because it was like, it was Sherwin or nothing. Like, yeah. he must have been knackered. He, like, the f- whole thing was on his shoulders. But it was also weird that there were three seminars, the same three seminars, Friday and Saturday, mm. just three seminars, just Sherwin, Mm. Not knocking show, and I love this seminars. But last year we had multiple seminars on different things. We had the games design. You had Matt Hart joining in. We had a few other things. It definitely DC, yeah, DC, well. yeah. It definitely <clears throat> felt less. They've had a year to plan it. Felt like they threw it together in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was a bit bonkers. I mean, the venue lied to them. Fair enough. They didn't get the Wi-Fi and all that. I went out bothered. No, uh, I got a phone signal. Everyone's moaning about it. I did because I, I had about nineteen work calls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, so I, I mean, I've had discussions with people afterwards as well. And anything that you can blame on the venue, we can blame on the venue and give them benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. Like, I'm more than happy to turn around and go, all right, it was shit because dot, dot, dot. But I feel for them because yeah. they were overpromised. But Fine. Even if they had those <clears throat> things, that space was poor. Correct. Forgetting facilities and the locking toilet and all that, that, the room was so large. It's, yeah, it sounds weird to say it was too big. I have... Like, I saw a few people going, oh, the atmosphere was great. I thought the atmosphere was poor. Mm. And I didn't yeah. think you could generate it. You had, like, the tournament guys, like, right there doing proper tournament things. Next to the casual guys, it was just so noisy. And the shot... Oh, let's, I haven't even started on the shot. <laughs> it just was like... And the lights in there were awful. And it was cold. And it was just like, oh, fuck. Remember, you, remember the second day when they turned on the heaters, but someone had... Yeah. The pilot light wasn't just on, so gas. it just piped gas in there for so about half an hour. I've been to car... But before all the tabletop games and before I had my flat, when I used to do all the car events across the country, mm-hmm. I've been to car shows where you drove into warehouses like that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what it was for. Big fucking open spaces where everyone parks their cars and everyone walks around. Yeah. But you think about last year, like that basement, I, I, I know a few people didn't like it. I liked it a lot. I loved it. It was, so, it was cool. It was cosy. The lighting was just right. You could sit and have a chat with your friends. That was not possible. It was a this decent event. bar that was but, staffed. Yeah, I feel, a staffed bar, correct. I, I feel bad because there is... I, I feel the Guild community is torn, right? So, they don't know what they want. Mm. People complained last year that the venue was too small and it was too dark and it was too this. And the hotel was expensive. And the hotel was expensive. If this is happening once a year, get ready for it. Like This is your convention of your year. Yeah. I know it's hard, but... It's not going to get better unless you're willing to pay more money for it. And if you're not going to be willing to pay more money for it, you're going to get a warehouse. Mm. What did, we, was it, did we pay 60 quid? It was, was 60 quid. We yeah. paid 60 quid for the 60 quid for tickets. three days. Mm. 
20 quid a day. It doesn't yeah. seem a lot at all. It's you know? not a lot at all. <sighs> it is a different <clears throat> thing because for some people that's a fuck ton of money, for some it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not digging it out and saying that no, people... I know you're not. I'm, I'm just saying yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to factor it. Um, it sounds like the American one, the feeling from that was that they were, oh, it was like too, too luxurious. Yeah. Whereas I'd have been right at home. But that's also You're a very a American culture of everywhere they have is huge and they host conventions. Sure. So everywhere you go where you go to host a convention, there'll be an events manager of the site yeah. and they will help you do it. Not be funny, whoever the events manager was of that fucking warehouse was probably also cooking us in Big Mama's Kitchens. Oh God, Big Mama's Kitchen. Like, that, do, you, do you know what I mean? That wasn't there. There wasn't, there wasn't an event manager. For highlights of Big Mama, listen to our interview with Russ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the only quiet, quote unquote, place was next to the kitchen between the toilet. And then we had to contend with the fucking clangers. And I don't mean the whistling ones. I mean dropping big metal fucking pans. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. But foreshadowing. Um, yeah. It's tough, isn't it? Because... Well, let's get back to it. Back on track. Uh, seminars. I enjoyed showing seminars a lot, we as got, I always yeah, do. We got some really good information. We learned a lot about the Entertainers Guild. I don't know if you want me to like go over what yeah. we what we got. Yeah, why not? Well, like I'll just I'll just I'll just, just paraphrase because basically the Entertainers Guild it used to be um, back in the day um, like there was performers all over the place. You got you got musicians, actors, um, tr- yeah, tra- traveling traveling plays stuff like that, dancers. Um, Dancers, exactly, all this kind of thing. They were all the individual, just kind of wandered about, meandered about. You, you know, you'd have no one come to your town for four months, and then suddenly three acts come through in the space of a week, and then there's no one again because it wasn't organised. And after the end of the century wars, a couple of like a few businessmen in the uh, in the Empire of the Three Cities went, "Hang on, there's money to be had there," and so they 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 collected in and and organised the diaspora of entertainers. And created the Entertainers Guild. And so now you've effectively, they set up like tours. And it's like, okay, this play is doing a tour of these cities. So you know when they're coming and how, and how long they're going to be in town for. So you can like hype up and, you know, local local event organisers can get people to come along and sell tickets. Um, and yeah, they've started making money. And like, Sherwin likened it to music festivals, didn't he? And how yeah. people drink beer at these things, hence, hence the tie the with Brewers the Brewers. connection. Oh. Exactly. Um, yes, yeah, so we got we got a little bit of uh, of information on them. We learned about them, and, and basically their their approach to guild ball is <clears throat> guild ball is the other big thing that draws a lot of people's attention. It's what it's kind of their competition because they sure. want they want big crowds. They want people you know coming to watch their shows. But guild ball is the other thing that drags. So if they're at guild ball to promote them. They're well. doing it yeah for, as a show. They're doing <clears throat> it there to, to put on a show. They approach it quite differently to a lot of other guilds, um, and that's why they they portray all of the legends of Guild Ball. You rather you know, where they where they might in other places do myths and legends from the Empire of the Three Cities, here they do the myths and legends of the world of Guild Ball. Because but they are, are the people's heroes. They are the people's heroes, exactly. They're they're the ones everyone knows. So you've got they're portraying Ox, they're portraying Honor, um who else? We've got Tapper. Now now Shark. Shark, yeah, we got we got uh, Which we'll come on to. Yeah, we got our design shark. But yeah, that's yeah. that's who they are. And it was it was really interesting to hear about. Yeah. So, yeah, well done, Sherwin, because you had to do a lot of stuff. And he, held, he, he did them really well as mm. well. Now, let's start this early. Also, we had a little side chat with Sherwin on Friday, who said to me... Oh, I didn't. 
Oh, is this is this? Yes, I'm starting now, Matthew. Oh, we're starting now. Okay, let me just put on my slightly furious hat, Barry. Do you want to go and get? <laughs> do you want to go and get my salt? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Sherman had a little chat with us and said that looking at the draft for the for the draft of free cities, free, free cities draft, draft, it was looking like blacksmiths are shooing for Gaffer, and Matthew and I had been championing Gaffer. Matthew had a little wobble. Because you wanted Edge. Because Edge is my girl. But we were championing Gaffer on the Facebook page and it was going well and it was all good. And Sherwin had said, it's locked in. Basically he, locked in. And told us that Sher- um, Sherwin, that Gaffer is indeed to be a master and he will have an apprentice. Ribbit. The apprentice's name was Ribbit. Ribbit. Literally what I said. I thought you said Ribbit. No. <laughs> I, I honestly thought you said Ribbit. No. Yeah, yeah, Gaffer comes with a frog. Gaffer comes with a frog. Yeah, Gaffer comes with a frog. And so I was like, yes, we've got the master. We've got an apprentice. We're getting two models. We got so excited. Double model. Um, Lads, lads, lads. (laughs) And we'll leave that for for Friday. So all Friday. (laughs) I'm so excited. And I was like, I really wanted to like post it. And like, guys, come on, jump on board, get reporting more games. But it wasn't. It wasn't proper. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like open information. So it was yeah. like, right, cool. He told you that in confidence, which is why we're telling everyone now. Yeah, because it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter now. <laughs> but anyway, so what do we do Friday afternoon? I can't really remember. Well, Friday morning I had a bit of a different experience. Oh, fuck, of course. Forgive, like, we've skipped over. Yeah. John, tell us. So I, I decided to play in the LTQ and I thought, taking the butchers is going to be fun. I believed in you, John. I, I, I believed in myself. Then I started rolling dice. And I honestly, so after the LCQ, <laughs> over the whole weekend of SteamCon, I played three games. The wow, three games okay. of the LCQ. My first game, I won twelve ten. I scraped that game <laughs> through. Like, I hate blaming dice. Sure. With a passion. But. But was it their fault? But. So, <laughs> the way that I look at it is. If I bonus time a roll and I've made it the best it can be situationally for me, mm-hmm. I am rolling the lowest result I possibly can and with the most amount of dice, Yes, I have done the best I can at mitigating my odds of this being a bad roll. Sure. So, for example, game one, I've hit the Varna at range with an axe and she's taken loads of fucking damage and at one point I think I got her down to, I think I hit her with a ranged thousand cuts. I did everything I said to you I was going to do. Mm. I'm going to throw shit at the guy they put forward and really fucking scare him. And then Brisket had the ball and I had a stack of four on her and I made it look like Brisket was going to go for a goal run. Mm. Well, what I was actually going to do was pass the ball to someone, dodge Brisket four, walk in and kill Devana. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And full stack Devana on turn one. Lose no models. Love it. Fucking new plays. Strong. You're loving it. <laughs> so I pass the ball with brisket. I bonus time it. One one two two. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, alright, well let's see what we can do. I end up throwing a dirty knives at Devana and then like basically the game then revolves around of me grinding it out and like I say, twelve ten. It's mm. not it's not fucking looking pretty anyway through. But I'm like, there you go, there's me bad dice roll, so don't worry about it, I'll be fine. Yeah. I played Chris Tamplin in game two and it was a close game and I did one of the 
age old things of he scored, put his hand out, and I was like, you're on 10. You fucking wasn't. Yeah. He was on 12. Uh, we had a game where it was like, Tater charging, tenderizer, I death stance, he raps, like nine <laughs> dice, eight successes. And I'm like, fine, I've done what I can. My last game, where I dropped afterwards, I was like, fine, I've got this sorted. So I knocked down Boyle out of the turn before, but this is at the end of turn two. Was it like, Butchers v Butchers? Butchers mirror. I knocked down his Boiler, I set up against his Shank, and I've got Vet Gutter. I charge his Shank with my Vet Gutter, with Boiler being in range for the sweeping blow. So I'm like, great. I can probably kill two people here, because Shank was already damaged as well. On this charge, I need to get one success to kill Boiler. The guy goes, well, I'm not going to defensive stance because all you need is one success. Hmm. So I roll my nine dice and I get no successes. Not one four. I'm like, okay, fine. The bit that then made it, that made me tilt the fuck out was that he then goes, well, if you're going to roll like that, now I'll counterattack. <laughs> so I'm like, fucking hell. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> I roll my dice against Shank. Not one success. <laughs> what does he roll? Fucking spikes and does like momentous three dodge. <laughs> Fucks right off. And I'm like, I've spent three influence. I've got nothing. I've taken three and damage. The thing is, like, I'm standing in Ox's aura at this point as well. So, like, one success isn't just scraping it through. Mm. I'm doing what I need to do on one success. And I'm like, fine, <coughs> fuck it. So I just stop playing games. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Just going to hang out. I'm not going to do it. Just going to chill out and have a good weekend. But I had a good. It was an interesting game, but I'm not going to play Butchers going forward. <laughs> not because of that, because I think I want to do something different. But I'm still... You not, are undecided in I'm not going to disclose... I've got, I've got ideas, put it that way. Oh, okay. I've, I've got a couple of ideas that I want to play maybe the next <coughs> tournament I go to. And we will see where I go from there. But at the moment, the Butcher's love is gone. Veteran Gutter was going to be my new favourite toy, but she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Wait... Purely because of dice? Correct. Right, okay. Well, namely, 14 dice needing one four to make me happy. Sure. And not getting one. I put the thing in my phone. and A stats calculator. Do you know yeah. what it said? 100%. It said 100%. Yeah, but those ones What a load of bollocks. Well, those ones aren't 100% accurate, though, are they? They're just like they round up quite a bit. Dice games are real. <laughs> dice games, yeah. Dice games. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure that I did understand that it wasn't. 100%. I know. I'm winding, I'm winding, but no, you you carried you carried that chip on your shoulder all weekend. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was awful company. The rest of it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it was weird. Like we were going to cinema, I was coming out, and people were sort of playing games. But it just, I don't know. It felt disjointed. I yes. felt I felt we drove to Manchester to play games in our circle, as opposed to. Oh no, I played one Spartan, and I played eight games over the weekend. Okay. No, Matt was very good at mixing up. You were being a social butterfly, but the rest of our group... Because I'm fabulous. The rest of our group, I didn't feel, had the interactions with everyone else as much as they would have if they'd have been at last year's. Mm. Quite a few guys we knew were in the LCQ. Yeah. yeah. Or had already qualified, mm-hmm. so were doing their big boys only tournaments. Yeah. So we kind of missed out on playing. Finally got to play Andrew Nice, super nice guy. Yep. Played... Lance play? again. Played Lance twice. Oh, no, I lied. Sorry, I played four games over the weekend. Who'd you play? Um, so I'll get on to it but it was a Saturday night yeah no not Saturday night Friday night right after the LCQ I got fucking hammered yeah because I was like fuck this game I'm going to get pissed drunk so I got fucking smashed and then played Pash yeah nice 
my engineers, what the fuck are they I don't know, into his navs. Navs is bork. Oh, yeah, I lost, so I, I lost 12-2. Yeah, it was that's fucking cause, hilarious. Cause Saturday, I enjoyed it so much. Saturday <laughs> night I played him and he was drunk and I just, I don't know, a couple of times, I was fine. I was pretty okay, but he was he was quite drunk. He was more drunk than I was at least. 12-5 to him. I, I played I played Alex Johnson from The Firm you podcast. You did. And his navs. Yeah. And... I was my blacksmiths and I thought I'd be fine because of the armour. Because of the armour, yeah. So I received, went up, missed a goal. For fuck, a four dice goal. I can't hit a fucking four dice goal. Don't look at him and say I can't hit a four dice goal after the stories he's just told. Yeah, but yeah, no, no. 14 dice, man. 14. Uh, I 14 was, dice goal. So for a football team, they can take people out. Yeah. Um, what was interesting is when he charged me with Fathom straight into Iron who was in Sentinel and I death stanced to be a dick yeah <laughs> and he was like okay I've, I've I've done nothing and then he's sitting there crowded out on down to tack three and I'm armour three and he's got no momentum and he's like <laughs> oh. rolls aren't looking so great now are they buddy <laughs> no, and I was like it's alright guys I've got this <laughs> well I'm looking at you and then you you spent Three turns or two, well, two turns trying to kill Fathom and didn't. It, I just couldn't, couldn't fucking roll anything. Couldn't kill him. And, uh, uh, which was annoying. Uh, but that, their captain is fantastic. Yeah. What a captain. The, the, the Windfinder really Azimuth combo is just they are, spicy. Yeah. They are looking pretty funny. Yeah, they pretty are. Pretty fun. Have to see. Well, it was um, cool getting to see them actually played and playing against them indeed. And to see them in the cabinet, they yes. were beautiful. Yeah, I gotta say those models. And oh, I'll tell you what, the cooks. Well, no, no. So hold on, wait, wait, wait. We didn't see the cooks until Sunday. We didn't see them until Sunday. We didn't what see them. We didn't. We didn't. They were putting them in a one o'clock oh, in the morning right, on Saturday night. Put the cabinet together. Yeah, they were building the <laughs> IKEA cabinet at yeah. like one o'clock in the morning. So, boom, boom, boom. so yeah, ignore that. Good. Keep going on. So Saturday, what else happened? We got. Lots of drinks in Friday night. Sorry, we got lots of drinks in. Had lots yeah. and lots of drinks, Busy. and then it was lots and lots of drinks, and then lots and lots of drinks, and then Perudo, Perudo, and Perudo yeah. in the hotel, and we picked up random stragglers, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I remember what the guy's name was, well, Rob or something. It was Rob. Was he Rob, just came and yeah, came and chilled out of us and played some Perudo. Well, t- talking of randos, um, I gotta be honest. <laughs> oh yeah, this is gonna wind him up. It's great. Not enough people slash any people. <laughs> Came up and were like, oh, like, hi, I really like your podcast. No one came and said it to me. And I've got to be honest, I'm a whiny bitch about it. I had loads. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Every time I was coming back to me, he's like, oh, just said some other guy come and talk to us about the podcast. And Barry's like, no one wants to talk to me. I'm like, it's because you're a cunt. It's because you're a cunt. That's it. They all want to talk to this really nice. And I think Lance mentioned to you that he hadn't had anyone say that how much they loved the pitch. And you both, and you both said, yeah, no, they're right. And then you both, you there was a moment of solidarity where you were both like, no one's coming up and telling me how, like, how much they like to hear me talk. Loads of people talk to me. I'm not. Loads of fun. I, I would have liked it, but I'm not too fussed that I didn't get it. I'll be honest, I'm just such a social butterfly. Yeah, you're so, so wonderful. I did like, like, <laughs> one person did. Uh, Thomas Hodson. Yeah, Tom. He, yeah, yeah, Tom. He, he came sort of hang around with us. He oh, came big up. T. Yeah, T dog. Yeah, T dog. He came up T-bone. to us. <laughs> he's got T. He's T bone. He came up to me uh, one, after one of the seminars. I was like, oh, I just want to say I really like podcasts. Oh, thank, thanks, Tom. He made my day. He was the only person all weekend who remotely um, interacted with me. And he helped us out during the design and model seminar. He had some good ideas. He oh, did indeed. I liked his shit. Well, should we get on to the design and model seminar? Yeah, why don't we? I, I think the Guild Insider just had like. I'm just trying to think if we forgot anything else on the Friday. Not anything so. No. 
Uh, oh, I had a fantastic five guys, I think. Hashtag just saying. I, oh, I followed your lead. Had a very good five guys. It was a very good five guys. I felt bad for, for Stig. Stig from STF. Oh, uh, yeah. Organised a little sit down between a couple oh. of the media guys and um, a couple of SFG developer team. And we'd agreed to meet at eight o'clock. And this was, I think, on the Friday night. Like, yeah, eight o'clock Friday night. I was, was like, yeah, let's do it. And then and it was myself, Rich, you, and there was like one or two others. And then Stig, I was never going. Stig put out a message at like quarter two. He's like, where is it? He's like, oh, um, is everyone still doing it? Because like some other stuff went on. Like they had the, um, not the pundit pie, another thing that got in the way. I don't know. Something else. Oh, was it the Steamy Con Mixer? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let's go in the way a little bit, but we can still do it around now. Where, where, you know, where are you guys? And, both, and like me and Rich within about 20 minutes of each other. I went to Trafford Centre and I'm eating food. I'm really sorry. I forgot. Trafford <laughs> Centre is weird. I love it. Yeah. But anyway, so. Trafford Vegas. Design a model. Yeah. So. I am not happy with the group <laughs> choice of Shark. I'm not. The model looks cool, but overall, oh, I liked uh, our uh, idea better. Russ was always... Whatever we chose... Russ was going to knock out the park. Correct. Always. But the fact is, for me, Shark is too much of a linear player. It's an uninteresting player for us to sit down and discuss. And Of the other ideas, there was much more banter in the room, and we could have had a lot more interaction from everybody. Agreed. Midas was good at any of the Midas's. Or so, the two, so for people who went there, mm. then we had ballista, two minus ideas, and, and an ox, and an ox. Yeah. Um, so it was ox as a bearded woman. No, that was well, that was that was my suggestion. Was our group suggestion was a massive muscular bearded lady playing ox. We didn't that we didn't offer that as our suggestion. No, we didn't. But that was that was what we were toying around as an ox. What were the other people? The o- other ox was the demon nightmare ox, oh, like it. the proper villain of the piece. <laughs> yeah, Rangosh. Yeah, basically yeah. ox Rangosh. <laughs> we had ours- we had. Was Midas, but instead of everything he touches turns to gold, yeah. everything he touches turns to shit. Yeah. And we had some really cool ideas. Like there was a couple of us. We we workshopped an idea where you could fuck shit up, but it was weird. Like you could pass to up opponent players, and you could teamwork them when you if you succeeded the pass. So you could dodge them four inches. They had the ball, but you moved them four inches. You bringing them in, or just fucking them off somewhere yeah. else. So they activate you and pass the ball to them, dodge them four towards you, and then they're fucked. Exactly. They're in no man's so, land. Like, well, really funny. There was stuff. also if Midas missed an attack or missed a goal, he got benefits. Yeah. And yes. if he did things right, it was negatives. Yeah. 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 There was the other. Another group had Midas, but as a 1990s WWF wrestler, which was fantastic. Yeah. Which I really basically liked. Ric Flair. Yeah. Was Woo! The, yeah. 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 Good idea. Um. The ballista. I don't know. Really, I think they were going for blind blessed. Ballista with yeah. blind blessed. So. I don't really know what their. I can't stick remember was exactly. If I remember. Um, I it was either. more as ballista is a ranged character. It was going to be more him bellowing and shouting and yeah. doing things from range. That's vocally it. right. He was cool. going. Yeah, basically, he would yell at you and knock you over, kind of like Windfinder's whole Stormwind thing. Yeah. And then there was shock, and I think people voted for shock because someone said I would do the gender swap. And I don't know, it just felt like Sherman went, well, I think that's a really good idea, I'd like that. And everyone went, oh, Sherman thinks it's a good idea, let's do that. Yeah, it was, t- it was completely oh, like... There. Sorry, listeners. It was completely that. Which yeah. I understand. And gender, gender swap shark and the ideas were really cool, don't get me wrong. It but wasn't my favourite. It's just, so swapping genders, it's still shark. It's still a striker, it's just a linear striker. I don't know. I, it, I, regardless I, of gender swapping, it's an actor. So it doesn't sure. matter if it's a male or a female no, exactly. playing the character of, because yeah. whatever they're portraying is still going to be shock. Sure, but so, when we're discussing the rules and stuff, it's like, well, they're a goal scorer. That I thought we came up with some really cool ideas. Like, uh, I'm hoping that the outrageous ones get listened to and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll I see. Love the, so the, one of the ideas was basically 
her kickstat is dependent on may potentially some kind of thing like her, her influence level at the start of her activation. So yeah. she's got like say a one two kick but gains plus one plus two kick for each influence yeah. she has at the start of her activation. Playing on the notion that shark is imp hungry. Yes. So this female shark the more inf you give her, the better she gets to reflect. Yeah, exactly. Shark. That's what I think. There were some cool ideas. It was silly because everyone was putting forward ideas and everyone was then batting them back saying that that's a silly idea. My shout out throughout the whole of the fucking seminar was please note, find attached black heart. Yeah, here's look at black heart. Look how stupid the card was. Movement 14, knock down anyone you touch. Like, it's they meant went to, silly with It's it. meant to be funny. And so people didn't really get that until like I think five or ten minutes before the end where we actually started having some really cool conversations about some outrageous ideas. But before that it was like someone would suggest something someone would say no and it was like it could be a good idea. Yeah, I, well I think there was two things in play. One was Sherman had given the speech about how you can't use a spirit bear. Yeah. Uh, and there was the thing about how Kid Blackheart isn't going to be a kid he's going to be a teenager at best because they don't want to beat a kid on the Gilmore pitch. Um, and obviously sports, the, ru- <laughs> the rules were bonkers. Oh, beating up Greed's fine. <laughs> um, the rules were bonkers. But we, we didn't get to do the rules oh, bit. Do. We didn't get to do what they did, the card and stuff, which I'm disappointed at. Yeah. Just took too long. Too many people, too many cooks, mate. Mm. But like yeah, it, did, it felt like people were trying to be too sensible because of the discussion previous about how America wasn't sensible enough. Yeah, I, I, I but they, get it. But that's what they wanted. They wanted Kid Blackheart from America. They went sure. there and just went, do something silly, and we'll turn it down a bit, don't worry. Sure. But I think that's what it is. But then, then Russ starts sculpting it, and then someone takes a photo, and then people are like, oh my god, it's a pole dancer. This is ridiculous. And it just oh, wasn't. fuck's sake. The worst thing was, that comment started coming out when the render he had on the screen was a mannequin that was standing next to a pole. Yeah. There was, you, fuck, like... <laughs> Take a picture of a shadow standing next to a lamppost, you get offended. Like, please, give the guy some time. Yeah. What he turned that model into at the end of the thing was phenomenal, and if anyone had a problem with it, you're an idiot. Yeah, I mean, it's lovely. It's just my not, opinion. It just wasn't my cup of tea in terms of choices. <clears throat> no, no, I, 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 I get that. But but again, I just I like that seminar. It was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I don't do seminars normally, but I sat through the whole thing and enjoyed all of it. Mm. So... Shall we go on to the keynote next? Or was there something? Because otherwise, because I don't want to drag it out too much. What was that? Friday night, Saturday. We haven't touched on the shop hilarity. Oh, can I talk about the shop? Yes, yes of course. Barry, how was your morning? Friday for, morning, doors open, boom, me. what do you do? Yeah, so I'm straight in the queue. What do we all do, mate? We're all in the queue. Correct. Um, it was a debacle. Yeah, good wording. It, so they put all of the Games Workshop stock out. No, no, they put... All of the stock from the Forge out. There was Wild West Exodus. There was... Yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. I know. Was Which is about. fine. That's there was okay. games of Wild West Exodus. Yes. What hadn't they got out, Baz? Not what hadn't they got all of it? What hadn't they got out? The Guild Ball. Was Guild Ball stock. Not all of it. They got out a bit. There were some plastic teams, but they weren't the metal teams. No, it was the metal teams that were out. The plastics were on the middle table. Yeah, but on the right-hand side was all the metal teams, but they but weren't many. This is, like, this is my point. This is the point, yeah. There was only, I think, five... Different boxes, yeah, roughly, yeah, and about four of each, and yeah, if that, and they put out eight fathoms, I think it was, yeah, eight and, fathoms and about and I think like the nine first seniors three... and no cards for the seniors, yeah, and the first few people bought them all, and then people are going, well, what's going on? And the staff behind the till have been told, whatever, whatever's out is, is, that, is all it? we've got, yeah, and people are like, what? You're like, like nine. I was eleventh in the queue. How have I not got a fathom? <laughs> 
And yeah. people were just like, for fuck's sake, whoa, 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 you know. They are right on their hands. And people going, if you've got this team, you've got that team. And they're like, if it's not out, we don't have it. They've just been told this, you know, thing. So after about 20 minutes of being in the queue, because it was quite a debacle to pay and stuff. It's still that issue with payment. Yeah. Suddenly someone finds a box full of alt pipers, alt bolts. And fathoms. Yeah. Fathoms. No, no, they oh, no, came later. Box. They came much later. It was this, and it was like... I'm oh, sorry, the... Yeah, Matagis, Minervas... But oh, Hearns, Egrets. Yeah. Exactly. No, they're not and Egret. They weren't in blisters. They were just in, bo- <laughs> were in packs. So they hadn't, yeah. even, hadn't found those yet. And it was basically, cut long story short, through the day, someone would find a new box full of stuff. Did you see the secret bit behind the curtain? Yeah. Did you get a glimpse of it? Yeah. Because the, the store and everything, basically a corner of the whole, where, um, a corner of the entire room we were in, the whole hall we were in, was like curtained off, this big black curtain, which is where they were keeping the stock, because it was the loading gate was behind it. But every time someone opened it to go back there, you saw. And it was just... It, you know that scene at the end of Indiana Jones? Uh, Which uh, one? The Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. You know, where the Ark's going in that warehouse full of... full of um, Yeah. But after an earthquake. No, I was going to say, yeah, like after a rack collapse. Yeah. Where it's just like a big... That video I sent you. Yeah, like that video you sent me of the rack collapse and all the boxes going fucking everywhere. It was exactly like that. But So the people who queued up and didn't get their stuff went off. And then like an hour later, people are coming over with Fathoms. They're like, wait, how have you got a Fathom? And they were having to get back in the queue and it was just yeah. like, Ooh. and people were like, I want this team, I want that team. Can't believe you've not got this team. And it was like, they gave out the Black Friday list with all of the stuff and none of the stuff was on it. But then by sort of five o'clock, more teams had come out and this and that. There were the limited edition prints. That, was a, that was a faff. Like, uh, uh, allegedly, <laughs> they were on someone's desk. I yeah. loved also that number one of all of those prints was a prize in the raffle. And Barry goes over into the pile and goes, well, number two still is. So he buys all the well, number two. I went up to the counter. I was like, what's happened with these limited edition posters? And a fellow goes, oh, wait a minute. And they cut over the box. Oh, they're here. And I went, ah, thank you very much. Uh, number two, number two, number two, number two. How much are these, please? I went, well, we don't know. It's like, I do remember walking past you while you were holding your f- four prints being like, I ain't going anywhere until it's these a... are actually officially mine. Yes. <laughs> so, when I was like, right, how much are these? No one knew. There was just a few things that just had, no one knew how much they were, what they were, where they should be. And then Sam, Sam Page, friend of the show, sometime guest host, Sleepy Sam. Like, had finished work <laughs> on like at Steamforged and then come to Steamcon turns up all this debacle's going on he has to then go home log in and input all of this stuff onto the system so it's got a code and people Price can buy things yeah. yeah I remember that it was crazy so good work Sam above and beyond yeah but it, the, sh- the shop didn't help yeah, the really. wasn't it? it was when Deep you t- didn't turn up yeah I I don't even know if they were meant to be there I, I, thought t- they I, was t- I heard they were meant to be there because they were flop- they were going to be selling that new blacksmith man I yeah. was like hmm. I'll have one of them. Mm. And then they never tipped up and no one knew why. Yeah, because I bought my Muse on Minis tokens. Maybe yeah, I, bought a, bought a few, yeah. I bought a few I bought a few Frozen Forge tokens. As did I. Sorry, Lance. Um, yeah, so I did all that in the morning and that was fine. But yeah, so that was the shop debacle. It was all fine. I got the things I wanted. Everyone we know got all the things they wanted, I think. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. just it took sort of 12 It took hours. three days. <laughs> no, no, it didn't take twelve hours. It took three days. Because when we went out. back on the Saturday, there was more stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Friday night was other stuff. Da, 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 da. Saturday, Saturday we covered Keynote. No, Saturday Keynote, Keynote. wasn't it? Yeah. Keynote, Matthew. Pray oh, continue. Mm, no, no, sorry. Before Keynote. What's that? 
one of the bits that, I, that annoyed me throughout the weekend. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. I, this, <laughs> is a kidding, fa- this is a fair one. So, part of the advertised protest was the painting competition. Oh, yeah, yes, right? goodness. And I don't want to take it away from any of the winners. But who did? Who had some... There was some amazing stuff but out of the six entries that were in. There was phenomenal stuff, but there was no way to determine who had entered what, where, when, and how. So... I went over because Angel was also trying to enter some things. She wanted to enter the Rage Bust into yep. the open category that they had advertised. Yeah. And she wanted to enter the team of farmers that was between six and eight that she'd selected out from the for the team category. Mm. She didn't want to enter the single model because she didn't have a single model. Yeah. But when we were told where to put them, on this black table, mate. Should we write our names down on the that'd be a good idea. <laughs> How do we know which category it's in? Oh, we'll know. Will you? Well, funny that, because the winners, the guy that won the open category, won with a team of eight. The guy that won the team had more than eight, which wasn't the parameter for the team choice of the thing. And the guy that won the single model was a single model inside the team. So, where models were chosen and things like that, I'm not trying to take it away from the people that won the things. Their no. painting was phenomenal. I don't want to sound as if I'm saying someone else should have won somewhere, whatever. Yeah. What I'm right. trying to say is, don't have rules for things if you're not going to follow them. So a team can't win a single model thing because he's not entered it in the single model category. Mm. Have- that level of, or lack thereof, of organisation was indicative of the weekend. Yeah. yeah. That, that sums it up, really. Yeah. But it was, it didn't feel, what, what did we say? It didn't feel disorganised. It felt unorganised someone just hadn't prepped it mm. well I mean there's yeah we'll come on to a bit more of that later well, but can we can we not because uh, as no, much no, we, as I understand it we have been bitching for what feels like about an hour now yeah but rightly so I'm not saying we're not right alright and then if we want to do it later we'll do it now one of the things I was really looking forward to was the musical chairs the other yeah the little events and the musical chairs snake drafts someone went up and said stuff like that um, what's doing that can we do the musical chairs now like, oh, you're and we were told yeah. Um. Oh wait. Um. Do you want to organise it? Yeah. And it's like, if you what? want to run an eight-man pod, you you organise it. But it was it was just don't put things on the schedule if you have no intention of, of actually de- of running delivering. them. Yes, I agree. If you can't deliver it, don't do it. And that felt a little bit. It was frustrating when we went when well, you when you went up and said, "Oh, can we, we? You know, is there a snake draft or a little eight-man pod event, something like that?" It was just like, "Oh, you organise it." Yeah. It was, Bright, like Bryce was running all the tournament stuff, and yeah, there was like the was, serious trying to one man army. Yeah, but because it, it was this one spot, he was trying to deal with everything, and he fucking couldn't do it. That's not his fault. No, you know it was crazy. They needed like uh, the the good guys bit, the big boys over there, and then the fun bit should have been organised elsewhere. You needed a lifeguard someone, the kids ball. someone needed, running it. You needed um what are they plastic ball pit. Yeah, ball pit. That's you know it. I don't know, it felt like we needed the distinction. Which I think we had last year. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different fucking room. Yeah. But just yeah, some of the like some of the things on the schedule were not available. Alright. I'm drawing a line under complaining roll better. But don't worry, I've got a rubber. I was gonna say <laughs> I It's in pen. I'm not I couldn't give a I'm fuck. I'm doing it in my biro. <clears throat> if I wanna say something else, I'm fucking saying it. Alright, well it's just like we let's be a bit more positive, boys. We're on to the good bit now. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Kino. Or are we're we? We're into the good bit, right. Three cities draft bats. Fuck. <laughs> but so, this isn't roll. This isn't Steamforge's fault. This no. Isn't, this is venue dependent. This is just 
fucking fury. But fun fury. Yeah. yeah. Fun oh, God, all the furious. way. Now I know one of the best one of my highlights for the whole weekend was watching your reaction <laughs> in the keynote. I did I tell had, I fu- uh, it was brilliant. I threatened to sheer rich. <laughs> so I yeah, you f- I was sitting behind you two. The reaction was brilliant. Priceless. I wish I'd have filmed it. So, so the draft oh, you got earlier that day. I had spoken to Sherwin and he was saying people are not recording enough games. And I was like, wait, what? So, sorry, and he was, so like, what? he was like, it's oh, there's not been that many. And I was like, what? what? But straight on the Facebook group, like, guys, we have got to re- do more games. This isn't looking good. More games, please. And then people are like, oh no, it's, that's not true. Loads of people are playing Blacksmiths. Loads of them. I'm like, guys, I'll have a check, like, but I think we're fucked. It's like, Gaffer's basically logged in. I've been reporting my games for farmers. Um, are you fucking high? So, so the so the draft kicked off. Obviously, first first pick of the draft. No one, no one was surprised. They'd been ahead the whole time. They'd been closed on, but no. Yeah, wasn't it? How come got to two votes? Yeah, don't spoil it, Barry. I'm getting to that. I'm just doing you. It's fine. But yeah, no, fair enough. Um, but I'm yeah, drawing a line within. <laughs> <laughs> but with a, yeah, Alks within two votes of the top pick of the draft was Farmers with Amber. Yay! Well done, the girl who. You know, hadn't had any confidence in the whole thing. Came out on top. It was nice. Then the Alks came up second, which was a bit of a surprise one. Mm. Um, and they drafted Cammy. Yeah, so as a intended... Well, I have played Alks and I will be playing him again. I'm quite pleased with that. I'm liking the idea of... So everything in Alks at the moment dishes out poison and burning. I'm hoping she dishes out bleed. Let's make people take six condition Ooh, damage at the end of that I, turn. I, I, I just, I think Crucial that's artery, a, ranged attack. <laughs> in terms of like fluff and being shot with a gun, it feels quite fluffy. But I don't know if we can put bleed in that team. Can I can just write that down. Crucial artery on her range. She's ranged I like the idea of different ammo depending on who she's near. I like that. Flaming ammo. Near Mercury ammo. within six, flaming, flaming within shot. Within six? Yeah. Right, if it's good enough for Ox, it's good enough for Cammy. Fair enough. I'm just more thinking that the team, I feel the team spreads. So if it's all within six... Uh, Can she get time. a damage boost if she's within six of someone or something? Maybe. Or the captain, maybe. Fuck it, why not? Everyone else has got silly e- things. Either so, way, I'm like, interested. You can, have, you can have an incendiary shot, and then you can have a toxic shot, and you can have a different thing, things like that. Mm. Or like you can... Ooh, interesting one. You have a fluctuating amount of how much you can pay for the shot. And how okay. much you pay for the shot is how much damage and uh, conditions it does. Charge up your Kamehameha. Yeah. yeah. So your your one shot is one one C character play influence point. Boom, it's a flaming shot. Two, flaming and poison. Three, flaming poison bleeding. <laughs> yeah, Four? Flaming poison bleeding, knock down, knock down. Yeah, knock down. No, snare. Every snare, condition snare, yeah, in the yeah. game. It's a flaming <laughs> poisoned rope flies out and also <laughs> has spikes in it. Yeah, there you go. I, like I love it. it. I mean, we're ready to be employed. Why aren't we games developers? For all the reasons, because <laughs> of the things we just said. Please don't attach. Um, so, um, Matt Hart, at this point, mentioned things uh, like uh, Cammy having, um, being a good shot and having killed the ball. Was that... Was no, 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 I think he was drunk to the point of going, and wouldn't it be really interesting if she could say... Kill the ball! Yeah, he <laughs> was just drunk and, and throwing shit out. It was funny. It was brilliant. Alex's fun police. fun police had me in stitches. I want that as a gift. Can someone who's gift clever at either no, SFG was, or uh, some or anyone the else? guy that made the gift of the head? Was it Ronan? No, Ronan, yeah, it's Ronan. Ronan, off of the voice you see when they do recorded games, 
Um, you need to make a gif of Alex walking across the stage or the, the area where the uh, keynote was going on with an iPad with Fun Police written on it. Because yeah, that was hysterical. It was. It was brilliant. Butchers drafted Lane. Smoked meat. Well, and that's good for us in terms of Rick. Championed that. Rick, cha- Rick was hashtag smoked meat. He came up with that. So he did really well. He, was he also doing... started, I think, the, the Screwobulus campaign where it was, wasn't it his suggestion that if um, Gaffer went to Blacksmiths, Edge went to Hunters, Butchers took Lane, and all those ones came above Morticians, the Morts like, got none of their top picks yeah. and just ended up with like their fourth or fifth. So no, Rick, Rick did well. He was really active on the Butchers page. Yeah. And did good work. Marshalling people. And actually so he, throughout the whole Friday. Yeah, he, he was. He was going actively challenging people. It was brilliant. Yeah, <clears throat> he's a really good community member. Good advocate. And then my girl, my favourite, the sassiest one with the best hair, Edge, went to Hunters. Because Rick almost guessed that, didn't he? He called it as... Um, yeah, he called it so... Scarthur's daughter. Yes. And Sharon was like... Mm-hmm. And then in the keynote, turns out Scartha's sister. Scartha's sister. Scartha's younger sister, we assume. She looks younger, maybe. Let's go younger. Um, but yeah, Edge has gone to Hunters, which is great, because I've, I've been playing a lot of Hunters recently, and I, I'm thinking there might be my season four main. I mean, everyone's been playing a lot of Hunters. We've seen what happens with a fucking bear, mate. It's so good, isn't it? <laughs> Seven! <laughs> Seven! <laughs> with John Rolls, oh, nothing. When I was playing against Rich the other day, and I was just going, yeah, like... Mom eight, mom three, <laughs> on the rap. Yeah. Is that a Harry and snared? <laughs> just like hitting something when it was eagle, uh, ice spied, and just go, yeah, mom eight, mom three, whatever it was, off it goes. <laughs> Take it off. Mom eight, mom three. Oh yeah, and bleeding if it's still there. Like, and who was next on the list? I, I think we should gloss over that. So who's, the, who's next? Oh no, I really enjoyed this one. And then it, it came up, oh, because it was Sherwin doing it, but Matt Hart was was saying shit every now and again. I think and then Sherwin just went. The next one's going to cause a lot of upset. And me and you just looked at each other and we just went, oh, oh fuck. no. And Mort's, the Mortician symbol popped up and we're just like, it can't be. They can't, they must have changed. They must have gone for someone else. This this isn't This isn't going to really happen. It was Gaffer. It was fucking Gaffer. Oh. Went to the Morticians. This is, guys, we're living in the darkest we timeline. We lost Gaffer. This is the darkest timeline. We lost Rivet in one hit. One fell swoop. Two models gone. Fucking seething. <laughs> I'd look. I turned round and saw just like Rich, the beard, just like maniacally laughing. And I he was know. hugging him and David Cameron, a hugging and dancing round like yeah. a pair of. So I don't really know what was going on. It was just like he sort of said, "I really want Gaffer," and people went, "Okay." They seemed to be like that simple. Because he's like he's a well-known member of the community. He puts out a lot of content that's very popular. So if he goes, I quite like Gaffer, a lot of people go, oh, this guy might know something, you know, maybe we should listen to him. I and he's got a big beard. I've got to be honest, his, because I, I said to him, mate, what, what's your story on him? And he had become a really good idea. The notion that he knows the game, he knows the players. So the idea being, Obelisk comes up to him and goes, right, what do we do here? And he's like, well, I know that Ox injured his left knee in the match last week. Let's go for that, take him out. And like these strats on the teams and what they've been doing I really like that as a as a fluff bit that's really yeah, clever Rich, Rich does something that I don't like and then has a, a justification for it that makes a lot of sense and it really fucks me off when he damn his infernal logic um, and then the Smiths ended up with some fucking shit oh, goalkeeper oh no no it wasn't you have Cutlass Guardian of the Forge also I have named a fuck oh. 
<laughs> so like goalkeeper is. She better be a fucking great so, player. Or I'm gonna be. So the discussion I've been having on the Facebook page is we don't need a goalie because like a lot of people are like we need a goalie because it's a position we don't have. No, but we don't have a coach. Yeah. Um, but the way that the they interact, goalies, uh, uh, sorry, apprentices and masters, generally they are near each other. Yeah. A goalie generally hangs at the back, often by themselves, and is often passive. Ergo, not getting you points. The job of an apprentice. Yeah, and I, you know, I was quite happy with the notion that Gaffer could come in as a master because he's older, he's got a bit of yeah. experience. It made sense. Um, but but uh, Cutlass can't. She's got to be an apprentice, and I don't know why. But it doesn't feel like we'd get a master model. I don't, I don't think know why. Else feels like a master. Yeah, it, like I could see us getting like. An apprentice, weirdly. I don't know why, but I can't see us getting a master. Yeah. Um, and I know Sherman was like, well, I haven't got a fucking clue, because I think he'd already written it. In his head, he'd already sort of, this is this is what's going to happen. Yeah. He's, he's got to rewrite quite a few bits, because a lot of things changed. Mm. Mason's ended up with Champ. Seems Fish, solid. Fish got Knuckles, which is a bit of a weird one, I think. I think they were, uh, that was as a result of all the other things going off. Do you reckon if we write like a letter to the Fish players, and we swap... Because I think them getting Cutlass and us getting Knuckles would be well, well I think, great for everyone. I think there's an awful lot of blacksmith players who are happy we've got the Cutlass. Yes, so I don't like any of them. <laughs> yes, I know, but you know, <laughs> people voted. Yeah, I know. All right. You can't have, you know, I don't know, another people's vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barry Ginger with the political satire. Five points to Gryffindor. <laughs> um, I'm more of a Slytherin, but sure. Okay, sure, whatever. Right. I don't want to be, but all those tests You're get me. You're a Hufflepuff. Fuck you, John. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> um, I was just channeling Dan for a bit. Cog's got Nomad. Which Do I'm we? interested Which in. Which is fine. He's gonna have Which a we ma- did we? You haven't played fucking He's going to have a mechanical car. <laughs> mechanical car? A mechanical guitar. Oh, guitar. I Fuck. said to car. I had car. Would anyone, like, would anyone like a rose? I'll be honest, if he gets oh, a car, right. how fucking cool will that be? To clarify for well, us, because he We'd never have a vehicle on a gilball pitch. <laughs> we'll come on to that, Barry. Uh, and then Bruce got Flea, which I'm not sure I with. Yeah. Although, slightly slightly painful that we got an animal lover, and then a week later, Westu Hal, Fertu Scum, Fertu. <laughs> we, lost, we lost Scum. Scum died. Oh, really? Scum got nailed to the door of the uh, drunken Have you not seen the fluff? He doesn't read the fucking fluff, does he? Of course. I had a, We're talking across... Uh, no, no, no. To, to be fair, thanks to Rick, community support member, I'm going to call him, he uh, messaged me a little... Uh, t- too long, didn't read. Dude, he's at your tilde. Yeah, got a little breakdown. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, we... Um, we we lost Scum. Scum's dead, and there's there's, there's a lot. Oh, I'm loving the season four fluff we've had so far. Mm. Fucking great stuff. But in terms of the draft, there isn't one player I wouldn't want above Cutlass. I want them all above Cutlass. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I hope she becomes your new favourite player, and you've got to eat your shoe. Well, I think Sherwood kind of said that to me, effectively. I'm sort of coming around to it now. Like I was salty as fuck, and then I was deliberately trolling on the page, like. But I've like I'm coming around to it. I'm being positive now. It's fine. Um, so that was the draft. I'm going to mention a couple of other things that I I skipped past because the draft was like the most important. Bit of course. Um, SFG have five new licensed IPs coming next year. I mean, it, it, which they stated were household names, didn't they? Several. Most of them were. 
We had an interesting discussion we with did. this in the car on the way home, which mm. you would not be privy to. Because no, you were in, in the, that car. You were in the cool car. No, no, I wasn't in your car. The cool car. No, no, no. I wasn't <coughs> in your car. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So, their definition of household names worries me, because I don't think what they think is household is household. Depends whose house you're in. Exactly. Yeah, I know. But a household name doesn't matter which house you're in. Yeah. That, yeah, a household name, the point of it is fucking anyone would know. Exactly. So when they were like, wow, we've got these magic games coming up, and they're like, Dark Souls, Horizon Dawn. They're cool. They're not household names. I'm a fucking nerd. And I didn't know Horizon Dawn. I didn't Horizon know Horizon Zero Souls. Dawn, yeah. Whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. But I'm not up to date with those style of games. Household names we discussed was like, fucking Mario, Sonic. Resident boom. Evil. That is a I household name. Yeah, yes. Resident Evil, 100%. I give yeah. you that. Like, that is household well done. But like, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that one of those five is big enough for me for me as like an old school nerd to go to go yes yes like then I'll be on board. But if they bring out another game and they're like, I don't know, if I can plug one out somewhere, I don't know. I'm not a computer gamer. Like like Horizon. Yeah, like Horizon. I was trying it's to think. I was trying to think of something. But the thing is, I'm like, I kind of agreeing with you, but I still went all in on Horizon Dawn. I was about to say Doom, but. Fucking a no. Doom game would be amazing. No, Doom would be. I'd buy the fuck. shit out of a, do- a Doom board game. Get me a SFG fucking Doom. You, you listen, SFG. Write this down. Write it down. Yeah. Doom. I'll give you that. Doom. I want a Dwayne Johnson limited edition model. Oh, you're thinking Doom from the movie. I'm thinking of game, but as a limited edition model, I you want Dwayne. Dwayne. Yeah. yeah. Only if we can have Carl Urban as well. Yeah. As Reaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, following the like style that they're going, I can see them bringing out like a Silent Hill. I would yeah. quite like Silent that. Hill. I could see. And that it. Is I and would it. say that's household. Yeah, that, for nerds. Well, as as household as Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, no, it's no Resident Evil. It, it I, fucking I, is. I, would, I would put them. Uh, in the... How many Resident Evil movies are there? Oh, I lost track after eleven. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but my point. I, 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 get, I get what you mean. But that's I, a I bigger for for, for me. No. They're on the same sort of uh, guideline of like where I would put them. But like I say, this is all personal anyway. But I would like to. See, I personally, the household names, I don't think they would get the licenses to. Please prove me wrong. Because I don't think the people that have those licenses want to give them away for a board game. Mm. Those household names, I don't think you'll ever see in a board game. If you've got them, fucking credit to you and I cannot wait All to right, see them. Let's let's pick one now, each, a Doom. wish list. You've gone Doom. Doom. I, I'm, I, I'm switched on with that. I really like that as an idea. Doom. Are you going Doom, John? No, but I don't know what to go because none of mine would ever be there. Well, this is wishlist. You said Silent know. Hill. I love Silent Hill. You can have Doom if I love Silent Hill then. Oh, no. If we're going to go that then, I want to go, go Quake. Oh, <laughs> that would have to be fast Doom and Quake pace. effectively the same? You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Barry, Barry, Barry. That's effectively the same. You take this one, John. <laughs> Effectively, I mean, you've just compared Transformers you, and Digimon. If you compare Quake and Unreal Tournament... St- I'm going to stop you both. Was, I, I'm about no, to be really offended. more argument Doom. for it. That's just Posh Doom. I'd say there's more argument for Quake and Unreal Tournament as a style of playing. Same fucking game. It's not the same fucking game. Same fucking game. You know how passionate you got about the draft? Shit's yeah. about to go down. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You're pushing my buttons right now. <laughs> Is that a gaming joke? No, but it can be. I just made it one. <laughs> yeah. So, no, no. I would X like... and Y. <laughs> <laughs> right. As the PC gaming nerd, I would love to see Quake. I'd love to see Unreal Tournament. I'd love to see that style of game. Because that's I mean, me. I mean, same game. I fucking hate you. 
Yeah, but I, yeah, I'd like to see Quake, like, Quake really... Under the Tournament Doom. If it's any of those three, they are so fucking household. I will tip my hat. But yeah. if you give me another fucking, you've gone what zero hour dawn mechanical dog things, right? You'll come <laughs> out with like, I can see them coming out with something like Assassin's Creed or someone's just done an Assassin's Creed, so it's unlikely. Okay, or, uh, Assassin's Creed or Witcher, or it'll be something like Witcher. Would be pretty fucking cool. Though. No, it so, won't. To clarify, you gentlemen have. You've got yours. Yep, go on. I'm... You both went computer games. Yep. Now, nowhere did he say computer game. No. No. So, I'm going with, because I'm allowed to, because I'm allowed to wish list. Transformers. Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no, 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 no. Good. Good. Yeah. That's something off, off the track. Transformers, household name. I mean, it's not happening, but I love it. C- correct. Yeah. But <laughs> imagine. <laughs> Keep fucking dreaming, but yeah, good luck. Oh, I will. Shine yeah. on, you crazy diamond. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm doing me. <laughs> you do you, Beth. Uh, resins. Apparently all fixed by Christmas, so that'll be nice. Well, Christmas 2019, I assume. Well, um, <laughs> resins. No, on that continuing, note. Continuing. No, no, I've glossed over that now. But go on, go on. If I may, I had a little, a little chat with someone. Yeah. And we talked about the Askiri oh, Wolves. That was good. That was good. Yes. And how the Askiri Wolves are now okay. Some re-sculpting had to be done. Yeah. Uh, notably now, Pinvice is a two-piece model. So... Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so they must have changed the sculpt some. So her face is a separate bit that had to be plugged in. Whereas, like, yeah, it just couldn't work. So I think a lot of thought's gone into yeah, it's it. it's like the face plate, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we saw those pictures. It... You know, it was bad. It seems like that moving forward... Credit to them. They have been doing their utmost to get these fixed. I mean, yeah, they've had such a, a rough fucking go of it. Because when shit keeps cropping up, like it damages our yeah. perception of them. Absolutely. Um, and then to, was yesterday... Well, today is Black Friday. And yes. with the whole... You, if you don't buy your metal team now, you're not getting a metal team. Until they become resin. And then it was the whole... At some point. Well... Wait, when does that happen? And he was like, oh no, it's happening. Well, why didn't you fucking tell us that? It's there was that discussion. One, one day soon, TM. But it was it was just people going, wait, what? It it just felt there wasn't... If you had that info, maybe saying it for, before was good, but then yeah. does that mean people wouldn't have bought the metal teams because they know those are coming and people yeah. panic bought them? And yeah. that's why I said, you wanted to get rid of them? It doesn't sound like there was loads left. Cause no, like, no they, say, they sold out quick. Like 80% of the stuff on that list wasn't available, I think, yeah. early doors. Teams-wise, yeah, a lot of them were out of stock, about half. Yeah. I know people were losing their shit over limited edition Pride because there was a bug on it and it was like saying it sold out, but it wasn't. And uh, Yeah. But cool Christmas roast and zombie furnace, they look cool. And that limited Mournblade as Mournblade well. looks phenomenal. Love we'll get on to God Tier. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking hard for God Tier right now. So... In the Black Friday, I bought the Furnace, the Mornblade, and the Roast. And I also bought another limited edition Grayscales. So I can... And a Ballista. For your Jedi. Oh, and a Ballista. So I can do my Jedi Grayscales. I literally waited for Barry to order. And then I asked him what he got. And I was like, times two, please. <laughs> I didn't get you a Grayscales, because that no. was... Um, Fish and Butcher's Resins by February. Yes. And they did state that some would be different to the ones we saw before. Yes. Yeah, they'll be saying Which is good. Specifically, I hope Grayscales because that pose, the Jedi pose is the pose from from that. So yeah. hopefully it's different. Yeah. I've then got the Skuck building vibrates because I think that's when the, um, oh, the boxing, mu- the music started, like the club music started in the boxing and the bass was so intense 
that our side of the building was vibrating physically yeah. you could feel it so dear listeners the other half of the building was a bare knuckle MMA extravaganza yeah um, which was crazy. fights in the car park I mean yeah so after the keynote well about an hour after the keynote you couldn't go outside because there was just one big fucking ruck going on yeah I went out to get McDonald's yeah and when me and Rich came like we joked because as we got in the van to drive off it was silent outside yeah. nothing and as we drive off fucking police vans just fucking zipping past us and I joked with Richard I was like haha the MMA boys have had a row <laughs> yeah, well, happened. well we got back with all the McDonald's for everyone and they fucking did yeah, it's and crazy, it was all kicking it? off outside it was yeah, it was hilarious yeah SFG Innovations has been properly launched now we got yes. to see the first couple of things coming out of that so they're working with people who have like cool go- uh, game ideas now something we saw last year at SteamCon uh, Ghost Patrol, a little card game aimed at uh, yeah, yeah, sort of younger, younger kids, which looked great. It was, it was aimed at largely at yeah, sort of slightly younger kids. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we've got, this year we had Codename Code Nightmare Fiesta, which was like oh, a 10-player yeah. party game designed to be played in like half an hour. I'm interested in this. I, I really think that'll be perfect see. for up the club at a Christmas party or yeah. whatever. It's all about just murdering your mates. I'm not. Um, sure. We played, and we'll come on to a little bit of this later, uh, Codename Redline, which was like a robot fighting game, where the renders... 6.30 to midnight, Matthew. Strong, I'm, powerful erections for that game. Yeah. I really liked it, and me and Dan only watched you guys play like turn one, but the way that the, the interactions... My mind was just going about how I was imagining it. We were loving it. And it, it was fucking cool. Like, we, I'll give credit to that. Girl. Let's We'll discuss that on our Sunday chat. Because yeah. we did go, spoiler alert, and have a little play. Yeah, cool. Um, we've then... Then we got we got to see the, the, um, the shark render, the whole yeah, rip. Which looked render. lovely. Well done, Russ. Season 4 OP kit. We know about Iron as the common and Icarus as the rare. Mm. We got the other common as a... Plowman, a huge plowman with two. He looks comically funny, but I like that about like him. Badass, though. Yeah, I like. I like, I like the. It's a different sort of style. And the super rare, which was Windfinder, in a largely non-impressive pose. Yes, it was quite underwhelming for the super rare. I think if you got it in hand, like there's the treasure chest and a sword. Yeah. I think it would be better. But my initial it's always going to be the case. My initial reaction was, <gasps> oh. oh. Like okay. when we saw Plowman, we were like, "Wow, that's a badass yeah, pose." And then Windfinder that. coming, we were like, oh. "Yeah, it was a little bit." But as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, they are going to cycle out. So who knows yeah, how long that'll be there for? I mean, ultimately, not being funny, I want all of, all of them. Yeah, I'm I, just going to wait till next year and buy them all. Yeah, that's kind of what we said, gentlemen. Yes, we're on to the minor minor. Oh, brilliant! The minor minor. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in yeah. hard for Auto Mail the Guild. I mean, it's, what? Uh, what? Why isn't Dan here for these sort of things? It's an anime reference to to uh, the anime series Full Metal Alchemist. Auto male um, is basically like robot arms, uh, robot uh, limbs. What do they call it? It's auto male. Oh, as in chain mail, but auto male. Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure of the context of mail. I think you meant like man. No, no, auto mail. It's like it's it's kind of auto idea. man was a cool show in the eighties about was a computer it? guy who could turn into a car. My mind went to Mortal Kombat Jax. Um so the first off. thing we saw because we'd seen Colossus drill hands drill hands fucking like pneumatic feet for like plying himself stay tuned in. for the Russ interview for more on yeah. uh, him like it all piped into the Colossus now Axel is 
Did what you see saw, what um, Ed? Before, this is completely off topic. Did you see what Ed Churchman said that someone looked like? And I put my interpretation of Colossus online. What's that? Did anyone ever watch the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons? No, not really. Okay, you would get it. Cool. I, I compared Colossus to Grounder, which was a little green robot that had drill hands. Oh, okay. Doctor Robotnik's little friend. Okay, cool. Sorry, we didn't get the reference, buddy. I'm sure it was great. I'm sure everyone else did because they're cool. They're all laughing. Yep. Well, they're all laughing at us. Um, Salvo. Salvo's got a leg off. He's got a leg off. Salvo looks nail guns so good. I want that model. So he's the other. Cr- yeah. So Salvo is the other crossover from the Engineers Guild. He's got two rivet guns, rivet gun pistols. He's got a mechanical leg. He has a mechanical leg. Well played. Um, which I'm really interested to hear the story behind. Well, as well, we'll hear well, more about that later. Do, do you, this is. I don't know if it's because the engineers of my guild. Before, were your guild? Were my guild before that? I feel that this is a bit weird. But all of the other crossover guilds that have had their models changed over. Don't you think this is the first guild that the models look like they should be more powerful? More powerful than their predecessor. Colossus looks like Colossus V2. And Salvo looks like someone went, why are you using hand crossbows? Have some nail guns. I agree with John. And then everyone else is like, Vetgraves stands up a bit different. A few more rats. Vethern got a new coat and a stick. Bonesaw looks more powerful because he's been on the protein bars. Yeah. But But these two, these two, Colossus went, yeah, alright, I'll have some of that. And Salvo went, I'll have nail guns, please. Uh, Both those models are... The cards don't represent those models. True. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, if it. someone was to be like, oh, I'm going to knock down Bolt you. I'm shooting you with two nail guns. Mm. I'm doing more than knock yeah, down. Yeah. I'm I, pinning you to the fucking floor. But like, yeah. when people say, oh, I'd get that model just for role playing. I would. There's a few yeah, in there, sure. like Granite, perhaps, and this one. So Salvo they, doesn't get amazing. Yeah. So their guild rule is secret tunnel. <laughs> Secret tunnel. Diggy holes, baby. Diggy, diggy hole. They basically, at the start of a model's activation, you can place them within two inches. Now, to be clear, guys, that is not a two inch dodge. That is, if anyone is aware of the scatter character play on the new Vile Swarm, it is a two inch reposition. You place a two inch widget at some point in contact with your model's base, you move the model can be placed at any point up to two inches from that effectively so you can place the like you can go from front to back so you actually get like three inches of movement in a way see this doesn't sound that bad look at the no no I was about to say this doesn't seem that bad you know because it it would sound really cool if they were like really nimble little models that jumped a little bit we'll come on to we'll come on we'll come on to uh, Fisher Fisher. so the first new model so we've we've seen um, Fuse and uh, Shaft who is the captain? Um, now we've got Spade. Oh, I love Spade. Yeah. The, the brewer. I love Spade so much. He's so cool. I'm in love with that model. Yeah, really good. The, so we spoke to Tom. The brewer pose. Oh, brewer I, must pose. Remind, I haven't received my design, uh, my goal that we designed email. Oh, you have to email. Yeah, yeah we messaged Tom. Oh, I must email them. Tom probably in the is warehouse. one of the other sculptors. So the sculpting team is Russ, Russ's brother, Ben, ben and Tom. Yes, um, and Tom is a such a friendly guy. Lovely, he's fella. so enthusiastic. Well, really nice guy. We got to chat to him quite a lot. Big T, big T. No, he can't be big T. Tom, T- Tom right, he'll be T Bone then. Alright, cool. T Bone, what T Bone or T Dog? T Dog, T Dog. Okay, cool. Tom, you're T Dog now. Enjoy. Uh, Spade, who is a two inch melee striker, is all we know of her. Yes. Uh, we then got Digger, the mascot. I mean, 
Beautiful. Such a cool level. That was one of Tom's. So Tom sculpted Spade and Digger, and I love them both. The reaction that got in the room was fantastic. Everyone went he mad He must have Digger. felt so yeah. wanted. Vindication! Yeah. <laughs> and then it went a little bit skew-whiff. Well... Right. It was always it gonna. Went, it split the room. Yes, Let's it was always that. gonna split the room. So Fisher, Fisher is a lovely young lady driving a big fucking drill tank on a fifty mil base. I love two, it. Two things to note: one, that drill bit is not big enough to accommodate that vehicle for a hole. Exactly my point. It will drill slightly into a wall and get stuck. Secondly, like people are saying, oh, there was the horse. I mean, you like the horse. I was always, I was always fine with the horse. To be perfectly honest, I'm fine with the bear. Yeah, this does feel they've jumped the shark a step too Maybe. far. I like it. I mean, I like it's, it as a model. I love it as a model. I don't think I want to play it in the game. I really do, because <laughs> I want to be that. I want to put them down. I don't want people got to go. Tank. Yeah, people go. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I think that might be the one I drop for either Salvo or Colossus a lot of the time. Oh, well, because wait and see it. while I love the model, I don't know. The, yeah, exactly. Like I say this now, but yeah, I'm f- absolutely loving the look of the miners. The miners' guild looks great. Yeah, visually, it's quite a departure. Yes, it is. It's quite a departure from sort of what what we've come to expect, which is a good thing yeah. in terms of pushing the envelope, but. At the same time, might look a little incongruous on the table when you line up all the guilds. Yeah. Might be a little odd. But I'm in for them fucking hard. Yeah, of course. And it's looking like maybe we might see some cards February time. Mm. Um, Do you want to talk a bit about God's here, John? Because what what I was going to mention is God's here is apparently going to be the next big thing. Um, We got to see a cute three-headed doggo, which was uh, originally called an Apocopups, but is now called a Ragnaruff. Brilliant. Which I fucking love. I think that was DC. Strong work. Ragnarok is Ragnarok. Brilliant. Uh we got uh we've got final art design for them. Um for the cards, the cards are now finalised as art design. Um we got to hear about the new starter sets. Um one V one boxes that are gonna be uh, a unique theme and mat included in there. So There's when they said one V one box. So it's uh, Is that one champion or one player? Two champs right. in it. So one champ with their followers, one champ with their followers. That is designed one for one. Yeah. But those two champs will also be designed to synergize with each other, so you can buy them as a two champion. You can pair. buy it as a top up to your collection, or yeah. you and your mate can be like, oh, "I really want that champion." Oh, oh I really want that champion. And split the box. And and didn't and Matt Hart was saying there's 24 champions done. But he, he said that it was, done. but he shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he went, "Yeah, we got 24 champions done." Blah blah blah. This whole point out. Nobody knows there are 24 champions yet, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's and then remember, up to uh, oh, there's at least twenty four champions. No, that, that's when he turned around and he was like, "You can either have eighteen, or the danger answer, yeah, <laughs> or whoever it was." But yeah, do you want to talk a bit about you? Well, the other bit that was in the keynote because I'll talk about God Two more when we talk about the oh, Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, but the bit that was in the keynote about the God Two one was the Phoenix model, wasn't it? Well, Phoenix Dragon 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 Lady, Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Lady. Lady that she was going to be a model that was received if you were doing like a community event slash tournament like slash play thing. organized play thing that's going to be their like limited edition thing we saw now, the I'm, lady, yeah. I'm so stoked for their I mean I'm not a fluff gamer at all but I am so stoked for a weekend of playing God 2 yeah. even if it means me sitting down and apparently telling stories in the car on the way home I don't really care for that but 
<laughs> I will do it because the game was that fun. So she's a, a sort of well, not a traditional Japanese lady, but she's got that look. Yeah, which she's got Maybe just a little bit holding a little baby I dragon. I was Chinese rather than Japanese, but yeah. Fair yeah, enough. do you know what? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. So she's from that my, neck of the woods. Yeah. That, <laughs> instead of the mother of she's dragons, not from Surrey. I'm calling her the mum of Wivens. Okay. Or, or Auntie of Wivens. But Mama Wiven. Word on Mama the street. Yeah. Big Mama Wiven. Word on the street is that her followers are big dragons. That was that was I, I, I tracked down that info. Did you? Yeah, that was that was where you got it from. I was the street in that situation. I, I had a different street. Did you? I had a back a Did you back, had a back alley, I had a, a bit of back alley action. Always. You cheeky little parsnip. Yeah. So I roll. Um But So yeah, big dragons. So cool. her, because her banner was a little dragon clawing up like yeah, a little rock. Yeah. I and was the, there, and we were like, because so I, I, I was asking like, oh, her champ's gonna be like lots of little dragons then, like swarms of dragons. She's like, instead of lots of little dragons, I think just a couple of big dragons. Yes, I'm king. Wyverns is coming. I'm king. I like it. I like it a lot. It's gonna be great. What was next in the keynote? Was that the end of the keynote? Well, that was the end of like the main. Like we've kind of you know we got through it pretty quickly because we've, yeah. there was been a lot of yeah. been, I, everyone's been, watched it. At this point, I could not think of good questions because I was full of salt. We had some interesting questions come up though. Yeah, we know one of the miners who's going into the cogs is Spade, which is brilliant. Yeah, I might end up buying an engineers team if I can play Spade. Oh, well, I love so Spade. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, God tier delivery. Q2 2019. Yeah. Early Q2 2019. Do you, know, do you know the funny thing is? That's when the confirmation for the fucking Limbo Eternal Wars delivery. I'm going to have so many boxes. Oh, <laughs> well, that'll be late. We'll never get that on time. No, I know. But if the stars yeah. align. Because that's how the world works. Yeah. Not how SMG work, anyway. Um, <laughs> I said that stop bitching. Draw a line, yeah, nephew. I've gone the other side of the line. Um, oh, I've used invisible pen. What? For his line. Yeah. I know I got it, but... <laughs> OP kit for Guildball, I think, not for... Yeah, this is for the OP kit for Guildball. It's Q1 2019. So that's right. the, new, the new models and the new OP kit. Yeah, and there, there is a question coming up. I just remembered and I was like, when the guy asked it, well, I was annoyed that I, I didn't I think I've of it. it. No, you have There's going to be playtest days for the Free Cities draft models. What? what? Super if we that. could get, if it just wasn't six hours to get up to Manchester, yeah, I was going to say as much as it's, what, what, I'm not driving up there. This is the good fuck. bit, and I'm, this is, I'm so proud of SFG for doing this because this is something that I think they got us feedback from the other group boxes they've done. The free cities draft rookies are hopefully, or not, they're the rookies now, but they're going to be the free cities draft players. Hopefully, coming Q2 2019. I expect that might end up in Q3. I mean, that seems too fucking quick. Yes, that I agree. does seem far too to, quick. To design and playtest uh, 10 players. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? No. However, they will be available as individual blisters. Yeah, I don't give a fuck because I want all of them. Yeah. But a lot of people seem to care. Because a lot of people don't own every single fucking Gilbaz. Sure, but they should. We've been through this. It's a. It, it, it's a different world, this Guild Ball game. Different kettle of fish, mm. different cup of tea. And I get it, because if you if you play one guild, you don't want to buy them all. I absolutely understand yeah, it. I for understand people that. who play like a couple of guilds, or only want to buy the rookies for a couple of guilds, to not have to buy a 50 quid box and spend a week mm. or two no, no, selling no, I, off the I completely I get know, it. No, I I'm completely understand it. And but I, I think it's but, a great decision. I mean, so, the, uh, I mean, it's probably worth bringing up the comparison that we have. Over the weekend that we had 
we also booked our tickets for our heresy weekender. Yeah. And we booked £75 tickets to go to a weekend. And I know for a fact we're going to come out of there spending a lot of money. Yes. So we have that expectation. And I think with because it's Games Workshop... It's, Slash Forge World, you just go in thinking they've rubbed off I'm, on us. I'm dropping, yeah. I'm dropping dollar. Yeah. They've rubbed off on us. Yeah. We, we hear You're, something new, and I instantly go to my pocket because I know that I need my wallet. But or not all of it. It's this cashy money's. It's sometimes it can be just you know, there's twelve quid. For but yeah, G- Gilbert isn't that game, is it? Yeah, no. But that's why we're. Yeah, so, I know. I know. I'm, when I'm, someone's I'm, like, I'm oh, oh my god, box fifty quid. We're like, oh, fucking sweet, box fifty quid. Yeah. But that's because we're used to some yes. silly twat saying. New box, two hundred pounds, and we go. Oh fuck! All right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, either way, we're getting them. What I'm interested in is the material. One presumes, after all the chat we've had recently, Res- there'll be the resin like Fathom, which was a lovely cast, but a little too bendy for my taste. The, the the old the old hook was a bit wibbly wobbly, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, but so that spade will be. But I was talking to <laughs> some Steve Forge guys, and they were saying that was oh, yeah. a good more. They were saying that some of their early plastics people are simply too brittle, so they'd gone for this more flexible. But the, I mean, on Fathom, the level of detail fantastic. is fantastic. Uh, ten out of ten. When you look at like how bad my Falconer's box was, it's chalk and cheese. So if the teams coming out of that of Fathom quality, it's fair to say that the Fal- um, the Navs probably won't be, and neither will the Cooks, because I think in the sort of Evolution of the models. They would have already been production yeah. previous year. Yeah. Well, no, I think all the miners are going to be plastic still. No, 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 but no, no, they're no. not. These, this isn't a plastic. This oh, is a different. Sorry. Fathoms a different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah, and if they're all going to be like that, great. I don't want a bendy. No, I, f- I fear droopy models. No, no spindly bits, please. But nice, nice chunky everyone, pieces. We don't want every striker to have a slide tackle pose. Fucking no. limited flint. What a dick. People were asking about the rule book and uh, and or a fluff law law book. Yes, physical. We got told. I'd buy it in a heartbeat. You'll get a Q1 pack that'll be going to retailers, which will include a physical rule book. So you, there is the opportunity to find one, get it for a retailer. Otherwise, no. Possibly sometime end of 2019, a law book, which I would love. Yeah, I would. A collective law book of all the seasons. Uh, background. I'm just not that guy who kind of like reads on his phone. I would rather read it in a book. Yeah, I, I, I want a large leather-bound tome authored Ooh. by Sherwin, with all the guild symbols down the spine. Like yeah, the exactly. Book. And just on the front, just something like I know the history of the free cities and like, and then but then the guild ball logo or something like that. Mm. I really it would like be that. nice. I, in my head, it's it's red leather with like a. Uh, oh, I was going. Very, very, I was just going black. Black you going black, black leather? Okay, it's, it's in my head. It's like red. It's like a ruddy brown, reddish brown, that kind okay. of color. Yeah. It's a book. Shut up, John. Um, <laughs> rookies it was on the shelf. Rookies will likely get a name change. Obviously, going into their guild, though, like Gaffer won't be Gaffer. Gaffer will be a disappointment to his entire team. Um, <laughs> first S four law. Guardian of the Forge. Guardian of the Forge. I, I mean. It's tough to disagree with that. Carlos could stay as Carlos, frankly. Yes. <laughs> I honestly thought you just said Carlos. <laughs> I now want you to have Carlos. Carlos. Forge. <laughs> Carlos has got to have a giant, big fuck-off Cutlass, right? A scimitar. That isn't a Cutlass. I just want a giant Cutlass. Yeah, I like that. Um, we're getting lots of S4, S4 fluff coming up. So we've already started to have it been released. Mm. We've men- I've mentioned the, the whole storyline with Scum being killed. I've managed to read today's. 
No, I haven't read today's yet. All I know is there's some Alks involved. We've had the maybe Obulus being killed. We don't know. Yeah. And what I loved is that is the end. The prologue is where the, is where S4 ends. The background. That prologue is you get here is the glimpse of where the storyline is going. Let's see how we get there, which I'm really looking forward to. Oh, I thought it was the end of season three. No, that so the prologue in the S4 fluff, the prologue that we got given of maybe someone who we think is Obulus being assassinated is how S4 ends the story. I now think it's Piper. You think Piper gets killed? Maybe. I think Piper is, like we'll see in the last story, he steals Maybe. Obulus's cloak or whatever. No, it's a brewer that finds out who he paid and therefore that's why he dies. Mm, I don't know. See, I did read some fluff. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. thanks Rick. <laughs> Lamblies is the next minor guild, and that's the question. I was like, For alchemists. "How the fuck did I not ask what's the next minor?" Someone else did, though. Thank God they did. The, the, the tank's gonna have arm five or armor five or maybe more. No, he was. I know he was drunk at that. He point. was sozzled. Might not have a kickstart. <laughs> uh, the print on demand service for cards coming out in a month. That'll be pretty good. Well, yeah. it'll be another topic on Gabs at least. Well, we've got every card, and I, I'm pretty sure I've got to double check, but I think I got every single Steamcon card. Good man, well done you, animal. Um, but yeah, the Lamblies could be interesting. I, I, that's yeah, Alchemist Minor. We don't it's, know anything about it. It's them, not it? necessarily what I'd have wanted, but it sounds like it's one of those ones that Matt Hart chucked out once, and then Jamie Perkins made it real. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little bit. I'm not a fan of the Entertainers Guild. I like the idea of them background-wise. Mm. Love it. Love them background-wise. Don't like the idea of the sound of them as a guild, as a, as like, uh, their whole shtick. My confusion... Certainly not as a brewer's miner. Yeah, my me. confusion is going to be the two that cross over. Hooper is one, apparently. Hooper's going to be one going into because the, going the, the miner because he looks a bit like Tapper. The joke is, when you're playing brewers, you don't know if it's Tapper or, or Hooper because they're the fucking same. Sure. So the idea is Hooper's going in because he <laughs> like he's it. effectively Tapper sure although what's interesting is he's def- uh, defected to Esther's side in the mm. latest bit of fluff well not the latest bit of fluff sorry in the new Esther fluff he's, he's kind of gone with the uh, with the Esther's crowd now which is a big shake up for the governor um, but in terms of the guild I have to admit like when we saw rat catchers I was like oh that's interesting when I saw Nabs I saw Falks Oh, they just look a bit like hunters. Mm. Even cooks now. I'm like, yeah, I'm quite keen for that. Well, yeah, I'm st- the models looked incredible. They did. I, I don't know what the rules are. The only thing with, I would say as well, those models were so good, and they were enhanced because of the paint scheme. Yeah. Yes. Angel I didn't Heraldas like them until I saw them. Did fucking well. Angel Heraldas Heraldas Studios. Yeah. Studio did Heraldas. absolute work on that. Yeah. They, they looked, looked incredible. At like. Hands down, incredible, but a, a beautiful paint job aside, I don't like the look of them. Yeah, the aesthetic still for the guild for Gilbert. But yeah, if, cinnamon. If you say that they've started something, like the cooks to me don't fit in Gilbert. We've now got the miners, which <clears> as <throat> cool as they look and as much as I like them, in my head don't fit in Gilbert. Oh, so so how many? I mean. We're going to have the entertainers, which I think will. By the time we finished all the miners, and they're all a bit different, suddenly it's like, well, what does not fitting Guildball mean? Because if there's enough teams that I think look weird and don't fit, but suddenly we're actually at the norm. That's interesting, because I feel the only ones that don't fit that aesthetic are the entertainers. Okay. 
I could still see all the others in there. I can't agree with John. No, it's fine. I, yeah. It's fine. I know. It's, I'm just saying. I, I when 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 the entertainers were announced, everything was there. I honestly didn't think it was legit. It's weird because I'm the opposite. You know what? Of you I disagree. Two. I I can see the entertainers in Gilbert. I, I just don't like them. I can completely see the yeah, entertainers. I might be jaded because of that. Yeah, maybe. I just can't. I can't see the Weatherspoon chef in Gilbert. No, see, I, I kind of. Carry the point. I'm getting it. Five on. Mixed grilled. You want to make it large? <laughs> yes, of course. Play. I'd love to make it large. Thank you for asking. Yes, I'd like more of this shit. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Redline? Uh, yeah. Uh, so Sunday. Well, at the end, well, at the end of the keynote, Matthew and I. Minus was brilliant, but we were both triggered on, on this red line. Robots. Anyone who hasn't sort of seen it, please do go to our Roll Better Facebook page because we've every photo that is available out at the minute we do actually have up there, like the renders and the artwork. Mm. That's all that's been released so far. And we were. Ch- and at the end of the keynote, uh, we went and spoke to Dave. We did, uh, lovely Dave. For he is the chap behind Redline. One of the three. Yeah. And we had a little chat with him, um, and he said, come along, we'll have a demo. So on the Sunday morning, we went and had a demo. We did. When there was no musical chairs, we went and had a demo. It was terrific fun. It really was. Um, So we took, so there's going to be five um, teams available uh, when it's it's released at some point. I I was talking to Matt Hart about it after, he was like, yeah, we'll we'll knock out sometime like Q2 2019, and seemed serious, which I take as nonsense. Sorry, the quick Kickstarter. Yeah, what we should stress is that this is part of the Steam Forge innovations as discussed earlier. SFG innovations. This got mentioned last year, but we didn't really understand it, and now we do. Steam Forge are acting as publisher. Yes. Um, So it's their money, their resources, their talent... Dave and his guys have come to them with the idea. With quite they, a lot of, of it done, obviously. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah. But they don't have what... They don't have Doug. They, they don't, don't have Russ. they got no douche, no Russ, no dev it, no, team. Get it. No dev team. No, you know, no concept artist. Like you say, Doug, you're douche. So they hand over a big chunk of the rights. Steamforge put all the money and all the risk. They yeah. make the shit happen. A game is made. And Congrats, well done, everyone. Yeah, so a little bird told me that Redline isn't actually the first attempt at this, but it might be the first that actually listened to Steamforged. There was another, I have heard that. There's as well. possibly two others that went down the road but didn't necessarily play ball or follow the. Adv- no, no, yeah, that sounds wrong. As I understand it, did not follow the advice. Yeah. And if they didn't follow the advice, it was felt that they should not continue. So they didn't. Let's just part ways. Whereas Redline, because they these guys like Dave was saying how he used to play like early Guildball before the Kickstarter, they were testing on his kitchen he table, played, and yeah, they've been come back a long way. So it's just like we've handed it over. They're making the magic happen. That's that's fine. So yeah, keep going. Five teams. Oh yeah, sure. Well, it was fighting so. The teams that were being um, tested were the two teams we wanted to play, and we actually got to play the teams mm. we wanted to play. So you took the Kin, yep. who were Space Dwarves, highly defensive, big, chunky mechs, and I took the Howlers, who are super fast, aggressive mechs who can't really take a pounding. So I the idea is, that, and Dave was quite open about it, that they are effectively the archetypes. So yep. Space Dwarves. For Kin. Yeah. And Space Orcs for yeah, Howlers. Yeah, and there will be Space Undead. 
space but, elves and space humans coming. Yeah, but they are all... They're not people. They are all robots and mechas and mechanical things. And you have your machinist yes. is the guy controlling them. So on the board, you will have two to five at most um, robots, which are your... I, what were they called? Wreckers. Wreckers, Wreckers yeah. I believe. Um, and that, that team is called an array. And then your your player that you're playing is a card, and that's called your machinist. And he brings his array and his resources for that array to use, and he dictates how that array is going to play by the nature of the resources and special rules that he brings. Or she brings. Because um, I actually don't know if they're all going to be male, just the two that I'm we played, sure. were, well, I believe, were male. Um, you've got... Um, You've got the main board where the game is taking place. Which is a hex board. Hex, hex based board with a bit of terrain. So you've got these nodes that you're fighting over. Which are effectively flying network drones yes, in the sky. That you're trying to like hack and take over, basically. Mm. Um, you've got like different bits of terrain that can affect you and obstacles that you can be slammed into and stuff like that. As well as the physical board, there is off to the side a smaller board which represents the cloud which is where the hardware, sorry, the software hacking, yeah, uh, cyber warfare section of the game is taking place. And in place. practical terms, that's deck of cards. So there's an element of deck building. You're, you bring a deck, your opponent brings a deck, and every turn you draw three cards out of those decks, so you combine the combined decks. Draw and three each cards. card has a ability that affects you, but also an ability that can affect the enemy so you could actually take a card if you choose it though yeah it'll be like it has a friendly a a a action or an enemy action yeah so basically. you can take the other guy's card because it yeah. will affect you so in a different like, way I take this one because it buffs me or I take this one because it fucks you up yeah um, which is really cool uh, and it also that, that area includes the the sort of health bar because every time you destroy a wrecker you do neural feedback damage and that's how you, you try to get your yeah. opponent from 20 down to zero health and the reason it's called Redline is these wreckers are you know going along doing their thing and they have special abilities you can redline them you turn the card over and they become jacked up versions of themselves yeah. like a close combat monster turns into a close combat fucking monster and you think well that's well that sounds good why wouldn't I automatically do that when you redline, uh, when you die, the amount of dice you roll to see how much damage feedback, your, yeah, feedback you take exactly. increases dramatically. <clears throat> so it's a risk, risk reward situation. And basically, when you when you activate, you have you have a set of resources that your machinist generates. You have um, move, attack, defense, yeah, movement, attack, and defense. Effectively, is what they are, and they're little tokens that you basically stack up on the model. As you go, and, and whatever one's on top or preceded has different effects in game. Yeah. Um, so if you want to move, you put a movement token on, you can move your, your movement value. You can then do it again. You can keep going as long as you, you could spend all your resources on one model if you wanted to. However, you could put up to three tokens on a model, nothing happens. So if you put that fourth one down, they take a feedback test. They have to roll equal overload to. Overload test. Overload test, was it called? Was that overload test? Okay. Thank you for learning the terminology, John. Jeez, thank you. Um, sure. You roll dice, three dice, and you have to roll equal to or uh, over the amount of tokens you have on you. If you don't, you redline. If you do, you're fine. Uh, no, sorry. If you don't, you 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 can't do anything. But there's also yeah, and there's, you waste there, that there, resource. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You basically waste all the dice that redlined you though. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, but 
I, I fear that we're trying to explain the game without a board and without yeah. people being able to see it. Ulti- ultimately, two fun. teams of robots punching each other with a really cool side mechanic of a sideboard of tactical choices that you yeah. get to make yeah. that are flippant between you fucking up your opponent and not fucking and up your opponent. Ultimately, you're getting to fight robots in the middle of the board. He's going to shit. But when, so when a robot dies, the idea is you're on a planet of junk. Yeah. Yep. So it just Fighting gets recycled resources. and churned back out again to come out next po- turn. Points back in with less health. Main, main point to note, you spoke about you kill them by killing things. The other idea was that you capture nodes across the map Mm. while capturing the nodes you do feedback to your opponent the idea yes. is you don't know whether to control the map or to go for the fighting there's mm. going to be guys that have more people therefore you control more nodes yeah. the nodes move with cards lots of cool shit yeah. you can move the nodes around and you can actually yeah. sort of like sail them all to your corner if you want to yeah. Yeah. you can do lots of things that stops your opponent activating their wreckers loads of shit it's, it's so it much it sounds fun. really interesting he, we're, they're hoping to get a Facebook page up early new year to get all people chatting and looking it's gonna come to Kickstarter. I mean, I maybe think next year. Doug's art looked incredible. Russ's sculpt knocked out of the park. Brilliant. Let us hope that we get it soon because I, I want Tom it. Actually, did one of those. I can't remember. I oh, know uh, Russ did one. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just want this. Check out our Facebook page to yeah. look for the pictures. It's gonna be baller. So then, John, yep. you played some God Tier. So yeah, I played. I played God Tier because during the keynote it was described. That God Tier is now in the stage that it's about 99% there in the regards to the rules. Yes. So the wording was, if you wanted a time to learn the game, the time is now. Mm. So me and Dan have had the game since the start, every, all the toys since the start, and we opened the box with the understanding that we were going to play hard and play test hard. We but didn't fucking do it. We're too fucking so busy. Bad. We're too fucking busy. Got too much stuff going on, and we just didn't commit to it. And just didn't do it. Ultimately, right? But now it was like now's the time to learn. Then, you know. So me and Dan went over to Steve, Steve Margerson, hero of SteamCon, and honestly, he worked his fucking bollocks off that weekend. Mm. From from the Friday when we went and saw him, I saw him up at the for up at the forge on Thursday, and he said, "I'm running God Tier all weekend." And I said to him on the Thursday night, definitely going to come and have a game with you. I want to learn God Tier this weekend. Mm. I went and saw him on Sunday at like one o'clock in the afternoon. He was still buzzing with energy. And I'd already asked him on the Friday and the Saturday, tried to get a game with him, but he was just so intensely showing everyone the game. Yeah, he was I did hardcore. not see him stop. And then on Sunday, he sat down and talked to us through the game with such like energy and passion. It was just unreal. And bear in mind, we must have been one of the last groups he was talking to. And he he sold it. Like mm. me and Dan played our game. Any question we had, he was answering. Me and Dan, we've played enough games that we picked it up quite quickly, anyway. But it was very competitive. It was very fun. I can see it working, and it was just an amazing game. Mm. And we only played two on two. We're normally meant to have three heroes. Mm. Well, I'm looking forward to playing it. Now you guys have, you know, a bit more across it. We can get the new rules. Yeah. The only the thing that resources. I do think that really made the game is we played it on that scenic board. Now, I know that sounds really stupid, but I got my box out, and the fold-out vinyl mat just wasn't cooking for mm. me. I, If I were to turn my phone on now, the last page on my Google Windows is a place doing uh, hexagons. And I've priced up how many hexagons I need to buy. Well, you say that before you do that. Do you remember a chap that we spoke to, a Eurogamer, that said that he would make custom boards for us? 
Oh, I do actually, but for no practically no money, we were like, mate, what? Yeah, I was debating messaging him. It's not a bad shout. Because remember, he was doing like effectively two by twos for twenty quid. Mm. Give him a message. And the game's what three by four roughly. So if you're doing two by twos, twenty quid. It's two by three. Weirdly, or whatever it is. If I but it's 50, 50 mil hexes. If I turn around and say to you, I'm going to chuck 100 quid at you, make me a fucking cool board. I mean, that board they had was awesome. Mm. Yeah. That's you didn't see this guy, you're a model, mate. The stuff he was making was crazy yeah. for the money he wanted. Did you keep his details? Yeah, I've got his card. Oh, well, we'll get on to that then. Yeah, so I'm going to mess this up because I think playing that on Scenic board, I know it sounds so weird, but it just builds the, it's builds always, the bank. It's, it's, always, the it's ever Sorry, been done. John, are you, are you saying that there was a little bit like... like some other stuff, not just the game mechanics, influenced your enjoyment of the game. Yeah, pretty much. I'm so proud of you. It might not have been background, but like scenery and, and appearance of the board. Okay, I'll also describe the how the game started. So I went over to the board and chose anything that was green because I wanted to play all the orcs. That's fair. Yeah, but that's another thing we know about you. Yeah. So Sneaky Pete. Uh, no, I played the orc, black, the, the Grimjaw something. guy. Uh, Grimjaw. Black, black Axe. Black Hand. Black can. Go with uh, a fiery war. Burning axe. fire axe, green man. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, no, I played, an, I played an elf because they didn't have the sneaky Pete model and I wanted to play That's with the it. model. So and the other one is the sort of shamany orc lady, isn't it? Yeah, but I don't like the idea of a hex and debuffer, so I need to find something yeah, else. Fair. But more coming. More coming, and it's going to be Black great. Jaw? Black jaw? Possibly. Black jaw, possibly. But I'm going to get behind it the day that my mat arrives from the Kickstarter slash when I can talk to this geezer. Yeah. yeah, but me. If you haven't played the game, go and play the game. I haven't. But I will. I will. I would like to get behind it and learn it. Mm. But again, to reiterate, it felt like if you had to give a medal to your top Steam Forged staff member, I'd give it to Steve. As in for for what he did over the weekend. Over that weekend, yeah. yeah. I, if Steve I saw anyone like, giving a medal to anyone else, I'd be stealing it on Steve's behalf. I honestly like I did not see him fucking stop mm. hero of the day and all that crap give it to him yeah agreed my boy agreed he's the hero we need yeah is he the hero we deserve yes because we're awesome yeah we're brilliant um, I did forget I had a we love a, Big Steve uh, I think it was Saturday night I had a really fun game with Jason Fox oh yes he, he challenged me at SteamCon last year and we couldn't just we just couldn't get it to work and then we went to be learning God to it on Saturday and it just didn't work out. So I was like, should we just play our game? So it was for a coin. Yes. <laughs> and um, I was like, oh, what do you want to play? He was like, oh, I've been playing some blacksmiths. Like, I don't really want to play you with blacksmiths. And I was like, oh, well, I'll play something different. And you play blacksmiths. He was like, no, no, I'm coming at you with my farmers. I was like, oh, fuck, because I don't like farmers. And, okay. and he plays as far as a lot. Yeah. He knows his shit. So I tried to put my game face on and I, I managed the win. Because of Captain Farris, you've defeated Barry. Yeah. So you've done you've done the firm and you've done the rookie now, and uh, singled out. Of course, yes, because of uh, you played Andrew, didn't you? Slag. And which is funny because I'm the worst you player on slag our podcast. Or calling Barry a slag. Barry, me a slag. Okay. It's not calling anyone else. <laughs> just like, just, to clarify, you said you've done all the podcasts. Yeah. Slag. Slag. Yeah. To, to clarify, we're not calling anyone else out. Yeah. Just me. Because I said Andrew Devon that you were slag. I was like, you're really interesting. No, you he could be a slag. We don't know. Oh, right. yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Yeah. Andrew, you hussy. <laughs> um, but yeah, really fun game. I'm glad I finally got to play Jace because, you know, it's been yeah, a while. You could do it. But what I really like, 
like is that when we spoke to Mystique on last year, he was like, oh, we don't really have much of a community trying to build it. <clears throat> Look what he's done. You know, he's built a really good community. He had lots of guys up with him playing. Yeah, he's on a fucking podcast. Yeah, he's done brilliant. Good man. Yeah, well done to him. Um, What else was there on that evening? Well, sun- that? Sunday. Sunday. I got my other game with Lance in. Oh, yeah. So I got my, my attempted makeup game with Lance. Which... Where did I... Oh, I spent a, a bit of money on the old bases. Oh, you're both in tow. Oh, so, so I bought, I bought, so I have a notepad that I take with me to a lot of things like SteamCon and you have a lot of other things. I do, I have it next to me where I make my notes of, of what we've heard in the keynotes and what I've learned over the weekend and I, and I note things down so we it, can discuss it on the podcast. I've never wanted Matthew more than when he's it was the first, taking his notes. The first SteamCon we went to and you, we sat down in the keynote and I got my notepad out and you just looked at me and went, I've never wanted you more. And, I, and I'm you were so it. impressed because you hadn't brought one. Yeah. Um, it's all up here, mate. <laughs> and then Baz at one point came over to me and said, Matt, can I borrow your notepad? And I said, yeah, sure, bye, what for? And he was like, well, I need to figure out what broken toad bases I need. <clears throat> now, what it transpired, broken toad bases Barry needed, was the fucking lot. He might as well have gone over I and said, buy them all. hello, gents, can I have the works, please? But the reason so, it's so relevant... Before you describe okay. what you did, Angel said it was one of the funniest things that she'd seen all weekend. It was, was you and Dan working out what bases you needed to buy because it was so intense and it was Dan with GB manager going this one 30 mil 30 mil 30 mil 40 and you going yep 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 and then double checking it she just said it it was like a picture it was was really quite entertaining to watch they were doing it was 250 mil bases in a pack 240 mil bases in a pack 340 mils was it 3 yes you're right 340 mils and then 630 mils yeah. So different teams obviously have different. Four, eight, six, and six pounds Correct. respectively. The other way around. Eight for the six, and, and then, then six, six, for, six. For, for the three or the two. Yeah. So we had to work out which teams required which match bases. Yes. So that that took us a little while, not a little while, but that was fun. We had a little chat. And Dan loved it because he loves his stats. And then so we went up there and he's like, "Right, can I buy some bases? Like, what do you want?" And it was like, "Let's just turn the page." Bosh, bosh, bosh. And it was like, fuck. It was like, get a box. I was like, yeah. You know but, you've spent well when they have to get you a box. But, uh, they I'm, were not ready for him. I'm telling you now, the guys at Broken Toad, <laughs> when they're selling like three to six little boxes with bases in yeah, to, to the average Joe who comes by. Like I bought two bo- two packs of the six for 30 mils. Which team? One pack of the 40s and one pack of the 50s for Hunters. Right, yeah, that, so, I really like them. What I would say is my splurge was indicative of how lovely those bases are. So nice. Beautiful. Did you buy any of the ball packs? I bought all the balls. I bought all the balls. And I bought Ballista. Nice. And I bought Angel Ball Ballista. Mm. No, it's beautiful. Their their stuff is so nice. I wasn't in on their Kickstarter for the goals and for terrain because my feeling is I kind of want to sculpt goals. I've got ideas for goals. I want to do those myself. The bases, I've actually spent so long looking on sites and are oh, these bases are called cool, these bases are called cool. then i message you guys and go, guys look i've seen these and it's just analysis paralysis it's like i don't fucking do anything oh i like that so i was like fuck it let's just sort this shit drop drop it and do it yeah so now i've got bases for don't pretty you... much all of them i didn't buy <clears throat> brewers bases how dare you sorry because i'm just not i'm not that way inclined really even every time i think about playing them, i'm like nah. could be i didn't buy farmers bases because oh, even though I've got them, I 
I can't really see myself playing anytime soon. Nah, Plus, the 50mm bases were the nicest bases on the Farmers, and there isn't a 50mm model. So it would have been a nice goal. Um, I didn't buy Alchemists, because my Alchemists team is fully based, and they're quite nice, and I like them. And I want to wait and see what the resin Alchemists, if we ever get them, what they look like. Mm. Yep. Before I sort of jump. And I was already spending a fuck ton, so I didn't think, oh, I might as well buy those now. But I think... I didn't buy fish because I've already got my fish going with the rocks and seashells and things. But other than that, yeah, I got them and they're kind of cool. They're just beautiful. Cool. I think the Navigators one's super nice. Like the wooden decks with like a cannons and stuff. Mason's one's great. I personally think the Hunters and Falconers might be their best. That they're really, really characterful and nice. See, I think they're really simple but characterful. This the- is why I'd say they weren't, they weren't busy. They weren't over mm. the top. Very muted, but, but really Rats nice. Rats ones were lovely. Yeah, they were cool. Um, I don't know, lovely. The order especially nice. And then you're the ones list, I've been you know listing them all. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I purposely do. I didn't buy any, but other reasons. The only reason I wanted to buy them, I didn't want to buy them for guild purposes. I wanted to buy them for other things. And then I realised all my other things were all on different size bases. <laughs> yeah. Well, because of the nature of the teams, like sometimes I had to buy, I needed three 40, sorry, three 40 miles, it was one pack. Sometimes you might need four, so you had to buy two packs. So there's six. Sometimes you needed. Oh, so you saying you got spares? Possibly. If so, you do, I might. Yeah. I might message you. Sometimes you need eight thirty mils, so you had to buy two packs. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah so definitely. well, we could look in Matt's notebook and work it out, but there will be some probably knocking around. Oh, sweet. Nice one. Did we lose you there for a second, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> First late? No, I just drifted off. I started yeah. looking around Baz's house. Oh, right. What, what was it that caught your eye the most? Um, the sort of square thing of fuzzy... Cubby toys. Chum chums. Chum chums. Stuffed in a cubby hole. Yeah. Nick loves chum chums. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> questions. I do, yeah. So I posted up as yeah. we started. On the slide. On oh, the slide, you? you posted up for questions without us oh. even knowing. Oh, it's slipping. That's what we have for time-wise, because I think my estimate is fucking long. Oh, we're fine. Yeah? Is that... Roll better fine or we're actually fine? Roll better fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> just just three hours. Um, so, I asked in Gubs. Yeah, you put questions up in Gubs. Without, well, you didn't consult the podcast, did he? Did you post it on the Roll He's Better page? He's gone rogue. No, I forgot to do that. <gasps> he's posted as John Parrish. Remember, like he's, the guys, like he's just the podcast on his own. I'm sorry, who had the people come and talk to him about the podcast? To be fair, it was him. It was me. Can I hit him with a pillow? Yeah. No, not uh, That's not a pillow, that's Jabba, but sure. It's a pillow Jabba. It's Jabba, isn't it? Right, so anyway, <laughs> I said roll better questions. No, roll better recording. Steamcon UK episode questions. Richard Alderson, how many times did you use the toilet? <laughs> I took one giant dump and I. <laughs> I lifted bra- him off the. I, bra- I braced that door like a champ. Breach! <laughs> it was. Because I'm large anyway, large I was able to. The, the, and there was a lot of space in there. The bracing was quite good, quite okay. I only had to fend off two people trying to open it, and each time I was like, "Occupied." I was every shit. I was making a face like I was stuck upside down in a Wampers ice cave trying to move a lightsaber. I've got. I'm. 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 I'm doing my poo with my other hand outstretched and look of concentration on my face, just like no one's coming through it. And like the number of times which none like, shall pass. pass. So, for fuck's sake. 
I've poo. never. I've, I like. To, I don't know about you boys. I like to relax when I have a poo. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, because that's what everyone knows. That's what smartphones were invented for. Because otherwise, it's just time you're not getting back. Have yeah, we broken John? So you, you know, normally you sit there, you just have a flick through Facebook, which you can't do because there's no fucking wireless signal. <laughs> And even then, you can't do it because you can't take you can't take one hand no. off of the situation because you need <laughs> one, one hand. Why went to brace? You need one hand for the unit. You need the other one stopping anyone from seeing it. Yeah, fair. I call it the unit. That's a very that's <laughs> I'm being very kind to myself there. <laughs> I need to hide my shame with one hand. There we go. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> What was the question? <laughs> yeah. Rich, what was the question again, Richard? How many times did you use the toilet? Once. So, so, so I, had no, I, I had no problems. I just walked to the other one. Three of the most <laughs> harrowing shits of my life. I still, I still remember the funniest thing was everyone was complaining about the toilet. And I'd already been to your mama's calf in the morning. For Big mama's calf, not <laughs> your mama's calf. <laughs> your mama's so calf that she would be for a cup of loud and... No, no, no. So everywhere you go, you've got to have a cup of tea. So I went there in the yeah. morning for my cup of tea. All of my cup of tea paid a copious amount of money for a fucking polystyrene cup. Next one. So over the way, I saw the toilet. I was like, well, there you go. There's a problem solved. They were relatively luxurious, I'm told. Yeah, they were. They, they were. were. Lovely. They were lovely. Except yeah. I made the mistake of going in there after the boxing event and it was a fucking car oh, crash in there. Oh, I'm talking Friday so, night. I yeah. Like, I know we've started questions, yeah. but two things I forgot. What? One, we didn't mention the rather underused Star Wars bar. Yeah, because yeah. it was like often hidden away. It was open for the mixer. It was, but then wasn't open that much. And what was the other? What was your other one though? We'll get. We'll touch on them afterwards. We'll, we'll add it in as a semi-extra question. Uh, I've already forgotten. Well, mine was going to be the fact that we had one. We had one it? young lady manning both that R bar in there and the cantina bar, meaning that they could have yeah, both so be open the, once. When the cantina bar was open, the bar downstairs was closed. It was a bit crazy. Was and she was doing her best, but. Oh, the boot fair. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We'll touch on it later on, don't worry. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that comes up as a reflective question from somebody. Marvellous. How exciting. So, I, and every Steam Force member of staff, I asked what they bought at the boot fair, and none of them enjoyed my questions. <laughs> <laughs> David Cameron said, One thing you wish you could have done but didn't. Shit in peace. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is I didn't go to the boot fair. Yeah, do you know what? If I'd have known, I would have been there early. I, it's going to sound weird. But to me, I'm, what if I missed a bargain? I'm, I'm, me and Barry are like demon bargain hunters. Oh, I, I won't lie, I did go in there. And I, I walked down two steps. I surveyed it. Yeah. My spider sense did not tingle. Yeah. So I retreated. That could have been a mistake. Well, I thought what if I'm, here, I'm here for the con. I'm back in the con. Yeah, I agree. I think that's. I think it's well done, done for doing well it. Done. I would have had to have walked around though. My spider sense didn't tingle. Oh, I still would have walked it. It was all tits. Oh, I would have walked it. So David Cameron, I wish I would have done the car boot sale. Matt wish it. Matt wish he'd have gone for a shit. In Barry. No, I, I went for a shit. I went for three. No, more than that actually. Hang on. What? Because I normally go in the morning. <laughs> but no, that would have been at the. That would have been the. Oh, 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 so easy, easy. Steam card, it was one. Each Someone's day. probably eating. Come on. He wanted to go for a shit. I, don't my shit so I wanted to go to the car boot sale. Barry? Car boot. Car boot. <laughs> Great con. Um, Poo car, C- car Christian Christian Ralph Abbott. Thoughts on the Free Cities draft? I'll let you guys answer that one. He also uh, wait, He also asked, what do you think about the S4 fluff so far? I'll let Matt answer that one. 
And then highlight slash low light of Steamcon UK. Okay, well... So, question one. Thoughts on the Free Cities draft? The FCD. You two um, proceed. I, I thoroughly loved it. From moment one, loved we it. were on the... Because at that time, you were hardcore blacksmiths. Yep. We were on the blacksmith page. We were like, yeah, chatting. We got talking with people we've never spoken to. Yep. Everyone was interacting. It was... Pumping. We were masters of the forge birds, me and you. We were... we uh, were All over it. We it were was... marshalling the young apprentices. It just didn't work. Um, no, we failed, didn't work quite frankly. But we had fun. <coughs> that thing in Steamcom was really... Like, in the keynote, it was really fun. How You know, it was all silly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. I loved it. I loved the lots of people. It felt like a lot of people got involved. The shouting... Was funny. The salt, like me trolling, was funny. <coughs> you trolled like a fucking champion all all that day. I think Sherwin was mad at me on Sunday. Legit, think he was mad at me. Really? Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was funny. Uh, so I, th- I think it's been great. I can't wait for the next one. I, I think one thing to point out for the Free Cities draft. I think as a community event, it really pushed people that like the game to get more interactive with the community. Yeah. Rich from our club is a prime example of that. I didn't realise Richard enjoyed Guildhall as much as he did until the Free Cities draft. Yeah, he was like, in there. He fucking like pushed that like it was something else and I'm and I'm really impressed. I think a lot of people, when I've listened to other podcasts, <clears> people are like, I just don't get it. There's no rules. How could you get excited for no rules? It's like, fair. Like, that's how you see that's it. How you fair see it, play. Yeah. That's very that's mean. fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Which is fair enough. But it's, the I'm excited for potential. Yeah. And I'm excited to get invested in it as if it was well, it is to me. It's a real thing. You yeah, know, it's... we we have a chance to influence the game. I find that interesting. Yeah. Drafts yeah, no, are cool. Who doesn't have a draft? No, I'm not trying to argue with you, John. I'm just <laughs> stating he's, he's arguing with hypothetical motherfuckers. You know, yeah, hypothetical motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. I'll let you have that episode title. No, <laughs> you you named it early doors. Your first sentence. Oh, what you want to go with? Um, high level bands, minimal strats. Maybe now I hear it again. I'm not so sure. Or I, I want to put him in peace. No, no. We'll edit that bit out and we'll discuss that. What do you think about the season four fluff so far, Matt? Love you it. You said you haven't read it. I, I read the scum one. Yeah. Okay, therefore. Absolutely. Sorry, love it so well. far. I'm liking the intrigue. Uh, this is the darkest timeline. Shit's, shit's getting proper yeah, DC like, universe. What was Sherwin going through when he wrote all this? Well, he said he said like season four is where everything goes dark. Mm. This is This is a dark season, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to it. We, we know Furnace dies. We know it gets yeah. darker. I want to know how. I want to know how. But yeah, mean, more, yeah, it's only getting darker. They've killed a cat, like, opening Gambit. It's only going... It's starting for me to go in. I said to Sherry, it's starting for me to go on. This, it's only getting worse. Fair enough. Yeah, Good. I, mean, I, I, can't wait for it. I can't wait for the epilogues for the Free Cities draft where we get a bit more info on those characters. Yeah. And now I feel I need to get invested. I'm going to be behind Cutlass. As much as I was like... I'm fucking... Mean, do you mean Garden of the Forge? Yeah, okay, Guardian Forge. I'm I'm now behind her. I'm fully supporting it. Get on board. I'm not. Edge is my girl. Sassiest, best hair. Love her. Because Order's going to be my second team, I think, and they, they're not involved. <coughs> Navigators, I'm interested in. They're not involved. Not involved, yeah. So really, my I'm interested in Cammy. So okay. I'm going to be behind that as well. I'm even feeling the pull of Brewers again after my first couple of games with them. Which is really nice. I need to borrow your team. Dan's borrowing them this weekend. Just paint this weekend, right? Yeah, I'm not going to be doing this one. I've already got most of them painted anyway. Um, so highlight and lila- uh, highlight and low light of Steamcon UK. Mm. So Matt, highlight. My highlight was everyone I played. I played so many fun games. You were but a bit I, of a social. I say so many. I played like eight games of Steamcon, but they were all lots of fun. I absolutely loved it, and just the community just made that event. Hanging out with all the people we know from different things. So that Amazing. was Matt's highlight. Social butterfly. Barry, highlight. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
think highlight might be interview with Russ. That's a good one. Yep. Uh, pre-con highlight was Thursday night. I just loved Thursday night at the Forge. That, was, it, that was con, because that was our, that okay. was our journey. So you... Playing Zach and being just <laughs> at the Forge with like hardcore community bands was good. Yeah. Didn't you go up to uh, Alex Boss and say, Hi, hi Alex. I really love the podcast. And then run away. Literally, no. I think that's how it happened. It might I believe been. what happened was, I went, oh, mate, I was like, really like your podcast. And I just turned to me and he was fucked. <laughs> and he went, oh, great, thanks. And I, I was like, mate, What's up? Because I'm just so tired. He goes, mate, you look fucked. <laughs> and I, didn't, don't, I don't think he knew how to quite take that. Like, was I being? Like, were you being serious? Were you being mean? Like, you know, yeah. You said he looked. You, he I looked legit shattered. thought, mate, you look fucked. He was fucked. Jet lagged to shit. Fair enough. My highlight was my god tier game. Steve, hero Steve. Matt, what was your low light? I really can't choose. Surely it's. Back onto the toilet situation. It's it's nearly it's nearly falling into the sewers. Barry, a general feeling that <laughs> well played. Just the disorganisation that it it didn't feel like a coherent co- convention, mm. and the people that we had recommended who came with us, their faces when they were like, "This is." Yeah. Not what I thought. That was actually pretty that, that was mine. Yeah. My, my my low light was people coming up to me asking me, "Was it like this last year?" Like mm. four or five. Because I was like, ago. "No, no, it wasn't." I mean, we even tried to stop. We even tried to quell the negativity as of day two and try to really push the community stuff, but it was just so fucking hard to do, wasn't it? I think it's just yeah. <clears throat> this whole scramble thing, like sort yourself out, wasn't inducive, conducive to into mixing like our guys who were like newer were happy to just hang with each other and it's like if they'd been the musical chairs if they'd been the other things they would have met other people played other people and they would have been more in the community and felt part of the community and when they go to events they'd be like faces they see again yeah and that wasn't happening no you were forced to, to hang with yourselves and sort your own shit out so you only stuck with your own people yeah we had a couple of people approaching us, and that was about it, wasn't it? Well, you did. Yeah. I did. Like I said, social butterfly, mate. What can I do? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was my low light as well. So that was all of the... Uh, there you go, Christian. Three questions, a bit greedy, but fine. Um, we got our very own Richard. Uh, favourite and least favourite rookie To clarify, result. which Richard? Bailey. Bailey. Rick. Yeah, he's Rick or Rico now. Rich Lawrence is Rich. So I, call Rick, I call Rich Rich and Richard Richard. No one cares of... what you used to call him, John. Because <laughs> you know what? What you're calling him now is Rick and Rich. You know what they have on their Carry Facebook? Carry on with the question. So Richard asked, favourite and least favourite rookie results? My <laughs> favourite was Cutlass. Fuck you. You can. What did it like? <laughs> you absolutely To me, it's all can. a bit of a blur. Why was it funny, our reaction? It was so good. Oh, no, actually, sorry. My favourite result was the morticians getting gaffer because that got the biggest reaction and was fucking priceless. Just sitting behind you, it was literally like someone had just stood up and smashed something glass that you wanted to get off them. Mm. Someone was like, Barry, I've got this really nice trophy for... Oh, I've dropped it. And you lost your shit. And I enjoyed every minute of it. Gaffer and Ribbit, RIP. Still not over it. Yeah. And my least favourite? I don't fucking know. Um... I don't care. Favourite edge, least favourite gaffer, boom, done. 
I don't really. Yeah, least favorite was the fact that we didn't get gaffer. Mostest favoritist was probably that I am playing out, so I get cami and guns. Cammy. I like that. Yeah. Cool. There you go, Richard. Alex Vian. What are your thoughts on being referred to as the limey version of the pitch? This we- is from my discussion with Lance. Yeah. Limey. It's what they British. Um, yeah. It's a term for British. British. It's to do with sailing and citrus fruits to yeah, stay off scurvy. scurvy. Old school. Don't Fine. worry about it, sweetie. I won't. Uh, so, how do we feel about it? I like Fine. it. There, there, there's, there's a kinship there. I like it. Yeah. Friends across the pond. Yeah. They're, Lance was a fucking gent. So I don't mind. He's a Absolutely. good, good laugh, Lance. And I, w- I would say, um, if you don't listen to the picture, go listen to them. But they get like so many more listeners. Than us that everyone who listens to this probably listens to them. So es- fine. Especially listen to episode twenty-three, where they specifically mention the fact that I'm short. <laughs> they do talk <laughs> about you being short a lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. 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 Well, he is short. And all British people are short. That's, oh yeah, Lance, that's Lance the crux of the conversation. Every British is short. Yeah, but isn't Lance at six five? No, Lance is about maybe six foot. I think. No, he's a bit taller than that. He's, he's taller than me. You know, Dan's six four, and um, Andrew, off of singled out, is what seven four, seven five. Nine easy. foot tall. Yeah, he's an ent. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is Groot. Like, it's, yeah. So, so they're not all short. What are your thoughts on being compared to? Lance was a stand-up bloke, so like I'm him. absolutely fine with it. Agreed. Go and listen to him. Dan also commented on it, because Dan's at con and obviously really enjoying himself, said we should get a co-host exchange going. I like that. We'll get Lance slash Dan on for an episode. and Yeah, you know. They'll we pay can... to ship you out to the States, yeah? Like we, should, we should send well, you on, a, on an exchange trip. they themselves do <clears throat> their podcast via Skype, Skype or something. They do it on Discord, I assume. Mm. Skype, probably. But I don't know, it might be Discord because they're both bigger than Wank Dungeon, aren't they? What? You're going to have to explain that to him. Yeah, the, the Wank Dungeon is the Guildboard Discord. I'm in it. Yeah, well, it used to be called the Wank Dungeon. I and they're that. both quite active in it, I think. Oh, I so just. So I wonder if they're using Discord. I just lurk and watch people comment. Yeah, that's all <laughs> the fun bit. Anyway, what's next? Um, ben Harris. Panzer. Huh? His name's. He, Ben Panzer Harris. He's um, he's one of the other guys who's on Rich Keeling's Beard Pod. So it's him. So it's Rich, uh, Ben Harris, and Connor Rooney are the three that are on Beard Pod. Oh, hello, Ben. He says, "Are you going to release a proper episode and not a quick slapdash one hour and done?" We'll do our best. If we just released the Russ interview, it would have been a, a, a quick, not really slapdash, but one hour and done. It would have been actually. Uh, quality over quantity. Yeah, but we've, we're making sure that our quantity. Is yeah, we're we're skewing the math. We're we're, inje- we're injecting the quantity right back in. We're there. filling it up with slurry. We yeah. had one listener that said he likes to listen to us on his four-hour commutes. Don't you worry, we're delivering. <laughs> Vindication. But, yeah, and then Ben Harris asked another question. A bit greedy. Uh, what thing do you wish tournament organisers would do that they currently might not? Ooh, reach oh. in the toilets. What did you say? Stuff for you today. <laughs> he said, "A reach around in the toilet." For fuck's sake, Matthew! <laughs> what would you like? I would like, as I said before, the long shanks costs to be rolled into tickets, so we all have access to everything, and it's just an inherent cost of our ticket. Yeah, I agree on that. I um, think we spoke about that quite a bit. In the we car, did. So. Um, I've sort of, I've thought of a serious non-sexual one for when you come back to me. I don't know, it's a good question, actually. What yeah. do I want? Are you, the thing is, you go to an event... I've got a couple of them. You go to an event, 
and you're like, well, that was a good event, that was a, not a good event. Da, 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 da. Um, it's not really anything that anyone can do. Mm-hmm. It's the people you play. It's that yeah. simple. So short, short of having like a cunt filter. Yeah. Like, Is that a filter on your cunt or a filter to get rid of cunts? The latter. Cool. Like short on the door. Yeah, it's yeah. like a mosquito net. And that's a little just too subjective to actually work. But... What, a mosquito net? No. Because someone I love, you could hate. And vice yeah. Versa. Oh, sure. But I can't... Oh, I'd never get But there's nothing they could do. It's like, you go along, they've got mats, they've got clocks, you play a game, job done. I, personally, like tournament... This is going to sound really bad for the TOs that don't... So if I... Okay, before I say this, if I've been to your event and you've done this, this isn't directed at you. This is just what I prefer from events that I've attended that are also outside of Guildhall. <laughs> okay. This is a caveat because I know for a fact there are TOs that run good tournaments that do this. This isn't against you. Right? Don't play. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. Fair. Don't play, roam, and don't try and do it by yourself. Have other people helping you. Because... This game is competitive and it is on the clock. So therefore, if three games get to clocking out, you need hands to help you mm. monitor those games. And it's the most, and also to do calls for things. Like Magic the Gathering has roaming judges for things like someone does something wrong, therefore you call a judge on them. So my opponent is slow playing. I want to call the TO. I can't just put my hand up and shout TO because there's never a fucking TO about. That's if you're hosting anything above anything above a thirty-two man, you can't play. I'd have said like an eight man. No, I think a sixteen man you can still play. But anything above a thirty-two man, you can't play, and you need some hands on deck. That's pretty much it. That's my what I would take from a tournament. Have you got a sensible answer? Yeah, I've got a sensible answer. Now. Go on. Then. I've I've kind of forgotten it, but now I've remembered it. Um, it's not it's, the filler. No, it's not the filler. It's what um, it's something that Perkins mentioned actually about. Oh yeah, when he was talking about the OP kit as well. Maybe consider giving the prizes away to different things, uh, to different people for different things. So obviously, there you get first, second, and third, and they get they they get prizes and stuff. But that means that well, we've been to quite a few events, and that's not the case. I know. I'm just saying it's something to it's something to consider for for other uh, TOs. It's like maybe um, more to so, it would be nice to consider. So because like if you have the event only model that goes to first place, lots of people win lots of. There's a few people who win lots of events because yeah. there's very good players. So they yeah. end up with a lot of those, and it'd be maybe nice if you get them to I don't know best sport or best painted more often or something like that. Is what I'm saying. So giving them to something like that, I'm absolutely fine with if it's stated before the event starts. Yes. If for example you say at my event the best painted is going to receive X, fine. Don't want to turn up to a tournament. Tell me that the prize support's changing as you're giving it out. That would piss me off. Also, the bit I didn't like that Perkins said was about giving it to a random person, because that then encourages the circle jerk club that we've seen a couple of like that grows in a couple of communities. I don't want someone's friend to get it because his friend hasn't got the model yet, and I don't want to be that guy in the room that has to be meant by random. No, he do- he doesn't. But I know what would happen. Mm. I know that he means raffle out of the hat. Raffle out of the hat, fine. Random, nah. Because it ain't random and his mate's going to get it. Alright, fair enough. 
But as long as it's stated, if I, I'd be up for best sport, best painted, do whatever the fuck you want, I don't care. Yeah, but, just go up with some more interesting criteria for who gets the, the fancy shit. Well, I must say, I, I was a massive fan of uh, Aldershot when they did the Gilball Bingo. That was very fun. Very clever. Very clever. The issue with it was that quite a few of the teams couldn't actually win. Yes. So more thought must go into the what's on the guild on the like, bingo card. Going back to that one, I really liked they did that mini quiz at the start. Had the quiz, yeah, that oh, one yeah, was an excellently run. So when I said before, there's not a lot I can do. Fuck that, I was wrong. So we got the bingo. They had the quiz. The themed terrain on every board was very nice. Oh, those beach balls. Yeah, beach like balls that, yeah. and palm trees. You know, that was really good. Yeah. I mean, they even got the temperature right in that one. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Have you seen the... Never, um, ever. So you know uh, Strictly the Worst are doing their event sink, uh, Second Wind? Yes. Have you seen their uh, the balls for that? that no. I think Vince has been painting up. their Chicago deep dish pizzas. Oh, clever. You know, with like just like a slice taken out and he's painting them all up. They look really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I really like them. I want a ball now. I want a roll better ball. So I'll get a roll better goal soon. Yeah. Come on, Tom. So, next one... Ben Harris again. Yeah, and he duplicated his question. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? I mean, just rewind 10 minutes, mate. Um, Listen to it again. David Cameron, as an aside, can you please do an extra loud Chinese? I said, no can do kebab tonight. <laughs> he says, I don't know why, but it cracks me up. Yeah, we've done the extra loud kebab. <laughs> don't worry, mate, no problem. Andrew Nicholas Jones, what do you do when a co-host talks too much? I mean... the. the the joke being you about send him away to you send him away to Con Con or MTM or wherever he's gone yeah, MTM yeah because Dan's the problem Dan is definitely the problem yeah stop looking at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ed Churchman says hashtag bring back Mark who's Mark that was the the other guy who was on Single Out previously I think he's there on there occasionally now oh sure infrequently yeah. if it yeah is. bring back Mark yeah, right. Charlie Culver my local area has recently seen a big surge in new players that's good. What would be your top tips or ideas for keeping a local meta interested in the game? I would we, say we have quite a big club showing of Guild Ball. Yeah, we could do with Dan for this one. Really. As the pundit of the group. Yes. Yeah. I would say try to organise multiple small events for the local guys to all take part in together. Like if you've got a, a, a local meta of about eight to ten players, say, organise a couple of little eight-mans just for your club. Mm. Just as a little bit of fun. Get a couple of OP kits in. Like, get a Falconer's pack or get a Navigator's pack. So everyone gets a ball. There's a couple of models up for grabs. Get some eight cards. Some more cards. Not that they're relevant like anymore. That. But, yeah. Run, like, one of those every month or two at most. Probably once every two months is about right, I'd say. Um, I would say run silly things. Do your best. Well, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go run for silly things. things. So, I think that one of the main reasons that our community is as strong as it is at the club is because every now and then we do something silly. Like the snake draft. The snake draft was brilliant. And mm. every single player from that snake draft is still playing the game. Sure. And is playing it. Yeah. We haven't done the randoms. I'd like to do that soon, actually. Randoms? We, yeah, and to be fair, we're missing yeah. one right now. Like, in terms of, I think we were hoping that Steamcom would be the thing that pushes us. But I think we're going to need a bit of a random top up. Yeah. We yeah, had your birthday one, which yeah. was a snake draft. We did, a, Dan did the rat catchers one. Yeah. No, I'm saying, you know, when we've like gone to the pub and shuffled under the table and you pick a random captain, then pick a oh, random team. Oh, we good. did do that. That was good. Laugh. Random drafting, that was good fun. You know what people say we sound similar when we fucking synchronise like yeah, that? I, yeah, I did catch that. Yeah. Harmonise beautifully. Yeah. Back, street, back. All right! 
Yeah. No, no, I get that. I really enjoyed the random captain of you shuffle every single cap, get all of your captain cards out, yeah. shuffle them into a deck, hand a deck to someone else, they pick a card out at random. Yeah. Okay, cool. Today I'm playing Midas. Oh, oh fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm playing Boom Blackheart, you know. <laughs> and then randomise the team. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah. And it means you get to learn new players and stuff Absolutely like that. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is like get your get your players along to like events, lo- even small other local events yeah. like 16 and 32 men. So just go, oh, you four guys are around this weekend. Why don't we go off to this event? Um, but yeah. yeah, and it's just just make sure that you whenever you've got club nights on, just do your best to. You know, I mean, Charlie's a good guy. He'll be whatever you know. What you shouldn't do, Charlie, keep showing off your fantastic new teams and just take the wind out of everyone's sails. <laughs> Why the fuck am I painting these guys when people do shit like that? Uh, yeah, I would say there's an element of if you're the pundit, let them win, and if people if you've got one. Mm. I absolutely would say that when they're starting out. Oh, when they're starting out, yeah. This is what, which is the question, as I understand it. Or if I did, I'd get the question wrong. No, no, you are, you're on the right track. Carry and on. then I would also think that if there's, say, one guy who's better than everyone else, I'd say you play them, take him out of the equation for a little while because you don't want other people to just get pooned. That's a hard one. Cause that, it is, but that, that's how I feel. We're, my take on what you said mm-hmm. would be... The person that's the pundit then has to make judgment on how their community is dealing with that person. So, yeah. for example, where we have in our club, a lot of our new players are players that play other games competitively and learn from losing. So, I would rather throw them in the tank. Fair. So, I know he yeah. won't mind. I, I know he won't mind being called out. Rich Lawrence is a gamer mm. and wants to learn to play the game seriously. So, therefore, throwing him at Dan every week throwing him at the people that have been to the tournaments and placed, Rich is going to fucking love it and lap it up. And he'd rather get absolutely tanked 12-2 and learn from what he's doing than turn up and spank the new guy because Rich is a little bit newer than everyone else so therefore mm. it was a more fair game if that makes sense. Mm. He'd rather get absolutely spanked, learn the game and get into it. Mm. So you've got to make judgement on what your community's like, how your community's progressing and if they're progressing at the same rate. Yeah. And also get them on the clock. Get them on the clock. Well, that's good for tournaments, but is that good for keeping like? I think it's good yes. for keeping the game, just because it it sets that parameter to make you understand. You can have the games off the clock, but I think the majority of games yeah. should be on the clock. Well, you know, you know, I agree. I'm just devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, no, and no, 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 I understand I, that. And but it, some people do resist it. And if you can get them onto it, it is better in the long run if you're going to go the play games this game faster well, as well, yeah. which means you can get multiple games in an evening. Well, we, well, we also have the club as well at the moment with the, with the new guys that are coming in. You play on the clock, but when you clock out, you just carry on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then after once you've clocked out, you stop counting the points. Or you do count the points up to the point of where you would lose. You mark it down and then try and evaluate whereabouts you are and how you are against someone. For example, if you clock out and they've got a minute or two minutes left, then that was just a really fucking close game. Hmm. But if you clock out and the other guy's got 25 minutes left on the clock, one, where did you go wrong? Where do you need help? Where do you need help thinking? Because that's the things that the other person can hopefully help you with. Hmm. The fact he's got 25 minutes on you means he's either got more experience or he's absolutely schooling you. Because that's why he's able to sit there and put you in the tank that long. That's, that's the whole point of it. Hmm. So that's the way that you'll learn from it. Being on the clock, I think, isn't just the pressure of being on the clock. I think it makes you learn quicker and it makes you ask more questions. So, if you're not on the clock, get on the clock. It helps you. And whatever and whatever and everyone else says is they're all lying and they're all bad. <laughs> um, hope that helps, Charlie. Dan Strau, 
How much armour will the tank have? Also, who do you think the crossover players will be? Well, the crossover players are Colossus and Salvo. No, it means the other way. We know one of them Spade. Oh. Spade, and I reckon it'll be Fuse. I'm going to say not Fuse. So can't be we've the got tank. Shaft is the it captain. Can't be the tank. Fissure's the tank. Mule. The, m- Mule. Mule. What's the mole called? Digger. It Digger, won't be the mascot. Course. No, no, no. I'm just trying. Okay. I'm trying to yeah, yeah. see them in my head. I forgot about Mule. Shaft, Fuse. Shaft train. is the captain. captain. Shaft. Captain on the side. Beaver on the side. Tank on the side. You've got Mule, Fuse, and Spade. We know Spade's going, so you've got Fuse and Mule. I don't think Mule will go over because he's too big. Because otherwise, the other team could field Locus, Colossus, Mule. I would like to play the full mech team, though. Yeah. Mule Mule is dog from um, fucking Half-Life. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, but it's it's not going to happen. I reckon it's going to be Fuse. Okay. All right, fair enough. I'm disappointed when Ratchet wasn't a crossover player. I'm going to go with Mule. But he throws bombs and Fuse is going to throw bombs. I'm assuming... Yeah, but I was just disappointed. I'm going Mule. Cool, I'm going Fuse. There you go, so that's what we think the crossover players are going to be. How much armour is the tank going to have? Five. Five. Matt, Matt said it's Matt said five. It's Matt wouldn't five. lie to us. It's five. At least five. I'm hoping it's got a Three. really fucking janky mechanic where it'll be something like whatever damage you take is halved. Rounding down. Rounding down. Because Fuck. from the rules that we have in the game currently, you feel like it would have like Defence zero. It would have glut mass. Not glut mass. What's it called now? Re- Resilience. 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 But no, no. So the reason I say the halving thing, like it'll, it'd ha- like so you can't take one damage. As in one damage results do nothing to you. Yeah. But also then it makes the people that are now currently outstanding have a counter. The bear. Mom six. No, three. Yeah. Sledge. Mom eight. No, four. It just gives you that cool. Oh yeah, you're playing that guy. All right, cool. I drop Fisher. All right. I, I mean, I'll allow it. It's so tough, isn't it? Because two down to one, not that big a deal. You get that against tough height. That's fine. exactly that's what I'm trying to say. I do my two down to one a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Like enough. tough height fails when the bear charges you and he's like mom eight, mom three. Because you're like, oh fuck, that's seven <laughs> yeah. and two. I'm but sure if, I'll for example, oh, I charge mom eight, mom three against the tank, and I go, cool, I'll take five. Yeah. 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 See? Yeah. I think it's quite cool. It's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually solid. I, I don't mind it. I'll, I'll, I'll let him have it. Okay. Is, anyone, is there a rule already called reinforced plating? That's Burnish's thing, isn't it? Yes. Burnish's That's thing. his. Um, Can't be that then. Character plate nor thing. I quite like the tank having something to protect its people. Ooh. I've just got loads of ideas for the tank. It could be really fun. Right down, send it to Perkins. Yeah. Like, yeah. what if reflective plating? You can pay a character like like the venom thing. Next time you get hit, you bounce it back. <laughs> what like roast? Well, you'd the imagine the bouncing people. You'd imagine the drill would have anatomical. I would I not imagine know. that. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I honestly don't think it's going to do much when it attacks at all. I think it's just going to be... Well, the whole guild is generally isn't meant to. But they said that about... No, you don't know that. What they said was they have the ability to go 3-0. and Not that they are built to only go 3-0. and Maybe I had a little chat with someone. 
Oh, we'll fucking spill the beans, Ginger. What the fuck? I had a little towel someone it was about three and a half. Oh, okay. Well, I, again, I, I asked people and they were saying, no, it's like they're going to be able to go three and no. They won't necessarily be only be able to go three and no. But look at, be look at Navigators and they've like a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Killing. Azimuth was a fucking outrage. He's a beast. Knocked down ice by Azimuth. Smash people. Um, But I can't wait for them. Yeah, I'm really, I'm triggered on. I know this, this wasn't the question, but I just can't wait for them. That was the last one, I think, as well. That was the last question, but there is some other stuff that we do need to talk about before we sign out and sign over to Russ. Sure. What? I was going to say Bones Con. That's what I was just about to say. After you. So, Mike Pollard, the maker of MP Designs thing. tournament trays Thank with you very their much. shit logo. <laughs> he drew it. I just made it better. Um, and uh, yeah tournament, tournament trays and dice trays he makes very nice dice trays yeah he does he does his custom dice trays wooden and leather and stuff yeah he is hosting at BonesCon the Guildhall tournaments I'm going to be going to BonesCon because it's in Guildford and it's not far away I think I'm everyone a, should go because I think I it's going to be great I'm a maybe Dan and Rick both said last year that it was amazing it's a lot smaller this year because it's in Guildford rather than Birmingham, but yeah, I mean it's, it's Guildford, really man. Yeah, it's a I drive away. It's just, uh, it's just the dollary dues. We'll see. It was a one-day drive, mate. Yeah, but you're coming. Don't worry about 50 it. Fifty quid. Yeah, you're coming. Don't worry. Or is so, it twenty-five for a day? Did you, did you see Ed Churchman's comment on to Richard Alderson's? How many times did you get to use the toilet? No. <laughs> Churchman's put less after Barry hung himself in there after the keynote. <laughs> Could work it. No, is that, that but, should be fewer. It should be. <laughs> so, BonesCon, Mike Pollard running, get to BonesCon, BonesCon's going to be great. We've also got things to look forward to. Danny Stroud's tournament is next weekend that you're going to? Yeah, yeah. the Iceberg Ahoy thing. Yep, so is Dan, so is... Basically everyone I'm Rick, not. so is Rich, so yeah. is Dice. Yeah, the Spartans are making up near enough a pod by themselves. Yeah. Um, I was So I actually booked that tournament first, before anyone else. Ages ago. Oh, Okay. And I was hoping that no one else was going to go and I could just have a Spartan free event. To the Hastings events that we've been to multiple ones before. Yeah. You were hoping we'd sneak, you'd sneak it under the radar. I thought because it's December, I thought people won't want to go. Dan will have a con. <laughs> It'll just be me and I can just play non-Spartans. And now I'm in a pod of Spartans. There's the Navs event. Danny Strauss running it. Top quality guy. I don't. I believe there might be a ticket going spare because Chad has dropped out. Chad had to drop out, yeah, because he's yeah. he's got something on that weekend. I might come if there's a spare space because I think the Angels working next weekend. Do it. Come along because then you bump me down to Pod Two, and it's it's Pod Two's less of a Shark Tank. It's still How good am players I there. higher than you on long chains? Because I've been doing shit at events. Well, no, but I might too. be. I might fucking tanked off the LCQ. Nah, you're definitely higher than me. Win against someone that wasn't ranked. Drop. Uh, lost. Lost. Drop. So that's nah, not you'll be higher than me, mate. But um, what else have we got coming up that's going to be good? I'm uh, so there you go, bollocks. I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to commit and say I'm going to run something at the club that's going to be a random thing. Right, so that's what I've been doing. That's why I was um, so on Wednesday. I went down with my notepad and I made a note of all the terrain we've got, what's painted, what's not, how many clocks we got, how many mats we got, what, and all the different kinds of terrain we've got. Is my so, mat still at the club, or did you bring? Probably. Did I leave it there? I don't know. I but like, I got, I got, I got my shit together. Oh, if you can message me that list, and then you never know, I might send some invites out to some very special individuals. Um, but yeah, <laughs> to very, that sounded proper strip club. So now it's some special events to some very special individuals. But yeah, no, I'm thinking I might um, try and run something. 
Yeah. I'm yeah, thinking I might try and play the things that you run. You're the ex-pundit. So. Ex-pundit that you couldn't be asked to fucking sign back up. Yeah. Yeah, I will. All right, I'll give it a crack. I'll, I'll make sure I get something down. Okay, cool. Other than that, do we have anything else we would like to add? Um. Enjoy our interview with Russ coming up next. Yeah, I was going to say some more stuff, but we've drawn a line. Yeah, good. Um, I'm yeah. I'm leaving it at that. Okay. Um, so coming up, we have our interview with Russ Charles. It's really good. He was really good. It's a little noisy because of the venue. Mama's kitchen. It's not as bad as... as, It's not really that bad at all. I had to do quite a lot of editing. Did you? And it's not stuck together with my usual DJ glue. (laughs) So it's a little clunky at some points. (laughs) I love that. So so bear with it. Um, But it's a real good interview. So I hope you'd like it. Um, So we'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Ta-ra. Wow. Of the week. Week. So welcome to a special episode of the Roll Better Podcast, where we are here with lead sculptor for Steamforge Games, Ross Charles. Hello. We're finally a year in the making, so at um, we mentioned this before on the podcast that we definitely needed to get Russ on, because last year, Steamcore 2017, um, you came out of a recording with another podcast who I can't remember which one you came out of, but you walked out the doors, and we were on the other side playing some games, and you said, I've just been on XYZ Podcast, when are you guys going to have me on? And we were three episodes in at that point, and we are just like... We didn't know. We don't know if anyone's listening to us at this point. Like, <laughs> we didn't even think. Yeah, we just did, we did it was as an excuse to have dinner together. That's like that, reasonable. That's the our start for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> hence our kebabs interludes. Quite a lot of people mentioned um, it as well. But so we had the keynote last night. We certainly did. We saw the miners, extra miners, and lost our shit. <laughs> so we yeah. would like to discuss Sorry, miners with an er. Thank you, Matthew. So we would like to discuss those with you, if we may. Okay. So you're very welcome. Yeah, far away. What can you tell us about them as an overview from your sculpting point of view? What was your approach? What were you thinking about? And when you saw the art, how did you like them? <laughs> so when we saw the art, so the miners was one of those interesting ones where because I mean, as you're aware, we have lots and lots of projects on the go at the moment. Sure. So yeah. we were kind of like all of the sculpting team were kind of deep down the critical role rabbit hole when the miners art dropped. So I hadn't been paying super close attention to the development. So we literally, much like you, we just had all the pictures drop like into my inbox in one go, which was kind of the best way. So I just got the whole team lineup and was like, oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And I was straight, so um, the sculpting team, because we're, um, we're all based in different locations. Right. Um, we have a, a Sculpting Wizards Discord, which we're on all day. Okay. So we have like a virtual, just sit there and Sculpting Wizards. Sculpting, uh, Lovely SF- SFG Sculpting Wizards is the name of the uh, <laughs> server. Because you're making magic happen. Exactly. Um, to, be, to be a fly on the wall at that. <laughs> so uh, I, I just banged, I just banged the, the images up into there and the guys just lost it. Um, <laughs> he has a mechanic arm. <laughs> and um, straight away I was like, okay guys, up until now, Guild Ball has really been my baby. Yeah. Um, then we'd loosen the reins a bit and let Ben... Ben was taking over doing some of the old poses and re-sculpts and limited edition figures. Um, But, I mean, as you're aware, Steamforge is growing hugely and my role is constantly changing and developing. And I can see a time when 
I will not have the capacity to be like Mr. Gilball sculptor 24 seven. Yeah. So there's, there's going to be a transitional period and the minus to me was just the perfect opportunity to uh, start to develop the guy's uh, eye for trying to sculpt in that aesthetic and in that world. Yeah. But also, like, those concepts were so good, <coughs> I just was like, I cannot be greedy and keep all of these to myself. <laughs> so we, we basically did a, we did, we did a very, very tiny snake draft. Um, everybody got to go around oh, once, I pick like a model, that. then we went around again and got a second model. That's great. So we did a tiny snake draft and that's how the miniatures got. Did you get to go out. first? Cause I went man. last. That's a good boss, way to answer that. How many of you are in the thing? Three. So we got two. So that means you went first as well. I suppose so. I didn't <laughs> consider that, but yeah. So I went last. Yeah, but that means you went first. Went last, <laughs> so I think I think the order good went answer. down. Tom went first and was all over the mold. He was like, one hundred percent. I've got to do that mold. He was so chuffed at the reaction yeah. Digger got in the Steam. Uh, the <laughs> that model is amazing. <coughs> I was like, when someone told me the, the the concept for the mascot was going to be a mole, I was a bit like, how do you make a mole cool? <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh right, you do it that way. <laughs> you give it massive fucking claws, just claws, and goggles. goggles. <laughs> yeah, it looks it's great. Light up those are yeah. those are day vision goggles. Day vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> of course, patent pending. Yeah, oh, you here first, folks. World exclusive. Um, so, what was your first pick? So, my first pick was Fuse because I assumed that one of the guys would want to jump on Fisher, and when Fisher came round, I wanted to leave it in the pool for them. But um, ah. they both were like too rich for my blood, guys. <laughs> I was going to say that's there's a. I mean, elephant in the room is it's a big fucking tank in Gilball, right? And. There is a division on people I've spoke to about 50% of people going, fuck me, that looks brilliant. And 50% of people going, that looks brilliant, but I don't understand it in the world of Gilball. And I think it's going to be tough to like, to do who wants the responsibility of that one? Yeah, I 100% agree. And I'm super glad it's not me that has that responsibility. <laughs> you know, my job starts and ends at picture is cool, model is cool. Yeah. Um, now I hear that, but my, my take on this is different because I, I'm such a inveterate miniatures fanboy. Uh, yeah, every decision I ever make is based on, are the figures cool? Um, and so my thought process for that start, started and ended with, I can't wait to make this model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I can't wait to play as with it. As, as an item, as an object, it is really cool. Yeah. But back to Fuse, I'm looking yes. at them now. So, what was your... I mean, this one, some of the times the art is very different to the model and you guys are like, oh, mm -hmm. but I want to change this. This one is quite similar. Yes. So when do you make that decision to like So I have a kind, so here's the thing. Over the years, what we've discovered is you can pretty much split a community down the middle between people that like their poses to look like the art yeah. and people who like their poses to be radically different from the art for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. So damn nerds. Consequently, what I broadly try and do is say we'll do roughly half of the team like they are, and roughly half of the half of the team in different poses, and that way we upset everybody. Yay! Yeah, everyone equal opportunities upset us. Correct. <laughs> everybody gets to be disappointed at the same time. I mean, this model looked really cool. Now he was a fun one. Um, when I saw him, it was like the that was one of those ones where I just I knew straight away that I wanted that model to do because I like anything where the proportionality of the miniatures is slightly in the extreme end of normal. Like 
I had an absolute blast. Like my personal favourite team that we've done, everyone always assumes it's going to be whatever came out most recently, but my personal favourite team that I personally have worked on is probably now the Cooks, just from a sculpting perspective, because the diversity of silhouettes and proportions, the proportional like uh, variants and silhouettes in those models is so diverse. I'm yeah. like, so you know. When the original bits came out for the Cooks, I didn't like them. I've seen the models in the cabinet. I want them. Exactly they, like, the same as honestly, it was. I, I was torn, and Dan was messaging and was going nuts about it. it was his favourite team, everything else. And I was like, <laughs> I'll be honest, this is probably the one team that I'm like not super interested by. I've seen them; those models are amazing. Like, I am now going to get. What excited me is I, as I'm sure people may or may not know, but I don't live very, very close to Manchester, so coming up to HQ is not something I get to do very often. Yeah. So when I do come up, I get to see the like physical real like all of this stuff that we've been working on for months and then there's a room full of it and I'm like a kid in a sweet shop and I picked up a set of the uh, cooks and I, I'm surprised we didn't bring this with us because it's really cool so we've got the, the the red plastic cooks now if you take those ones out of the cabinet and flip them you can see the red plastic bases those are the shop purchasable oh, I, models I thought they were um, I thought they were printed because I couldn't no, see like the pegs at the bottom no same, same with uh, the falconers we we use the production plastics now for, for the studio wow, pegs okay. and I was looking at those cooks and it is not unfair to say they are easily the best thing we've done uh, I mean the mm. quality of them is just off the chain that said sorry I'm just going to segue did anyone have a chance to pick up an Artorius off the demo table for the Dark Souls stuff yesterday no is that, you do. which one, which one the, was the that guy, he's, got, he's the guy with one hand hanging down and a massive sword across his back I and did face. that was on the first table yeah. the yeah. chainmail on the back of that model looks phenomenal, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. we're going to have to check this out because I've seen the model like that. it was on the same table as the one the, the dog with the sword in his mouth yeah yeah. 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 I looked at those models it was legitimately the chainmail on the back of that model is like some seriously next level. Oh, well, check that out. I know that's not it. Yeah, let's keep this separate because, um, as a sculptor, mm -hmm. we see your Venice lover, and then now the technology is at a point where do you feel that you can your ex, your artistic expression is now expressed in physical form in a in a way you're happy with? Because you look at some sculpts, some sculpts, and when it comes out, you're like, really. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and yeah, sometimes things get compromised by production processes, but I would make the case that that part of what I do, part of the challenge and part of the fun is I am required to work within certain boundaries. Yeah. So I've got a theory, it's based on no evidence at all, <laughs> the um, best kind that of, yeah. the best kind of creativity comes when you have boundaries. Yeah, uh, yeah. Case in point, Fellowship of the Ring, Unexpected journey. Okay. <laughs> One of those films has more constraints than the other. Yeah. In terms of budget, in terms of technology, in terms of studio limits on the vision. Yeah. And yeah. one of those films is much stronger because of the limitations. I think that if you are given complete freedom to do whatever you want to do, you you will end up being weak because there is a point where you have so many avenues you could pursue that you just dilute what you're trying to achieve. I could not agree more. I absolutely agree and I've definitely heard that as sort of like a comment before and I can't remember where. There's yeah, um, a game designer from the game Magic Gathering, I think, I want to say it's uh, Mark Rosewater, who says restrictions breed creativity. Yeah, yeah I would 100% agree with that. It is, can I do it? Right, so we're moving on to the captain. Shift! 
damn right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Strong. I mean, there's a lovely spike dragon marks. <laughs> so this guy, who sculpted this guy? Sorry, uh, my brother Ben. So this oh, is ben. I didn't know Ben was your brother. Yeah. The fact that like, it looks like someone yeah. made a, an older, uglier Ben when they made me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, great little segue, sorry. I'm terrible for this, but last oh, year, yeah, this is our wheelhouse. Yeah, so we keep it going. on last year, um, lovely, lovely, lovely Will from Guild Ball Gamer yeah. interviewed my brother for 10 straight minutes thinking it was me. <laughs> <laughs> And my brother is way too polite to have corrected him and just did his best to answer all of the questions. Brilliant. Brilliant. Oh, oh Will. Oh, poor Will. Because if you've only seen like a picture of someone, you yeah, can easily sure. get them confused with someone who looks very simple. Oh, he's not living that time, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. so, I love you, Will. <laughs> so, when one looks at this, is there any kudos for you in the team of like the captain? Oh, I see what you mean. Um, no. Right. We work on a design basis. We want to do the coolest models, where they are going to play on the pitch and what they're going to do, and which models are going to be the favourites of fans because of rules reasons doesn't come into it. Okay. We just like want to take, make the best interpretations of the coolest pictures that we can. Damn Fair. right. Fair. I love it. Um, so what can we say about this guy? So. He's got a giant mechanical arm. He has, yeah. He, he's got like the, the, the like a power fist type deal. Mm. And this is one of the places where we, um, you know, we have a little bit of creative license in the sculpting team. Where one of the things that I wanted to push a lot more strongly than the art does was that these guys are an engineer's miner, yeah. And so their design had to feel sort of engineers adjacent. So. Mm -hmm. We brought in a lot more of the metal trimmed uh, wood panel uh, mm. uh, features, which is very um, engineer's mechanica. Well, that was my question. Yeah. Like, um, when I looked initially, I assumed it was sort of metal, but we're sort of saying that's a wooden. That is a wooden. A wooden that wooden is a wooden arm. big forearm. Yeah. yeah. So wooden paneling. When you yeah. see the model, it'll look like he's basically. It looks almost like one of Locus's um, yeah. big mm. fists. What I what I really love is. So a lot of people, when they get told, you know, he's someone with a metal arm, it basically looks exactly like a normal arm, but it's just it's metal. You know, it's it's got a winter soldier and stuff. Yeah. Winter soldier type did exactly yeah. what I'm thinking. With this, it looks like a functional piece of mechanical equipment. It's it's big it's armor blocks, but it's a clear spin. It's like a spindly <coughs> arm inside of the big armor piece because yeah. a mechanical arm just needs the, the functional bits. Yeah, that's all it yeah. needs. It's this is and this is the um, this is the genius of uh, the whole creative pipeline because the the ideas behind the industrialization of the mechanical parts yeah. and the fact that they would all have a mechanical limb starts with like Jamie and Bryce and that team. They feed that to Doug our uh, amazing concept artist uh, and douche, Doug, Doug throws his spin on it and Doug's spin as is, is always like dials everything up to 11 right. um, and then so by the time we get our hands on it the you know there's an argument to say that we have the easiest part of this process because by the time it comes to us the concept is pure gold so we yeah. literally just have to Turn that into something in three dimensions, and it's like. With, but with um, with the, you said Doug does obviously all of the art, right? Um, yeah, I mean for Gilball, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, I mean for Gilball. So, do you feel because you've got a sculpting team of three of you, when you split between that, was it tough to stay true? together and keep the team together so what yeah. I'm saying with that is there's a lot of art that I know for other games where we have gone and spoke to the artist and if you were to put down six pictures in front of them 
me not knowing art too well, I could allocate them to the right artists because sure. they've got a very different style. Sure. Yeah. The engineers, the miners, look uh, fluid. They look unified. They, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, the yeah. Word, that's the word I wanted. Yeah. To so they look that, unified. You guys seem to be able to click. That the is my job. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a big part of what I do, and it's a big part of what Matt does with me. Um, and a big part of that is choosing the right, the right sculptors to have on the team in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because we are constantly on Discord, it's although I'm in charge of the sculpting team ostensibly, um, the reality is it we're a very meritocratic. Is that how you say it? I don't yeah, know. Merit yeah. meritocratic. Yeah. Um, basically. Everybody gets to say what's working on a model. Everybody gets to say what's bad. It doesn't matter whose model it is. We, we all want to do the same thing. We just put the best model out that we can. And so because of that, we're constantly posting work in progress images and they'll send me miniatures and I'll do paint overs or I'll modify it. And the great thing is because of the way we're working, you know, um, Tom or Ben can produce a sculpt, wing it to me, I can change it, send it back. Within 10-15 minutes, they're working on those changes, and we're seeing it and we're discussing it live. Likewise, I can put up something that I don't feel is working at my end, and Tom will do a quick paint over, or Ben will go like, "Right, here's a helmet I've made. Try that on there and see if that's gonna gonna bring it out." And that's nice. That seems to be uh, how we get it to work. But interesting, you're saying about you know picking out the artwork. I can 100% send things to Matt, and he will tell you with complete accuracy every time which one of us sculpted it. He knows. Oh, how oh, interesting. He's been, well, yeah, he knows our style so well. I like he just, that. He just knows. I wonder if moving forward, like if we work out who's done these, yeah. we, yeah. like moving forward, can like have that knowledge. That'll be interesting. I'm going to try yeah. my best. Maybe, right. maybe it's because we're so familiar with your style at the moment that we're seeing them work towards yours, so we're not seeing it yet. But yeah. maybe a bit of, bit of uh, their characters will come into uh, Down the line, um, I don't know if this qualifies as a spoiler, but uh, recently I had a Guildhall miniature worked on by Tom's partner, Holly, um, oh. as a freelance piece. Uh, and I challenge anyone to be able to work out which model Holly did as well, because she locked the aesthetic like oh, a wow. So she, so, your Guildhall yeah. model? Yeah. And it's not one of the miners? It's, not, it's nothing that's been revealed yet. So it's a lamplighter? It's nothing that's been revealed. Yet. <laughs> so when we see a model that we think that someone else could have done, we'll message This looks like there's a thing is, you see, I'm telling you that now. We'll there's know. just no way you'll we'll never know. <laughs> Every time a new model's released, I'm going to come to yeah. you. Like, so, I was going to say, one? Holly gets the next 27 Gilball releases attributed to her. <laughs> <laughs> this was I. Yeah, Russ, who? <laughs> so let's move on to Mule. Yes. Because yes. holy balls. So this is an interesting one. This model actually, the miniature went through several iterations. This is one of the uh, one of the places where the artistic process um, jumped out because uh, Ben, this is Ben's model, right, and right. Uh, he, uh, we knew that we wanted a. Jamie described the pose that he wanted as being kind of like a gorilla, sure, but yeah. not too aggressive, which I think Ben nailed with the pose. Um, but Ben's initial interpretation, I think he locked on the gorilla thing. Um, the original model was way heavier and bulkier and yeah. much more like the silhouette was just like this block of, right. of angry metal. And I liked it, but my feedback to him was just open it up, create some more negative space in the design, make the silhouette more interesting and yeah. just that slightly rangier feel. Because you look at the artwork and when your eye first passes over the art, you do see a big block. But when you actually stop and look, 
it's it, because it's turned at an angle you realize it's actually quite a rangy miniature and it's just twisting slightly so it's overlapping itself it's gotcha. panels of, of, of armor slightly offset from the skeleton frame. yeah That's but there's actually quite a, a wide rangy skeleton yeah. in there so we went back and forth on this but i think you know this is one that ben really knocked out of the park and the little details like putting the candle in the, in yeah, the chest yes. in the head that's I really great lo really love it so again we're saying it's all wood and stuff these blocks is this like whole chunk metal because it looks like it's riveted rather than wood yeah let me let me that's see that's like the, the for listeners at home that's the forearm sections yeah so um there's a little i don't know if in jokes even the right, right word but the, the forearms on this are the same tech you'll see exactly this kit on the uh tank so basically right. we took some of the mechanic elements and carried them across so you've got this sense that they have got technology that they are re re reusing so in the same way that a wheel is a wheel and it unifies the theme yeah the and the same, you'll see together. the same thing the drill okay. arms on the special version of um uh colossus yes. has the same kit speaking thereof yeah yeah, yeah there you go you can see that that is the same technology yeah, 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 cool. It's all it's all got very similar, like, even like the nuts and bolts and yeah. all the And what I loved about this, this is Ben again, this is my brother again oh, in right. this one. Um, and this, I did him a render of, of the original Season 1 Colossus model, and yeah. in Photoshop, it was so awful, like crayon drawing of Photoshop. And I'd be <laughs> like, here's a minus helmet, here's an arm with a big drill on it, here's a big thing here, and I just sent him this awful, awful picture. <laughs> and legit, Apart from this is a million times better, that is exactly what I drew. <laughs> he I absolutely it. nailed it. So good. So this good. model is bonkers good. What I You're really not going to see Bill Colossus ever again. <laughs> I know. A lot of people are going, uh, sort of, uh, focusing on the fact that he now looks like he's sort of piped in or, or fixed into the actually looks like he's fixed into the Colossus machine. Yes. Mm. What I'm really fixing on is that whereas the old Colossus looked very mobile, big. Uh, uh, tall and long reaching and, and, and like he was always going somewhere quite fast and yeah. scaring about. This guy looks stoic, solid, like he sets himself in, things yeah. come out and lock down into the ground yeah. and because you've got the drill coming out and then he's going to be working. He <coughs> Funny looks you should say that because set. he really does and it's not immediately apparent in the render but um, we use real technology references so these drills are actually 19... 15 to 20 like vintage um, hammer drills uh, that we found on the internet so they are old tech and then his rear legs it's again you can't see because of the shadows but they have actually they're the they're, they're pinions with the fold down plates. Mm. Like, exactly what it was, was uh, the reference we used for that was the fold out plates they used for uh, mortars mm. oh um, yeah so the idea is those shock absorbers go down and the front legs just go to work oh i love it it's exactly I mean, what i thought it's just I it. i mean taller. in terms of him being like cyborged up and stuff do you know if that's indicative of a story point or uh, just because like this Doug model drew it and you 100 percent uh me and ben having a good time um, <laughs> Brilliant. so if Sherwin chooses to take it in a story direction, but I can I can state for the record that there was no like massive story driving this. I just wanted to make something really really so, cool. So there wasn't dug art for this one. This was you no, guys. This, we just made this. Oh up. well, oh, that's great. I mean, dude, fucking nailed it. Thank you. It's so <laughs> good. We all saw it and was like, what? I play some engineers now. But again, I mean, engineers players have complained, not complained, that's not fair. Engineer players have commented, rightly so, for a long time that their guild lacked old sculpts compared to other guilds. Okay. And so, and engineers is one of the guilds that I play. Yeah. So I felt that pain. 
Um, so I decided if we're going to alt sculpt engineers, we are going to town. It's like the uh, crossover salvo with the two nail guns. Well, well speaking of other things that you've smashed out of the park. Uh, I, I came and talked to you yesterday about that one. And this is Barry. I know you're a fan. Oh, possible new favourite model. So, but I was finding it hard to sort of articulate it precisely why, I think. I, so the, the idea here, this, again, this is where the model has like a little bit of a narrative flow to it in the same way that we've got the, the brace plates and the drilling with the... Mm, with, yeah. So here, the idea is very specifically these screwing, uh, like screwing rivet bolts is, so you're digging the mine, these are the things that will drive the um, like wooden supports directly into the rock face and yeah. like, like clamp all of the mine um, su supports together so that you, you your mine doesn't collapse. So this is meant yeah. to be working miners technology that's being repurposed for, for the pitch. Right. Is his leg wooden or like all metal? I can't remember. I can't tell from that pick. It's probably a blend. It's um, His leg is based on the same tech that um, Fuse's uh, yeah. prosthetics are based on. Gotcha. He's got two holes. Right? And who, who was, who was this is me. This is yourself. Yeah, ah, okay, great. Like, and the, the, the little crossbows were always like cool, but now this is like guns. Effectively, in my head, they look more... Well, it's a nail gun. No, I mean, exactly. The thing is, we know from the fiction, we know from the lore, isn't it weird how when we talk about war games, we talk about fluff, if we talk about video games, we talk about lore. Lore feels yeah. more respectful. Um, when we yeah. talk about the lore... Um, well, I, I once said fluff in, in front of Jarvis Johnson, and then Jess Goodwin, and then fucking bonkers at me. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. I won't do it again. But in that world, we know that the engineers had gun technology mm. and backed away from it because of what happened to Salvo's sister. Yes. So it's not we're not breaking canon by giving him weapons that have no. a gun-like function. Course. But I like the fact that they're tools. Yes. And it's yeah. mechanically plausible that we don't need to change his rules. You know, they, that will still work for him with with. But Flurry and all the rest of it. It just feels like I want like five he of this He said pausing model. to try and remember what the season four version is. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it, it's kind of... Um, Flawed Obviously bolt. I want that in Guild Ball, but I want that as my RPG character. Fact. Yeah. I don't know how I make, make this happen, but I want it as my RPG character. Totally. So that looks like a that looks like a DM's Guild special. Uh, get Matt Mercer's Gunslinger Fighter class, and you're good. <laughs> so uh, Dan and a couple of others and I have have this theory. Are you familiar with the um, Full Metal Alchemist anime? Uh, yeah, which, funnily enough, the Critical Role cast are all the voice actors for. Oh, fantastic! See, this is the thing I told you because obviously we're not familiar with Critical yeah. Role. With, we're we're pig ignorant on that front. That's maybe I'm going to have to go and listen to it now. Um, so obviously, the, I, I, I love the aesthetic of this guild. I'm a big fan of Full Male Alchemist. I'm loving the, not it's not auto male, but there's there's a little bit of you know similarity sure, in, sure, sure. in themes. You know, obviously it was uh, not, probably not exactly a, a, an idea you had when you were doing it. But our, our theory with Salvo at the moment, and why he's got a mechanical leg, is that he tried to build another sister, and in some way had some sort of equivalent exchange mess up, where <laughs> he saw the gate of truth, his leg disappeared, no sister. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that kind of story that leads him ending up in the Miners Guild. We don't, we don't quite know how yet. But so that's gonna, your head cannon, man. You, that's go, my, that's you my do head you. <laughs> you beautiful. We'll be late, we'll be honest. Yeah, exactly. When we were, I'm just thinking that like those guns make the concept of flawed bolt like unpleasant. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, literally yeah. just staples <laughs> into the it, ground. When it's flawed bolt, it feels like something like something heavy's knocked you over. Now it does. Yeah, it feels like I'm pinning you down. you're pneumatically fixed to the floor. That is cool. But and we, now arrow to the is it's these yeah. the arrow to yeah. the knee. Now it just it, it, feels, it feels even worse. <laughs> it's on that. 
nail gun to the knee. Uh, does he hold him sideways? <laughs> Probably. And it's <laughs> not just a nail gun either. It's, Boom. It's, it's a drill bit that's fired, spinning through the air at you. Brilliant. That is cool, man. But we, we spoke to Perkins in our Blacksmiths episode, and he was telling us about there was briefly a notion of a veteran player where it was veteran uh, velocity was a, like an exosuit. Oh, the exosuit velocity. And he was yeah, saying that yeah. you love that notion. Oh, man. Yeah, I loved it so much. It slightly terrified me how to represent it effectively on a pitch. It, you could have avarice and greeted it if she only applied to a single player. Yeah. Because you could have had, like, Salvo, Iron Man suit. Like Hulkbuster version, I or whatever. still think it's weird. Salva wearing his sister. I'm sorry, it's just like, strange. Like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, slide, slide right in. Do um, <laughs> a perfect fit. <laughs> but, we should have one every week. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just loved it conceptually, and I loved the redesign. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you've seen the redesigns that I've done for the for hoist and velocity. Yeah. Post locus because yeah. again, so here's a, here's a uh, piece of season one trivia that not everyone knows is that there are a couple of guilds in season one that weren't designed by by Doug um, because of the speed w- which we had to do the artwork for the Kickstarter, like the alchemists, the brewers, and the uh, engineers were designed by another chap whose name I'm really sorry um, escapes me right now. Um, good friend of Matt's, and so obviously when Doug got his chance to design Locus, we got Doug's spin on what a Mechanica looks like, mm, and like he just okay. took it in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I was like, okay, this looks really cool, but now we need to kind of retrospectively bring the others. Yeah, um, Mechanica up to scratch. All of the guilds to do it, and if the engineers are evolving to do it, yeah. so it's a really yeah. cool way to be able to just pull upgrade. it through the season my, and then upgrade it. Totally, my favourite thing about those resculpts is hoists. Have you seen hoists arm? Yeah. The scary walls popping open. Yeah, pops open with the scanner, so he just barcode scans you and gets your gets your oh, abilities. I love it. Button mushrooms. I mean, Let's go. Beep. I would like to have seen that one in real life, but we haven't had them yet. They're coming, man. They're coming. They said before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, he leaned back and went, not mind. <laughs> uh, my Russ, my Russ, what slopey shoulders you have. <laughs> you guys see my salvo yeah. though. Yeah. 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 Did you see my sculpt? <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> so, moving on to Spade. Yes. So that's one of the ones, like, that's the art. Yeah. Kind of similar. It, it feels like the, the captain model is similar to the spade pose like that. Yeah, that was actually, uh, and that was a, we really liked the spade pose, so, yeah. uh, but we knew we wanted a nice dynamic. So I've got a thing about like, you know, which figures will give the dyma- dynamic poses to, yeah. and we were given the story about spade, and like, spade is a baller. She, she is a like beast, it. and it's like, right, she is not just gonna stand there. We want her to look like she is going to. We're going to That was, that was Perkins interface directly with the building, yeah. so you can communicate with everyone at once. Yeah. <laughs> so Spade, um, <laughs> so she's going to run up, get a spade and smash you around the face with it. Brilliant. Did they say in the, um, uh, something she's the striker? She is, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. As in she strikes you in the yeah. head. Yes. <laughs> now, I was talking to Tom yesterday and he was working a little bit on Spade while I was talking yeah. to him. And, um, 
he said he would shoot it. He gave me a little a little sneaky peek of, of her with a with a, a nice full render. Because obviously with the photos that are on Gubs at the moment, the photos on the screen for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not to ideal. see. Now when he showed me the full render in, in as it is at the moment, um, and when you can see around, she is jacked. Oh, yeah. She is so hench. The mu the work the muscle work he's done on her left arm. Right, left arm. For the other mechanical. How natural and organic it looks is phenomenal. Yeah, Tom is a real master. Her shoulders terrify me. She's just she's this little ball of muscle with a metal arm and a spade. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah, you get the feeling that, that like she's got crushed. Millstone. That's how yeah. she trains. Like Millstone, Millstone's very muscular, but I reckon yeah, she looks like more built than Millstone. Yeah. She is. She is. She is a. She is an awesome figure. Fantastic. And no. she's got the. Someone else said it online, and I feel that she does fit the aesthetic very well. She looks very Brewer-esque in yes, her pose of running actually. with a... Tapa Hooper pose. Yeah. I hadn't considered but, that, but yes. in no negative way, it's a style I really like. It looks like someone that's just built. I think that's just because that's the Brewer's meant, and, like, the, yeah. the, the Brewer's style of... There is. They are and big, believe me, and the hippie. There's only a limited ways you can run at someone swinging <laughs> a massive yeah, With a two-handed yeah, yeah, weapon. Exactly, but when, when that came out, Looking it was like... like it's like the engineer's style. Of you can kind of Naruto uh, it up down yeah. here as well, kind of works. But I like I like that overhead swing. It feels very natural with a spade. If that's what you do. I was going to say it feels it feels very wasted if they're going to go Naruto with a spade. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you've got something a little the bit more classy. The dragon on the floor. Bonk. Bonk. Veteran off. <laughs> yeah. So, talking to you only weapons. Uh huh. The pose for veteran grayscales. But can we have a couple more? Like when he's like. Like back kind of Jedi style. Oh, uh, Ninja Grace. Oh, fucking oh, love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus she loved it too. Yeah, quite, I was quite quite on scales there. Yes. yes. Can we have a f like a few more of like I don't care if it's literally the same pose. I just love that pose. I want a team of like I'm doing that. I'm going to strike you, I but think, I'm I think Jedi pausing. I quite like the idea of an uh, O-Decimate in either, you know, like a typical fencer's pose, like when they salute, where they bring the sword up before them. Ooh. Or like in the middle of a post, like that. that. I'd really like something like that. Well, this is a wish listing. We're not wish listing. It was, it was like starting. Write that down. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, now we're going to move on to the elephant in the room, almost literally. Controversial. The tank. So this was, oh, do you know what, forgive me, I don't think I asked who did Spade. Did you say that? was Tom. It was Tom. We did talk about it. I'll edit that out so I don't sound like a Tom was Spade and Digger, and he's so in love with Yeah, so Fisher, back to yours. Yeah. So when you saw this one, what was your first thought? Please, please don't choose this because I want it. pretty much my thoughts when I put it out to the guys. I was just in love instantly. I've got, okay, so... I'm a big, before I was a 3D sculptor, back when uh, I was training to be a teacher, um, part of the ways I supplemented my income was working on, uh, I used to do pixel art for very early mobile phone games, like oh. pre-iPhone, like stuff going out over Nokia and on stuff. On the old WAP. Oh, okay. uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to joke with Barry, we need to WAP on. Because <laughs> I'm like older than them by a long way. Yeah, when he turns his network off, it's WAP off, and then he comes back and he goes, WAP on, and then he gets back in the conversation. Because they leave their data on, and I'm like, look after the pennies, pounds look after themselves, turn your data off. <laughs> How many pennies are you really saving? Well, I'm just fascinated by someone who doesn't have an unlimited data contract. What's wrong with you? Well, I save a couple of pounds, so... <laughs> I've got 15 gigs, I always go do that every month. I've got four, and I only recently have started hitting it. This, it's not, not really a mobile phone podcast? Uh, it absolutely is. GW, Sorry, can we find some GW products to talk, talk about? about? <laughs> we can talk about the screensaver at the start of the keynote. 
Yeah, the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> SPG. They're like, yeah, it fits our podcast. <laughs> anyway, the tank. So yeah, the tank. So yeah. So I was. Uh, so I. I grew up and then subsequently got to design like you know those like metal slug chibi tank type mm. things yeah so when this came around I was like oh all my old chibi tank skills <laughs> coming out again <laughs> let's go coming up you say me- uh, metal slug that's where my mind went yeah. and I was like I was like this is so cool like I, I was advised. I think there's a picture of um, there was a meme that went round head office of the Don Esqu- Dos Esquis like most interesting man and it does say I don't always tank but when I do it's metal slug <laughs> <laughs> so Again, like <laughs> this is effectively a wooden tank around a metal frame. Is that the notion? Um, this one is more metal than wood, actually. Oh, okay. It's a mostly metal model. Ah, oh, so these sort of this is all metal here. So, this, uh, so I'm not going to lie. That artwork's been updated from the version I had. That oh, model, that, oh, okay. That model might change ever slightly before it gets released. <coughs> <coughs> oh. I mean, yeah, that, that is, that is definitely uh, updated art. I, I have not seen that picture. <laughs> okay. Wow, that that's really recently updated. Then, so I'm I was really glad s- that we could give you the inside yeah. scoop. Well, yeah, one of my questions, if spoilers, I'm, <laughs> one of my <laughs> questions <laughs> was going to be about the modifications, and I was going to say like because of the way the vents moved and the way this this bracket is around the tracks, and it was different. I was going to say was that like a pro- a mould production thing, but it's a it's a you didn't see the artwork. It's a, it's a, a obviously there's been some artwork updates which. In, you know that is something that happens yeah. um, but also here's the thing because <coughs> excuse me because there's a design dialogue that goes backwards and forwards between the art team and the, the dev team before I get it this artwork might be new this artwork might be old all I can tell you is it's not artwork that I was cited on so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know brilliant <laughs> Like <laughs> I mean, do it on a night, you know. You'll know whether or not that artwork's current when the model actually releases, and it wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I want to go back to the creative side, obviously, but I'd yeah. just like to ask a sort of functional question. Fire away. Um, a model of that size. Yeah. What production problems does that chuck up when you're drawing it up? Are you like, well, that's going to be a from a design bugger. perspective? When you're making it, the main thing I'm thinking is there's no way that's getting made in less than probably four or five pieces so I need to make sure there are obvious breakpoints on this model that we can yeah. use for a design perspective because I don't know exactly what process we'll use you know but I've designed it in such a way that you could split the drill into a couple of pieces so you could hollow it you could split the body into a couple of pieces so you could hollow it you could each of those tracks would come off separately mm. the rider would just plug in um, with her yeah with her um, couple what's that thing a lid whatever hatch, hatch thank you um, it's been a long weekend uh, so, so what? I don't really change the sculpt, but I do think about putting places where a break would be obvious. You'll see a lot on normal models. Like yeah. it's like, why has that model got a belt around its arm? Well, we're going to be taking the arm off. We don't want you to have to. It's egregious to have to try and hide a join line on skin. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like um, so it's interesting to hear you say about the break points because obviously we know that. But in these terms, because SFG's move has been a plastic team in a box that a muppet can open and play with. That feels counter to that. Well, we always say that you get single piece miniatures. We don't tell you we make them single piece. Yeah. We just give oh, them to you. Oh, of course. Piece. Hence my furnace not having an arm. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> They're pre assembled. Most of the time. Managed, I don't manage to get that. That's why players didn't have an arm. Yeah. That's how I roll. It's, not, it's never dying. <laughs> so, of course, oh, you've, got your, you've got your season seven. Why doesn't my furnace have an arm? <laughs> <laughs> Season seven, why is my furnace dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. 
Um, of course, yeah, it has to be put together because done on the sprues, taken off, popped together. Of course. I mean, back to creative stuff. So, did if you've got that in your head then, and you've got that history of that, you didn't need to sort of go and be inspired. You saw it and were just like, I'm going to do this. No, this is happened. this is my wheelhouse. Um, yeah. Weirdly. So like my, I, it's like oil and water. My favorite things to sculpt is a real, real big split. I like to sculpt really like high fantasy, like belt buckles, axes, gnarly. So God tier is, is totally my oh, jam. Yeah, yeah. And then robots and flying tanks and, <laughs> and, and machinery and not a lot in between. So I mean, in between is kind of boring. Well, when you, if you could choose and you could go high fantasy and super robot, yeah, what's like, the point like in the middle? The middle, middle management? <laughs> yeah. Like go briefly. I mean, I'll sculpt, yeah. you know, I'll sculpt anything, because at the end of the day, like, I'm sculpting, it's awesome. But if you <laughs> give me my choice, I'm going to take that over, like, like near future or, or, like, you know, modern warfare type things. Yeah. I'd much yeah. rather be like, like the robots for Redline are both me. And well, this oh, is I, that was, was going to be my next question. What a beautiful segue. You've played this <laughs> game Terrific before. lead in there, Russ. Um, so, uh, TFU, this is uh, new, new, uh, the new Redline, codename Redline, obviously because it's a placeholder name. Um, you were obviously involved in, is it, is it just you doing the, doing the sculpting on this? Or is there uh, other people? So, the only way to answer that is so far, yeah. I'm the only person to have my fingers on sculpts for it. Yeah. I would be very surprised if that remained the case. Yeah. Yeah, it's very obviously it's very early days. I mean, yeah. We've seen two concept arts and um, Scott pre and sculpts. Yeah. It was a six thirty to midnight situation. We Saw were, those and it was just boring. White around. <laughs> they were beautiful. I am a big robot dude. I, well, not literally. Made, you're still made a few. Correct. Love transformers. Not that they looked like me, but like. The, that aesthetic, the mechas, the all of that stuff. What's what, what's great for me, and I don't. This this will sound like one of those weird, like passive aggressive statements. Like <laughs> my favourite. Um, but when I first joined Steamforge, one of the ideas that I had that I was really fired up about was the idea of a, like a robot fighting arena game. Uh, and I got the. Now my idea was frankly terrible um, <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna have magnets and you'll put different arms on and they'll fall off and you'll be able to and it's, it was awful oh, I, I, mean, that, like that. I mean that sounds great it sounds great and I forgot my arms yeah <laughs> <laughs> I live in California my models are literally illegal because they got magnets in um, <laughs> oh yeah because you swallow them and it's a yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was it was a terrible 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 idea and then yeah, yeah. Um, that giant killer robots game happened and I was like well I don't need to make my yeah. And then, uh, and then we're doing a fighting robots game, and it's so much better than anything I could have come up with. And I get to work on it, so it's perfect. <laughs> it's absolutely we're, perfect. We're hoping to get a demo later because yeah, I want to go and we talk to. I'm in. Dave, let's, let's Dave. go play. Dave. I love it. <laughs> so, now Dave is the guy who, who had the idea for him, and a couple of other people who obviously brought it to Steam Forge. Yeah, it's Steam an Forge innovation. innovations. SFG innovations, and basically said we've got this cool idea, and they went. We really like that idea. It's got robots in it. And that, that, uh, is it the kin who is the, the, the one with the saws for hands? Is that beasts? I've got them mixed up. I don't know. Is the kin beasts? Huh. I don't know. There's so robots with saws in their hands. Bear in mind again, because I get concept art early, yeah. sometimes the names that appear on the art that I know of them course. as is not what they yeah. end up being called. Like yeah. the engineers team are called like Ball Guy, Crossbow Dude. <laughs> but I don't have I don't have photos. <laughs> I don't have photos of that to post up on our page, but I'm going to try and go get some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, people they need to see seeing. that. People need to see these robot renders, man. Yeah, they look beautiful. You've done some awesome work. Did, 
with those, did you have concept art or is that like spewing from your head? No, well, um, again, I'm not saying this to, uh, to poke fun, but the pictures of the concept art was literally behind the renders on that slide. Yes. Yes, yes they were. Yeah. But you don't know which came first. Oh, I, I see what you mean. It's just a chicken yeah. or egg situation you're asking about. Yeah. yeah. Is it chicken and egg? No, no, that was concept and there is more concept. Doug has um, smashed it out of the park because everyone knows Doug as Mr. Gilball, but yeah. you know, Doug has a very, very storied career working in video games on everything from Resistance for the Man to Little Big Planet. He oh, okay. is wow. so versatile. Um, there, there's like nothing that he won't put a, an amazing spin on whether yeah. it's like making Sackboy alternate costumes or like designing the most terrifying killer robots ever so <laughs> like as soon as we put Dog on it and this is a great example of one of the things that Steamforge Innovations can do so well is you know these guys have an amazing concept for a game but what they didn't have access to was someone with a turbo boost concept skill like Doug has got which we can then translate into a bunch of really really desirable miniatures so that's just one thing that we're able to do so it's like an across the board sort of level up mm. really so if you I mean well you don't want to give too much away because it's still very early doors, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you've been working on this game you've done a range for, for this company there is um, what else? There, there, there are as, as you know there are, there are definitely two factions and yeah. they definitely have more than one I, robot I think <laughs> it's fair to say like we can say what Dave told us yep. which I think he said currently there's like three robots aside but they, I think it was like there's going to plan to be like two to five in a team and different commanders plug in and machinists, chain, machinists, machinists plug in and that alter the way the robots play is what he told us wow. really stuff, I mean you know if anyone would know Dave would <laughs> yeah so we're really looking forward to that and like I can't wait to get my hand on your model that looks uh, it's, it's, this is a good one. This is, this is one I am stoked for. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. But, um, well, there was one more thing I wanted to just, just ask you about. And it was, just it was, one more thing. Just well, I bought one, so don't worry. We ain't going anywhere yet. It <laughs> was, and it's, it's because it was, this is something that I know is your baby. This isn't something that you're, you're, you're working on the project because it's bits. Let's talk about my baby. Let's talk about your baby and, or your puppy. My puppy. Well, multiple your puppy. puppies. Uh, multiple puppies. Just because you've got two dogs, haven't you? Yeah. Um, so Dungeons and Doggies. Yes. I keep saying Dungeons and Doggos, that's different. Dungeons, Dungeons and Doggies, Doggies is a very lovely webcomic that yeah. we did do a partnership with. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our the limited edition miniature is uh, is from their comic. Yeah. Um, Where was was it as simple as I love D and D, I love dogs. Uh, this is a great story. Smash them together. Um, it, it, it's even better than that. It went like this. Um, I, my so so uh, little. Less, less well known is that the Sculpt team and Matt, we do play D&D together um, as often as we can. My brother DMs for us um, and it's a game involving uh, uh, the guys Matt, uh, my wife plays and a bunch of friends that live up near us. Um, and uh, I, wanted, uh, I wanted to get some character art done for the game. Um, now I was lucky enough to sculpt my own figure because no, of course, <laughs> and Doug, Doug drew it for me, so I've got this kick-ass art, but I wanted to... Is, is, sorry, is that, the is that the tortoise? No, it's Cloven, my awesome elderly beekeeping, uh, tea-drinking cleric. Oh, I've missed that one. <laughs> yeah, no, he's basically an awesome. English vicar. He's, he's a terribly polite librarian. He's <laughs> desperately lovely in all, all possible ways. Um, so, <laughs> I wanted to get some more art done, so I basically went to the... Went to the D&D community and was like, yo, D&D art community, I'm a sculptor, here's my work. Anyone want to trade some miniature sculpts for some art? 
And the, pretty much the first person that messaged me back was April, who was like, here's my portfolio, I'm completely awesome. And uh, <laughs> I would love to do your pictures. Here's my D&D character, it's a golden retriever wearing a wizard's hat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know what's going to happen next. Right? Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. He's saying you vote for the can of worms. And yeah, so, so me and April, basically, we just got onto, it was just like loads and loads of Discord conversations, just getting more and more excited about the prospects. And then I started turning out models. And then uh, I showed, because obviously Matt and I have got the painting and polygons yeah. Um, yeah. where we do uh, sculpting and painting. Um, and the original plan was me and Matt were like, oh, we can make them in resin and like we, we need a GoPro and we need a better microphone set up. We can make a few hundred quid and, you know, pull it together that way. So he's like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll chuck in a bit of money and pay for some artwork and we'll, we'll get it out and it'll be great. So... Uh, that was the original plan, and, and then it just grew and grew and grew, and it got more and more traction online. I mean, like, talking numbers is just like a weird way of, of, of measuring your, your EP, but we've got 5,000 people nearly on our Facebook page now. Mm. Like, we don't even post on it, really. It's just people <laughs> just love... D&D and dogs. The, people love dogs, people love D&D, who knew? Um, so yeah, it, we got the designs, and April, again, I am blessed to work with such amazing concept artists, because it, it makes me look so good, <laughs> and it's all there. Um, she, she produced amazing, amazing design work for all of the characters, and you know, my dog's in there, and my neighbour's dogs are in there, and Matt's dog's in there. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we, she, she smashed it out of the park, and the miniatures, people loved them, and then I did a really wonky set of rules, and then Matt, knew some guys in the role-playing world who we could actually get to do proper rules they, yeah. they've taken that on and Steamforge has been incredibly generous with um, giving me access to their knowledge base like we've got an amazing graphic artist at head office called Abby and Abby was like yeah I'll come and help you design packaging and do all of that so oh, brilliant. it's been phenomenal and obviously it's been hugely successful and then there's Matt last night oh yeah we're doing we're doing a dog for charity and I'm like okay Cool. Did you not know about that? No, I, I knew, I knew, I knew. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> I knew. I mean, it is Matt, so we all It is Matt, so that's a possibility. Well, yeah, can but, can yeah. we talk about that figure then? So uh, We can do, but there's genuinely not much to say yet because we literally had a conversation last week where he's like, would you be willing to do this? And I'm like, dude, I am I am so about doing some charity work yeah. stuff. But it's, is a charity called ARC? Was that accurate? Uh, you'd have to check with Matt. There's two charities with, that we're considering. There's... We, when I say considering, they're not up against each other. We want to yeah. support both. There's them, and then there's also, even more perfectly, there's a charity called Dogs for Good, right. who train support dogs for autistic children. Oh, oh. so we're hoping together. to be able to support both of them. I mean, marvellous. We've um, also been able to buy, at a local level, using uh, some of the, the money generated, we've been able to buy a load of um, uh, stuff off the local um, dog rehoming centres, Amazon Wishlist. So the dogs get oh, good Christmas oh, at, at the centre. So um, for, for anyone listening, sorry, who, who's not quite clear about what this is, uh, Matt Hart has um, agreed to do, I think it's a 700 700 kilometre uh, charity cycle ride through Cambodia in February. In aid of um, uh, children's autism charity. Yes, it's an autism support charity that his uh, wife's um, involved with. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, I won't like that's That style of stuff isn't my cup of but I will 100% buy that and paint that up. Oh, definitely. Awesome. Definitely. And I think everyone else should. Yeah, well, I think, I think well, we've certainly got a couple of people 
this is one of the few times where I feel entirely comfortable saying to everyone that you know give us your goddamn money because yeah. this is totally worth it's a cause yeah. really worth okay. supporting absolutely okay, great model thank you very much <laughs> you know everybody wins win win so is there any plan money for, models? for what we're calling cats and castles cats and catacombs Catacombs. Oh, we spent about half an hour last night trying to get a C word. Fucking catacombs. Is this really something you've mentioned? So I think we're pretty much locked. I, uh, oh, you know, please. we've talked about it sufficiently that we're as committed as we can be. Dad, that you um, yourself. Once dogs one lands, um, yeah. my current plan, and you know, please don't hold my feet over the fire on this because sure. this is this is still months away. Yeah, of course. But what the thinking is. Uh, Dogs 2 and Cats and Catacombs, we launch at the same time, so it's a combined Kickstarter. You can back one, back the other, or back both. Wow. He, he has a love of cats. Yeah. Oh, my bad. wife is, is like, you know, she says the only reason that she's married to me is so that people don't realise that she's already a crazy cat lady. <laughs> um, she's written, because she's the writer for the project, she's written all the fiction and oh, stories right. and books. Uh, she, I'm fortunate to be married to someone who is way more talented and intelligent than I am and um, she she's an amazing writer so she's written all the stories um, and all the fiction and lore and for the cats thing she's gone way it's down <laughs> yeah it's like she can tell you about how their religion works and they've got this like so cat cats function at a level where like they have sensory overloads they need time alone so they have this like shared um, like demiplane religious reality called the welcoming dark where they basically just go to be in a quiet place on their own and all the other cats are there but they're all ignoring each other but it's where like, they draw their power from so it's, it's so, so good and uh, april's like you know she's all about like classic artist like she's all about the next thing so she's like i want to draw cats i want to draw more dogs i want to do this i want to do that <laughs> but yeah and like you know chatting with the sculpting team and they're like oh man I want to do something now. I want to. I want to do this. Tom's got an amazing idea. I'm super excited about. It, but I don't know if we can talk about it yet. But he's put some you miniatures. Out. I'm pretty sure we got. He told me good. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was did you know, he really? Did he? If Russ brings up, he says if Russ brings up the thing, let him know. It's yeah, the thing. He's, 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 he's put it out the on thing. the D&D. He's put it out on the main D&D Facebook page. Well, then, well, then, um, but Tom's idea is a and <laughs> d setting and set of miniatures where it's basically. There is a, an academy that aspiring heroes are sent to as kids to train to be adventurous. Ooh, yes, I've heard of this. Cool. And, yes. and the miniatures that he's he's designed, like the first figure he did is like a female tiefling cleric who's like maybe 14 years old, wearing like a school uniform with a wooden shield and it's got all her merit badges on <laughs> and a mace and she just talk. looks amazing. That's, that's fun. That's and it's like, the, it's like they're five years of school, so like it's like a level one to five type contained game where all the high level NPCs are like the teaching staff. So it's, it's, it's basically, cool. it's, it's, here's a sort of pre-built D&D. Yeah, so we're thinking, you can sort of, you can change. So we're thinking that what painting polygons is going to be and the way we get to kind of have fun with it is like, what's coming into focus is it's, we're the place where you go for a quirky thing for D&D that you can play as a one shot, play as a mini campaign or just drop into an existing campaign world. But that is perfect. That sounds great. I love it. Well, you six o'clock to midnight with the cats. Because I'm a little bit worried that. Careful on your wording, man. That's all right. That's that's sorry, he's like, that's a bit. That's a bit. Weird. Are you keen for pussy? <laughs> <laughs> During your uh, <laughs> campaign, yes. you had, I think, uh, keep us on track. Keep us on track. Vaguely, yeah. uh, you had uh, uh, like wizarding hats on your dogs. 
I tried that with my cat who just got injured. I love, I love her, but she's a grumpy little shit. I was like, really, really slap. No. Yeah, I'm not sure that we'll run a uh, cosplay gallery for cosplay cats. I think it is. It is Apparently, I mean, we are going to do a cosplay character because she's super cute. Yeah. Keep keeps his arm fucking wearing for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. No, it's going to be yeah. great. I'm, I'm so happy and, like, I feel blessed that, because, you know, by the letter of the law, Steamforge had the right to say, this is a conflict of interest, you can't do it. Mm. But instead, they were like, we want to support your creativity. So, props to the guys. Oh, you that's know? great. Good to see other companies like that. They want, yeah. they want to do they, they cool want to, you know, they want cool stuff to go on. Um, and I know that, you know, uh, I don't know what the hell is happening. The thing is, it's mad, isn't it? Some problems with the chicken, I think. Yeah, well, problems are still alive when they're chasing the food. Yeah. 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 What, what is it? Well, they're having a better time than we are, guys. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm having a lovely time. Never mind the tournament. I want a ticket to the catering. Probably better facilities, but... Oh, we fight like motherfuckers there. It's fine. Sorry. I want to ask, Mark, if you're going to say we're nearly done, I want to ask one no, thing. Great we, we haven't really spoken about God Tier as much. Yeah, and no, I would and like to. Would oh, we've got to talk about God Tier, man. It's epic. The, the fact that Matt said, now we're coming to the stage where if you haven't played it that much, you should start playing it now. Yes. So, day one, we went all in with everything. Yes. Kickstarter drop, we went all in with everything. Yes. We're ready to go with everything. Yes. But we just haven't played it because it's not ready yet. But uh, now it's ready. Yep. I keep chopping it. So keen. Can I can I be completely uh, candid here? Yes. I would like I'm the same. <laughs> I'm the <Yes>. same. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm not. This may come as a shock. Not really a rules guy. Um, <laughs> you know, I like I said earlier. I, I base my armies on what's going to be cool to paint. Like yeah. I just dropped a ridiculous amount of money on um, uh, Age of Sigmar army just because I really want to paint snake scales. So I have all the snacky ladies in the world. I'm, I'm assured that they are terrible on the table. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm painting snakes. Um, so I'm the same. I can't cope with trying to learn multiple versions of the same rules. I don't have that mentality. Um, and Sherwin, having been saddled with me as a WTC team member, will account for the fact that even when I know how the game works, doesn't really help. So um, to give myself the best chance, I've been waiting to this point. Um, and even now, I know my my champion selection will be based on which of my favourite three sets of. Well, he's gone green. Exactly. So where you bought the scales, I buy anything that comes out that is orc related, or goblin related, or goblin related, or that leans towards. Oh my lord! Or, or you're going to be happy soon. Oh no. So, all that leans towards like a World of Warcraft vibe, that's my thing. So, I bought loads of figures recently that just all, all orcs and goblins. No reason at all other than to paint them and then I could use them as D&D stuff. For that. sure, that's, for that's sure. literally the cool stuff about it. But, that, that's where it's going. So, as basically good tier, I went, cool, there's three orc models or three combination between orc, goblins and everything. So, that's, that's me done. They could be the worst three that work together as a team. Right. That won't fucking matter. Well, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I went up to HQ last, um, on Friday. Not on the campaign day. Picking through all of the, all of the bits and bobs that were left over. And there was one unused um, Sneaky Pete Goblin Minion sculpt. Um, we didn't need it uh, because it's got a shield. And oh, they don't have shield. It. Uh, so it's got a shield that's basically like a, one of those sort of, are they trollobites? The, 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 like, the, yeah, underwater, like uh, the underwater. Like the underwater. Woodlouse. Yeah, like a giant woodlouse underwater creature. Yeah. It's got that as a shield. Oh, wow. It's got a scimitar and it's like, and I'm like, oh, cool. Sea Goblin Paladin, my new D&D &D character has <laughs> arrived. Oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That is amazing. Barnacle Bill, here I come. <laughs> Barnacle <laughs> Bill. In, so, 
got it? Yes. I don't know if it's possible, but is it possible that there may be some sort of mechanical champion coming out? I mean, anything's possible. Yes, because Matt Hawk no, accidentally mentioned there are 24 champions. We've not seen 24 I mean, there's champions. Sorry, redacted. How many have we seen? Subtract that from a number you may may have not heard of. There's that many chances. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you would maybe care to help us narrow those chances. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to try. I got to try. Can I be straight up with you? Is uh, bizarrely again. This is why I don't go on podcasts. Is I'm the worst person to ask about future release stuff. Unlike Sher- Sherwin, I don't have to get involved in plotting in the lore months ahead of time, so it all fits together like a finely tuned piano. Um, unlike. Uh, Steve and Bryce and Jamie and the guys I don't have to work on rules unlike Doug I don't have to be thinking about art I get the sum total of all of their efforts so it's entirely reasonable for me to not see something until like three minutes to midnight when we need it Yeah. because it's like why send me a piece of artwork and tell me I'm going to scope that in six months time just a waste of time because they, they yeah. can still be making changes change. because otherwise you'll get something you want and sit there and do your, your well, normal job because you're, you're too occupied if you think about so think about what we do purely in terms of a resource mm. the scope we are the sculpting team in terms of making changes to things are the most expensive resource because if you want to change the rules on a model it's going to be part of your play feedback loop the actual energy expenditure apart from the mental energy and time and planning is change a word document mm. even for Doug it's redraw something the most expensive place to make changes to something is when we've got a three, physical 3d model yes. on the screen yeah. I always say people if you're going to change a miniature don't do it in the sculpt you've just you know the time it takes me to re-sculpt one head you could have had a concept artist drawing 50 variants so because of that they don't let us loose on things until we know that that's what, exactly what we want and because of that I, you shouldn't ask me about what's coming because I won't know <laughs> yeah fair okay well talking about what's coming <laughs> but he's not going to know well, wait, well you just said no Gilball Miners. Yes. Because of the way, like, sadly, the model's gone and the, the delays and stuff, it might be that you have started on lamplighters already. <laughs> not going to try and get, get secret. Get three minutes a minute. Well, I mean, we know it's lamplighters. So I'm not trying to get sneaky stuff. I just wanted to be started on them, really. Um, I mean, the thing is, these days, we work so far ahead of schedule. It's amazing, you know, that, that like, you're looking at Cooks now. I was looking at Cooks... WTC before last kind of thing. <laughs> it's so so. Our roadmap is is so long and yeah, extends yeah. so far that it, it it can become really difficult to talk about things in sort of contemporary contemporaneous it's way. Like time travel. Uh, well, absolutely, because I mean, Sherwin Matthews, uh, Sherwin right, Matthews, everybody has just heard and explained to us in the seminars yesterday how seasons one through five were essentially planned years years in advance. We we already know where the story is going. Well, that you guys already know where the story is going. True, generally. Um, <laughs> like in case in point for what you were just talking about, having just jumped into this, I'm sorry everybody, um, <laughs> is we mentioned, if you remember, we spoiled Wellington in Gutter Story from last yes. year's campaign. Yes. campaign. So at that point, she already, he already existed. Yeah. Oh, could there be a lamplighter spoiler in Cammy's episode? I think it would be very irresponsible of me to have mentioned that we've already dropped spoilers for future characters already. Uh, that you already so my plans for next week are to reread seasons one through four, or well, seasons one through three of fluff and or, sorry, law, 
call it law, whatever you want to do. However, I will say, remember to point out to your listeners that the new ones that got added back into Theron Origins about Divana. Yes. yes. I have a theory. No, he's there. That's mic drops. He's mic drops. I mean, we've taken up a lot of your time. More and I think that was really, really good, man. So thank it's you been so an absolute much. Delight, gents. This, this sort of thing is the high point of the weekend for me. Oh, this and, this and Smashing 8 Dark Souls card game, because yeah. that thing's awesome. Cool. <laughs> you guys were playing it last night. I howled it with it. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> if, you have, have, if you guys have played it? No. I've got it, I've not played it. Right, no, no, you no, need no. to get that on the table, because that is a lot of fun. Well, this Christmas, like, I've, I'm off for a month over Christmas, and these guys have got some days off, and then you're off I'm, I'm off for like two weeks. So we've kind of been school now. We've just kind of been saying that we're just going to be like, we're going to try and take some days and just knock out these games that we've received this year and stuff. We just haven't smashed them. I hear you. Yeah. Dedicate days to. I so think you have to. Monday will be Dark Souls card game day. Yeah. DGT, dedicated gaming time. Yeah. I think you have to. I mean, one of the things that we do with our local bunch of players is like every year we'll find like a little holiday cottage that's got like enough rooms and enough space for tables and we'll just go like it's 60 quid each for five days let's go well, it's a gaming funny retreat I lived in the conversation retreat, yeah. with Barry about the going somewhere to make it happen it's because amazing it's, there's, there's so many other distractions that say for example yeah. you do do it at someone's house then something will happen and then there's just a delay but, but once you're, you're all there, going on you holiday get, you're, yeah, you're there you you're on holiday you, you you just like right that's the kitchen area that's the gaming area Leave this is hobbies that's movies boom it is mm. the best 72 hours this is happening yeah it is I reckon we yeah. could do this at Christmas this year we? we've got a bit of time off we? we could throw it together in a month roll, roll better get away the Robert Eric Jr. Christmas. RBR. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm down. Oh man, I'm special guest Christmas. appearance for a day. I've, I've, I'm going away for Christmas, 22nd to the 29th. Um, I'm down at the Headland Hotel, which is the really creepy hotel in Newquay that was in the Roald Dahl movie, The Witches. Yeah. Um, they've got a holiday cottage um, on their grounds that's dog friendly, so we're taking the, the dogs. It'll be oh, both of their first experience of the beach oh, and it's Christmas in the hotel. It's going to be amazing. Lovely. Oh, cool, man. It's going to be great. Yeah, well, I. I confident we won't see you before then to have a lovely Christmas. I certainly shall and Merry Christmas everybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> Thank you very much guys it's been awesome. Thanks, Cheers, guys, man. And with that please do roll better. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Love it. Love it.